<laughs> you made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I got him. Screwed you. up the opening. What's that? Hold on, Peter. You built it up. <laughs> okay, three, two, one. And and I have always read that sign is stupid, not studios. It's Studios, Brothers of Panama Studios. Then why is there a line dripping from the D? No one has any idea what you're talking about. It's a podcast. That's what she said. (laughs) Underneath underneath Panama is the word Studios. Yeah, it's a stupid. Yeah, it's a stupid. It's a stupid. That's a square. Hey, you're a fucking square. Yeah, you're a square, Alex. That's that's a square, not a D. And also, we didn't paint that. That was a gift to Welcome us to for the free, Meister so Movie we just podcast, took the everyone. studio stupids. Here's the thing. We're not a real studio. We're just like... What? Uh, it's not a real it studio, w- it, it was You liar! The, it was made with the intention of Peter, we're in a, a tree. Yeah. What about this looks professional to you? Uh, well, all this right, right next to me looks very professional. I am withholding all comments. You guys, thanks. I worked really hard on this tree house. I, I, love, yes, there are I love that sound. There will continue to be bugs all night. Seriously, guys. <laughs> We're in a tree. Is that what's in my shoe? What about squirrels? Maybe. Are there squirrels in this tree, Alex? Of course. It's a tree. Well, you didn't exterminate Hey, them? Alex. No, why would I exterminate Hey, them? Alex, quick question. Alex? Yes, sir. Hey, Aren't Alex? you the alpha predator yeah, Tom? of this tree? Yeah. Hey, uh, hey, Alex? What's up, Tom? Uh, is there bark on this tree? Is there, yeah, it's a tree, Tom. Are there ants? Yeah, there's ants in the tree. What color are the leaves right now on this tree? Are they green? Look at them. Just look at them. I can't. That's what I'm fucking asking, why asshole. Won't you, why so can't you look at I'm them? I'm a blind reporter. That's why I'm asking. I am so sorry. I'm so sorry, sorry. Wait, wait, Alex. Can I, can I tell you the color of the leaves? Could you, get, could you give me that opportunity to make it up to you by telling you the color of the leaves? Yeah. Okay. Well, the color of the leaves are like, get the fudge out of here, Fuck sir. Fuck you. you did. I said, I wow. said fudge. I said fudge. And I said fuck. <laughs> it's a family-friendly podcast. They're green, Three by the way. Three days later. Is They're this really family-friendly? <laughs> hey, man. Three days later, I got to tell you, you it are was? a nice dude. And it, then Zach happened. We'll, 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 it, no, 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 no. Okay, here's what happened. It was, and then uh, legit Zach happened. <laughs> he would not stop swearing. As much as we had told him, Me stop. Too. Me too. We all swore a little bit. No, he was swearing. Was the then you were swearing, and I was just like, "Screw it, we're like, not forget about it." Anymore. Honestly, honestly, here's the thing: if you have influenced this show way too much. Here's the thing, You're though, welcome. Chris. Chris, if that hadn't happened, do you really think we would have done Freddie Got Fingered or Ricky? That Hill? was my suggestion. Yeah, but here's the thing: do you think we could have told, done an entire episode of that and not swore? swore? Do you think you would have gotten the Ready to Rumble shit joke? That is true. Come on, Chris. You're welcome, Chris. That's all I'm going to say. We're in a You're whole welcome. new I'm just salty that you just... Where shit can abide. Yeah. What? But here's the thing. In the same time, probably, that you would not be spoiled to, like, like almost the majority of Space Dandy right now. You'd be enjoying it, like... Honestly, you've only been spoiled in, like, two episodes. And who spoiled them? Uh, uh, so, wait, no, no. Chris is say, suggesting that It's literally this half of no, the room no, versus no. this half of the room. It because, well, if you, so you're suggesting, Chris, that because I do a weekly thing where I get to, like, stave off the things I watched, that that's the reason I'm staving off Space Danny? I can tell you right now, Chris, 
That's not the reason. Yes, it is extended longer because of this. However, I probably would have taken my time with it still. Are there some? You're not my dad! Maybe. He's, he's, <laughs> he's not. I'm the oldest. He's Mexican. He's half Mexican. I've been, I've been mistaken that's as still Latino. Are you it suggesting that I'm a Mexican? What? I'm a Mexican. Yeah, that's what he said. Oh, cool. We need to build a wall. No, we don't. Trump. No. Get no, out of here, Donald Yeah, Trump. no, 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 no. We'll, we'll, we, we, we fired you from the means, presidency. He means us. The Mexicans need to <laughs> build a wall. Yeah, that did not happen. That did not happen. It did not, done. for the record, folks. Oh, we didn't folks. fire Donald Trump from the presidency? I thought we, we did that in No, November. no, no. His, his, he just he was a temp. Guys, don't guys didn't realize he was a temp. <laughs> oh. They did not ask him to come back. No. Oh hell no. Oh hell like, no. Like anyone who's been a temp before, like myself. <laughs> I've been a temp. He was not asked to come back. <laughs> I had a temp once. It was, I was like say, I I attempt. It was <laughs> not hired. Back. It was not one oh four, but it was like one oh two, one oh three. I was okay, pretty scared. That's temperature. Yeah, a temp. No, that's the temporary short worker. Temp- we're talking about temporary, temporary worker. We're talking about temporary worker. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's well, what I was. For so, two what's years. the point of a temporary worker? They fire you whenever they the, feel like they, it. They, that you are not that you are not a full time worker. See, I was a temp. No contract. I was a temp, and then I was let go after Thanksgiving. But why? Yep. Wait, Just actually? to like to get experience. No, legit. I, that was, yeah. So no, you have no yeah. job right now. Yeah. No, I was a temp because like no. my mom wanted me to get a job. Um, he I'm works for Target now. Oh. Target doesn't do temps. They yes, they do. Hire, they hire people. No, they, they do seasonal. It's, se- it's that's called seasonal. seasonal. But that's not temp. It's Anywho, we got a lot of news to talk about. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Wait, hold on. Hold holding? On. What am I holding on to? This? Or yeah. this? Hold Ow, on. it's fucking sharp. I need yeah, you to... No, is just is hold on to it. There are hold on to it. Everywhere. Ow. Okay. You said there was... Wait, Let you said there, so ah. you said there was... Let me on that. There we go. There we go. Can I let go? Yes. Okay, thank God. Okay, you said there was news? Lots of news. What's up, everyone? It's your girl, Gloria Borger here, to give you guys the hottest news, the freshest news, the most reliable news source of all time. I love you, too. I love you, too. I love you, too. I love you too. <laughs> That was awesome. Was I like that. I love it. That, <laughs> that intro was sick. It was there the so, whole time. It was so, there the whole that's time. That's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. All right. So, so let's start with um, the first one. We, 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 have a, we have a Hollywood death this week. I guess... Last two weeks since I haven't been here in a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people died because you you because I had, you had to celebrate my birthday. You know what, Alex? He killed your brother. That's yeah, true. that's why. That's why Brian was ghost. That's true. Oh sure, he can take the fall for it. I mean, yeah, he did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah totally fuck did it. you. Yeah. By the way, my brother was here last week and he was a ghost and someone killed him. It was me, but it could also have been you. Uh-huh. Him. So you admitted it. It didn't. No, no, no it I me. said it was him. After it was definitely me. But. You just made a face. I definitely you know it. what I'm saying. I'm yeah. saying it's him. Yeah, I definitely Eventually, did. it's him. If this was a video podcast, they would have seen your fucking mug right now. It, you would, they would have seen the veins in my neck as I made it. You're sweating. Things. I'm not <laughs> sweating. I'm just so, sweating. So, Listening so, with joy? Uh, so, sure. So, so <laughs> there, was a, there was a Hollywood death this in the last All right. Uh, who died? So Gavin McLeod better, uh, from uh, The Love Boat. The Love Boat. And... Um, and the uh, what was the show I told you about? Alex, he died too. The soon. other one that I that we laughed about. I don't remember. Uh, the uh, oh, uh, Mary Tyler Moore show. The Mary Tyler Moore show. That's it. So uh, taking Alex, you to Mary Tyler's show. Yeah. So, so yeah. Rest in peace. Uh, yeah. Um, I remember seeing him on another show. 
where he was. Uh, he was on a lot of stuff in like the. He was like guest 70s, starring on he? it, and I don't remember what it was. I'm sure, oh yeah, no, he was yeah, popping. Yeah, yeah. He was on Love Boat. Love Boat was a big hit, yeah. and all those people went on and did a bunch of other guest star things. Yeah. He wrote the name of the Love Boat onto guest starring on another show. I don't remember what it was, but yeah. that's the first time I saw him, and he was the bartender, I believe. I uh, only know this because my mom told me this, which well, is kind of funny. Well, yes, that would be, the, be the that would be the. Era. It's funny because <laughs> it's funny because the trilogy we're doing is my mom's favorite movie series. So it's a lot of people. Well, yeah, that's why I asked. Yeah, uh, no, she wouldn't. I was do supposed that. to watch this movie tonight with mom, but then when it came time to watch it, she was asleep. Mm. All right, so so let's move on mom to the next thing. Naps, so so we got the second trailer to Space Jam Two. Yes, we did. It looks really cool. It that looks I've beautiful. Watched it. And I'm they spoiled the ending. <laughs> looks beautiful. I guarantee it. And they do. I don't care. I don't know if I like this story or not, but I r- it looks great. The Yeah. Yeah, it just looks good. It looks really good. Looks I don't so fun. It's probably dumb, but I, I it looks really well, good. And they yeah. spoiled the ending of the movie in the trailer. That's why it's I spoiled, don't watch. It's <laughs> the fact that they won. Yeah, it'd be like watching the Body Ducks and seeing that they win in the end. That's, and yeah, yeah, they do. It's like, of but, course uh, they're gonna win. But that's uh, that happened tonight as well with the movie. Uh, yeah. Chris, actually, just to I'm gonna I'll save that for later. I don't. I hope you read <laughs> my thing tonight. Um. Oh God, there was something I was supposed to read. Always. Oh, shoot. oh no! Oh no! Dang it! This happened to me. <laughs> Mission failed. We'll get him next time. Yeah, failed, Chris. Um, but, I was late on it. I was late on it. But yeah, uh, it looks really cool. I I'm really excited. I wasn't again when I first heard about this. Like when they were like, "Oh, it's gonna be LeBron James and all that." I was like, "Okay, I, I'm not sure." But LeBron now, James. But now yeah, that we've seen that. a lot of what's going, I'm so excited. He looks like he's having so much fun in this movie. He's a better actor than Michael, but not by much. No. <laughs> but was Space Jam ever about the lead actor being good? It should have been. <laughs> well, obviously, it should have been. That's my point. You can, uh, you you can say, what? was it about it or not? And instead that's of... Instead of we don't go to watch them act. You know we what? That we found out that we don't that we don't re- go back and rewatch it because <laughs> of that. We went back and rewatched it because of the Looney Tunes soundtrack in the Looney Tunes. LeBron James. LeBron James. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I heard that and it just registered with me. I was like, "Oh, that button's right there." Don Cheadle seems like such an interesting villain. In this Don stuff. Cheadle's having a great year. Oh, Steven, so- that Steven Soderbergh movie he has coming out. Yeah. I am excited for it. It looks like a great pairing with Devil in a Blue Dress, where he plays the psychopath. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited. I, I, this is this looks so cool, and it just looks like everyone had a good time. And if you watch enough of that background, you're gonna see a lot of crazy stuff like the Clockwork Orange dudes and the Devil thing. And I've then mentioned that before. Joker's yeah. uh, there's a uh, bat. Uh, there's Schumacher or not Schumacher. Uh, Burton's Joker in there. Um, Jim Carrey was spot on set playing the mask for that movie. Uh, um, there, uh, well, I mean, it's, uh, Stan Skarsgård was, sh- was shown on set. He's just playing Pennywise. I mean, they got everybody to like just be in one shot. Like it. Why the nuns from the Devils and why the Clockwork Orange crew is just beyond me. Who's that for? Uh, you, Alex. I don't for you. want it. <laughs> thanks. No. You thanks. got it. You I didn't want it. the movie in the first place. I, I, you still I don't want Space Jam too. I'm fine with that. It was going to happen anyway, and I want it to look this good, and I want the soundtrack to be good, because that was my favorite thing about the last soundtrack one. But I don't so want, amazing. Chris, what I don't want <laughs> is a movie That's right that references the Devils. Do you know what the Devils is? 
Uh, the Devils is a nineteen. It's a hockey. It's a hockey team based in New Jersey. It's a nineteen yeah. seventies yeah, film right. based off the true story of a bunch of nuns and priests that basically go power hungry and just go on a sexual violent rampage, and <laughs> they get put in their place. It's a great movie, but like, why would you reference that? Why? Why would you put that in Space Jam 2? Why is the rapist gang from Clockwork Orange 2 fucking around in the back? Well, I it's all villains. Let it's all villains. You. You'll get your fucking answer because we got them on, right? So no. Oh we my god, on. they're gonna no, rape no, all of us. We don't. We don't. We're, 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 we're gonna find out, I guess, in July when the movie comes out. That was a good thing, guys. They were not good apples. Never mind. We don't have them. Just we don't. That's a bad. That's a group of the bad apples. Can you conjure them? No. Hang on. Chris, there's been too many movies for him to conjure those up. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, Why is working. he making a seance with jizz? No, because he's not. He's trying to nut. I'm going to pass that again. That's, that's called the, Dang it. That's, <laughs> that's called the circle jerk. I forgot I set you up for that. <laughs> you damn right did. Um, so let's move on to the next one. So we, got, so we got the first trailer to Monsters at Work for Disney+. Plus. Awesome. You po- you posted that. I, I didn't did. know about this until I, did, until yeah. I saw it. So, Peter. That's how that works. Yeah. yeah. Well, not always. I usually catch it first. <laughs> I didn't know about it until I saw it. You heard it here, folks. Yeah. Uh, it looks Smoke cool. weed really every day. Yeah, it's not, it's not based around uh, Sully and Mike Wazowski entirely. Like, they're yeah. still in the show, but it's it's based around a new crew yeah. of, of monsters, which I think is a really good idea. Yeah, I'm very, very excited. Um, they, they seem funny. Uh, Disney Plus seems to keep putting really great. Well, it ain't Disney minus, let me tell you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is two so, years old. So, so I'm going to pivot a little bit away from movies for a hot second. Because, Chris, okay. we got the first, first trailer. We okay. got the f- this we is you guys? If you're going to talk about the first thing, this is the fir- like that's you guys. Yeah. So, so, Alex, we got the first trailer to Elden Ring. It looks amazing. <laughs> what is that? Elden Game Ring of Thrones video is game. made by the dude who made this wonderful video game series called Dark Souls. Oh, wow. Is and it Bloodborne. As, is it as hard as those? Yes. Oh. And and the dude who wrote the world to this and like did a lot of story stuff is George R. R. Martin. <laughs> what? Is it not in the is it not in that universe? No. Good for him. Lied. I was lied to. Good for him still making stuff and working and being <laughs> yeah. happy. Yeah. Like, books. That is one of the biggest just like. Fuck yous? No, it's not fuck you. It's just like I. Don't care. I don't care anymore, guys. <laughs> I know you were super excited about that thing I was doing. And then HBO just drained it, drained all the energy out of you. Well, I they, they are yeah. shooting. They've already shot a pilot. They've already greenlit. Oh it's going to happen. Wow. They've got another one in the what background. Kind of We've got a trailer they got coming. six more, don't they? No. Oh. Not now, oh, well, they, yeah. but they're starting with one. It's been shot, and they've got. Is it okay? <laughs> I don't know. It's Dancer Dragons. I don't, uh, so. uh, we don't know until we see it yeah. out of the hospital. What gun was it? Like what they? What gun was it? Yeah. Why are you asking so many questions? I'm a fucking reporter. Yeah, uh, that was the other guy. Well, I'm also a reporter. Peter, you're a reporter. Reporter. <laughs> I hey! Peter. That was effectively uh, so, deflected. So you're talking about George <laughs> Hold on. Thank you. You, you so, can draw. So yeah. So drum. so we got our first trailer to Elden Ring. Liar. Um. This this um, tra- this game actually has been hotly uh, anticipated. Basically, actually, in since like Game of Thrones started going downhill, like 2016, I think is when this was first announced, and we're finally getting it five years later. Um, it's basically uh, high fantasy open world Dark Souls. Which is really cool, and 
it's probably yeah. going to be as hard as that. <laughs> wow, maybe that's just the next step for Dark Souls and Bloodborne. Yeah. I've seen I've seen a lot of those playthroughs. They do look fun and hard and challenge those people. But then also for them to have a story for them to try and complete. Yeah, that seems like an, uh, another driving factor to try and kill the giant monsters that it's going to take hours to kill. Just push them off a cliff. I mean, the the thi- I think a lot of people would the the thing I always loved, at, at least as far as Bloodborne's concerned, which I, I played through. Um, is that it does have a story, but you kind of have to dig around the world to find it and figure it out. Uh, and a lot of it's just like interconnected bosses. Who wants to do that, man? That's Nobody, so many things that's to kill. That, but I've got so a shovel, guys. You want to go dig in? No? No. Peter, that's what she said. I've haven't, I haven't, <laughs> you need to stop bringing the shovel places. It's, yeah. it's freaking people out. Dude, multi-use tool. Yeah. yeah, I know. You can hit things. Yeah, what, you like can pound things with okay. it. You can, you can cut people's out. heads off. You seem to only want to use this for it. violent reasons. It is fantastic to get tree stumps out of the ground. Not only can you dig the dirt around it, but then you can stab the tree trunk and then just pull it up. Okay, with uh, the same tool. All how of those, fucking awesome! All is that? of that is true. But how often yeah. are you pulling tree trunks when you're hanging out with us? Not with you guys, because I'm not pulling tree trunks. And I live in a tree. Yeah. You, what are you, the fucking Lorax all of a sudden? I'm a, a bit offended by your job, yes. You are a little orange. I so, wow. Thank so, you. <laughs> so, I love that color. So, so <laughs> Alex. My favorite color. It's mine. I, I have another thing. As well. <laughs> that that I want to share with you. So, so, Go for it. So, first off, I'm going to pre-apologize to you. Uh. It's okay. I. It's, it's I okay. It happens to all of us at so, some point. So, Jurassic World is Fallen Kingdom's getting a sequel. I knew that. And it's coming out June tenth, twenty twenty two. I'm excited for and it. And the well, so so uh, I think everyone in this room has seen like the pre thing battle for at uh, what what was it battle at the Bal- short the short it that he made. Lo- it was a long time ago. Yeah, it's it was like short, last year or something. It's a nice little short. It's a really good short, and if that's the taste of things we're getting for Dominion, I'm excited. I'm excited for dinosaurs <laughs> in the open world. That. Yes, yeah. it, I'm excited for a. Uh, of like a, a movie that almost seems like it's set within the same story of Rise of the Planet of the Apes and Dawn, but with dinosaurs. Yeah, the crossover, like that, that would be. It'd be amazing. Uh, yeah. and lizard uh, people, lizard I, people. Oh, uh, well, oh lizard yeah, dinosaur with monkey? laser cannon arm. I don't think we're gonna <laughs> mega get man so dinos for Fast and the Furious. Do they like build cars to match whatever their opponent is? So where they build giant like. Bas- basically, Power Rangers style vehicles that could combine. So they're gonna Megazord. I don't. Yeah. Okay. Would they do that? Probably. Uh, my assumption would be they would find themselves in a situation in which they would have to use their natural environment as a ramp to punch a T Rex with a car. Um. Okay. On, so on the topic of I should write uh, on the t- <laughs> on the topic of that, on the topic of Fast and Furious Nine. Uh, we are getting our, our first like actual footage and like trailer type thing oh, God. in front of Fast and Furious Nine. I am excited for that. Look, yeah. I, I I think Fallen Kingdom is such a ballsy oh, super movie ballsy. to have ever have made in the first place. Yeah. That like whatever's coming in next I'm very interested in. But I don't, I'm not Tom excited. Tomorrow, I'm not excited for this series anymore. He, he, I have no natural. He chose to do this to over Rise of Skywalker. Well, his no, it sounds like they don't chose, they fired him. Yeah, I was well, yeah, say, they yeah. they did not choose his story. He yeah. left because they asked him to leave. Yeah. I, I, Colin Trevorrow has made stuff that I've enjoyed, yeah. stuff that I think is really dumb, and stuff that I like. But I I think in this case, I'm not emotionally invested in this franchise anymore. There's no characters I care about. I don't care. Are you talking about the Jurassic or are you talking about F? 
No, no, I love Fast and the Furious. I've I, for for sure. I love the Fast and the Furious series. Say that again. For for sure. I love okay, the Fast and Furious series. For sure. I love the Fast. I don't need your critique. Okay, so it's a pure moment, and you don't need to make me rework it. So this isn't a workshop. Again. So let, let's let's move on. Uh, uh, so so Keanu Reeves has chosen a side. No, he hasn't. Anyone can do voice work for a side. <laughs> It's an Keanu animated Reeves movie. Is in the <laughs> League of Super Pets, boys. Yeah, but who else is in there too? That was a, a lot, lot of people. Of people. <laughs> a lot of people in it. Probably some Marvel people. Uh, I don't actually know who's in it. But, but it's an animated what, movie what about this? the Super Pets getting together. The DC Super Pets are gonna fight crime. They're gonna form a justice. We're getting super crypto. Super pets. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like Superman's white dog. Yeah, crypto. <sighs> Caucasian, <Currency>? but okay. <laughs> so. So the way you said white. So the yeah, cast. White. I'm offended as by that. The cast as Alex, is. Alex, you're not. Right I'm now. offended. I, do you know how hard it is to be white in today's society? So the cast as is is Dwayne the Rock Johnson as Crypto the Super. That's dog. a DC guy. Kevin Hart as Ace the Bat Hound. He has not chosen a side. Uh, Kate oh. McKinnon. Has not chosen. John a side. Krasinski, who has not chosen a side. Has not chosen a side. Uh, Vanessa Probably Bayer. Has not chosen. Natasha Leone. Diego Luna, who was in Marvel. Diego Luna played it's our one, Ghost Rider. One from Marvel. Uh, wait, and then, yeah. wait, what? Yeah. Shut up. Agents of Shield. Diego Luna, the dude who played Ghost Rider, is in this movie. Well, that that got canceled, didn't it? Yes, it did. Time out. Wait, 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 wait. That's all I care about is the Marvel DC. Who played studio. Cassian Andor? That was another guy. Another guy. Another guy. Oh, who was also Mexican. <laughs> Yes, there's another guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This dude's best known for like narcos and and like yeah, uh, look this uh, up. stuff. Racist. Yeah, racist. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I made the same mistake. That's why I don't remember his name. He's not as I'm. I'm sorry to say this. He's not as inherently charming and fun to watch. Actually, I made Diego a mistake Luna here. Is. I made a mistake here. Diego Luna was in Rogue One. He was in Rogue you One. You prick. We're, no, we're thinking of we're thinking of a uh, uh, Wonder Woman <laughs> guy. Uh, no, that's not Pedro Pascal. Who, were, I was there third guy who did you think that he was then? Uh, give me a minute. <laughs> we're all racist. I know I'm right. He's I'm not, not the racist. We're, we're all racist. <laughs> <laughs> he was the one who said it was Diego Luna. I did. I too. agreed because I just assumed you were right. You're you are the evil of good men who do nothing. Don't call <laughs> me. <out. laughs> you got your only. You got your one and only shot in. You got your one and only Gabriel shot Luna. It's Gabriel, Gabriel Luna, not Diego Luna. Same Gabriel. last name, probably related. From from Terminator oh, Dark no, Fate. Yeah, Terminator Dark Fate. Well, no, he has the same last name. They might be. They might be. They actually Peter. might be related. Peter is gone. Peter is gone. Like yeah. Yeah. he has transcended the this point. Good, the good, the evil of good men that do nothing. <laughs> You said they have the same last name. They're probably related. They are siblings, actually. <laughs> oh, passes. you're still the worst. Oh. Hey. Well, if Anywho, you said that about uh, anything else, hey, they are siblings. Anyways. Uh, you only get. Well, you only had one shot to correct me on my Star Wars knowledge. You only and that was with the Palpatine. Shot. You got it. You got it. You got it. I know who yeah, Diego Luna is. I questioned you. Yeah. He didn't. I did. I did. And I just rolled with I it. Ju- yeah, he just rolled with damn it. Damn right, Chris, you, damn. You proved, your, you proved your knowledge. Yeah, look at you. Well done. Um, Massaged up. So, yeah, it, it, it sounds Chris interesting. Dwayne Johnson playing Crypto is cool. It's a crazy cast, man. It looks yeah. like it'll Who's be a silly Keanu? little movie. Get to Keanu. Oh, yeah, Keanu Reeves <laughs> is in an undisclosed role. Oh, okay. Maybe he's a bad guy. Maybe he's a bad guy. That'd be fun. Or maybe He'll be like uh, Neil Patrick Harrison Smurfs. 
Oh my god, that sounds amazing. <laughs> or or a lot of movies actually. New Patrick <laughs> Harris is a fun cartoonish bad guy in a lot of movies. I'm gonna talk about. He's not the bad guy. I'm He's the dude they talk chill, about. They're chilling in the apartment with. <laughs> I've never so, seen this first. So let's you? move on. Are you willing to admit that? Yes, How I've seen you? it. So Lance Reddick got cast in the Resident Evil remake movie. Oh, Zavala as Wesker <laughs> as the main villain. Whiskers, the cat. Yeah, uh, Was- uh, Wesker, Wesker, Wesker. Oh my god. Yeah. So you we Wabbit. So Wesker. So I hardly know her. I Alex, I, I I'm sure you know who Lance Reddick is. Yes, of course. Uh, Pierre, do you know who Lance Reddick is? Fringe. No. John Wick. So Lance Reddick is like the creepy tall black Devolve, dude who's like in all the TV shows. <laughs> he is kind of creepy. Yeah. <laughs> he but looks. Very, but John Wick, he's very nice to John Wick. Dude. He's. Uh, have you ever seen John Wick? Yes. Okay. Do you know the guy who's the concierge, the concierge at the, at the hotel. hotel? He's not creepy. Yes, he is. No, he's, he's not. He uh, now in in Fringe, he plays a very stoic guy. He's also in Lost. Is kind of, he is in Lost, playing someone creepy. But most importantly, my favorite role, the fucking Wire Man. Well, he's I just, great. I guess I just know him from John Wick, and he was not. He's always in friendly that. in that. He's really yeah. charming. He's a very nice guy. In yeah, that. I mean, he, 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 he murders he, a lot of friends. It, in most, friend. in most TV That's shows, you see him though. He's love. he's yeah. very stoic, yeah. and he's usually usually like very mysterious dude who's kind of creepy. Charge. Um, anyways, uh, so E 3s this week, and we got our first look at the Borderlands movie. Oh my god! Which is directed by Eli Roth, starring. Kate Blanchett, Kevin Hart, Jamie Lee Curtis, Jack Black, Ariana Greenblatt, uh, Haley Bennett, and Florian... I don't even know how to pronounce this. That's house. a decent what, what cast. this movie? Uh, Borderlands? Isn't Eli Roth, like, notoriously gory? Yes. He so, can be. A video game? Yeah, so, video so Borderlands game? was made uh, by... I don't even remember who made it. Let me, uh, let me ask you a different, though, right? different, no, a different no, question. What? Yeah, what is Borderlands? So What's Border- the story? Yep, yeah, so I'm going to briefly explain Borderlands. I'm old, but I don't know. Um, so... <gasps> It's made by a company called Gearbox. Basically, it's uh, what people would call a looter shooter, which is you run around the whole world, you kill bad guys, and you get loot. It's really crazy. It's very... Um, What's like the story? Imagine... Like? I have never played, so I don't it know. Sounds like there, it, it sounds like um, but there isn't a story. It, it, well, there is a story. Uh, so much as there is a world for yeah. you to be in and shoot yeah, people. So in. the world is basically like post-nuclear apocalypse... Space Sandy. That's like the best way I could describe it. It's like a group of people just running around space going on a bunch of misadventures. Oh, that's, cool. that's basically... So how are they going to make that into a movie? So th- there's a plot. Copy there's there's villains. Um, <laughs> I guess for something like that, it could be really easy or it could be really difficult. Yeah. Yeah, you could be starting from scratch... But and maybe that's you're also starting from scratch. You could just be like, yeah, they're just these space bandits, and they can go on this adventure. Well, uh, and make since it up. you since you've never played, and since we're guessing here, maybe we're lucky, and this is the kind of game that doesn't have an uh, in-depth narrative, but has an in-depth world. And maybe that's the whole so point of new video game movies. Yeah, they don't need movies to adapt they need, games. They need a big world. They need a big world to write a well, story. Well, that, that's in. why I thought that's Detective right. Pikachu did so well was. Pokemon has a story, but like the story is very generic. But they had a big, huge, interesting world to build from. Where do Pokemon come from? Arceus. Stork. Arceus? Arceus. Your mom! Ah! Who's Arceus? Jesus. Is this a real answer? This is a real answer. No, it's not. Arceus is the god Pokemon. The god what? The god Pokemon, or divine Pokemon, I guess is what they call it. So Peter, all the me, Pokemon came out of that Pokemon. Yes. Where did that Pokemon come from? Uh, Where'd you go? Where'd you come from? Pokemon Go. The Big Bang. (laughs) So it's always existed. Yes. 
And it just one day decided to shit out a bunch of kids. Well, it shit out two bug one that formed time and space. Adam Adam and Eve. Eve. Yeah. And then it's ironically yeah. blue and pink. Ha! Funny jokes. Which it's a ki- it's a kids show. Yeah, who it's a kids show. Um. So anyway, so back to Borderlands. Uh, it's directed by Eli Roth, who is a very well done director. Uh, he is. He is. A, he has a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. He's oh, done it's like stuff. Ten seconds too late. Uh, Cabin Fever. Uh, I, I kind of like Cabin Fever, and I kind of like Hostel. <laughs> I think Hostel Two has good ideas. What? Uh, but I'm not a huge fan of Eli Roth. I think he has great moments in his movies yeah. sometimes. Is it like another Zack Snyder to you? Uh, no. If oh. you've ever seen The Hostel, it's like the Zach movie that established the torture porn genre. <laughs> okay, but this but this movie, <laughs> I mean, I the Borderlands it. movie, it seems like it's going to have a big comedy bone in it. Yeah, it's so so the big point of this is is from what I know from friends who have played it, it's very wacky, very crazy. Uh, so it seems fitting that you'd have Jack Black, Kevin Hart, yeah, people and, like and like Kate like Blanchett, and, okay, and and Jamie Lee Curtis in the movie where they're just yeah. trying to be funny and trying gotcha. to be serious. At the same it time. sounds like to me they're trying to make another Suicide Squad, Guardians of the Galaxy type thing. Uh, uh, get these losers in together, space. kind of thing in space. Well, no, well, but, it's in but Fallout Wasteland. I, I in a Fallout Wasteland. I've never necessarily thought that Eli Roth. Had was a funny. I never really responded that much to one his of those humor. mushrooms, fungi. I I mean, I don't think his humor is necessarily great. Maybe maybe when he's not writing it, he is writing. Yeah. It. Oh, never mind. Anyway, uh, what's what's the next? the other Directly dude? The other dude who's writing it is the dude who did Chernobyl. Wow, everybody loved Chernobyl. He was behind Chernobyl? No, so there's two writers. No, Eli no. Roth and the dude who did Chernobyl. Okay, so it's not it's not yeah. Chernobyl. It's no, just no. the thing it's about it. It's a about uh, that event. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was also, like, why is he the dude who wrote this, this? also dead, wrote yeah. Mythic yeah. Quest. People love that show. Uh, he's writing The Last of Us, and he's writing the next Pirates of the Caribbean movie. So and he's got a lot of ladies won. So a lot really? of video game credits yeah. and then a, a with Margot Robbie series again. Wow. So so what will be really uh, but Hold also on. this Hold guy on. Zach, time wait, wait, wait. out time out here needs a moment again. Whoa. Whoa. Say that again. They are making an all female Pirates of the Caribbean with Margot Robbie at the helm or at the lead. Who? When did this come out? This was well, a this few was months a ago. ago yeah. This was a while yeah. ago. Holy shit! Yeah. They're um, doing it. This oh dude also like wrote the Hangover movies, and he uh, wrote like story of our podcast, Scary movie three and four. <laughs> oh and wait, this guy? Yeah. So he's written. He's written. Okay, okay. He's written. He's all over the board. He's so all over the board. Hell yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, he's gotten better in the last few years, though. It sounds like because he the last few years has been like Chernobyl, Mythic Quest. But this is a zombie movie, right? N- no. no, this is like think of this like kind of like a Mad Max movie. Bit. No zombies. No zombies. No, the world has gone to hell, and all that's left is people willing to do whatever it takes. I to just live. wanted there yeah, to be zombies. That includes like drugs and that's go back in time. That's all we ask for. I gotta go yeah. back in time to the yeah. future. Yeah. So I'm you okay. Take a turn no. back time. I'm intrigued. It sounds really cool. When is uh, it coming out? It is has no release date right now, but they're shooting it right now. Wah, so I'm wah, guessing sometime wah, next year. Wah, 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 Probably. That's a fair assessment. Sometime this year? Next year. Oh, I was like, uh, wait, that's not a fair uh, assessment. <laughs> so, we got the first trailer of The Witcher Season 2. Really? Yeah. How did I miss all the Witcher I, yet? Yep. How did I miss this? He you loves know, it. 
I, I pay attention to this shit. People it's, seem uh, to like it. People seem to yeah. like it. It looks cool so far. Um, They are, from what I've understood, they're going to start moving into the plot of the first game. That's where season two kicks off is the plot of the first game. Um, and I think from what I've understood and what Henry Cavill's talked about and what the writers and directors is, is that their plan is to end it at the third game, which could... Don't tell me what that means. It's like six seasons. No, just don't... Oh, six seasons? That's what they're thinking, yeah. Something like that. Six seasons in a movie? Probably. That'd be sick. That's that's the usual plan for most shows, isn't it? Yeah, usually. Uh, uh, something like that. Uh, cool. But well, yeah, I'm excited. It's just it's just <laughs> announced that there's going to be a second season. Yeah, yeah. We okay. we just got the first thing. Harry Cavill basically said their 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 hope, as long as Netflix continues to uh, money, is to get through the plot of all the games. Well, Netflix has a knack for they just getting through the second season. <laughs> <laughs> Unless your name is Stranger Things. My fucking god! Then you ride that into the dirt. It's true. Still never seen. Stranger Things past a few episodes of season one. You should watch it. It's I'll really tell you the intro good. is really cool. Yeah. All I all um, I've heard about it is that they jumped the shark. So, uh, yeah, they kind of. Actually, actually uh, there I were heard, no sharks in that I, I, show. I have uh. seen the ending of season three, and there are elements of that. And I yeah. watched video essays that I liked. Just make videos about it, and they made really good arguments for why. Uh, other shows kind of are lazy, but that show at least tried to do something with yeah. that season. So. Right. But I still have never watched So from what I've... People have been talking about since it seems like this year... Every, uh, so so E3 and Summer Games Fest is going on, so they're just talking about all kinds of random shit in general. Um, the Stranger Things people were talking about how inevitably they want to get Magic the Gathering into the show since they've already done D&D and they've done that. They've, uh, like, rolled dice on camera and Those shit. kids are going to grow up. So. Well, no, like... Well, yeah. <laughs> those kids are going to grow up. Uh, they're thinking... Every. They're thinking if they're going to do it, they need two more seasons, which... I could definitely see Netflix pushing two more seasons of that show before they hit like the I, 90s. I can also <laughs> see Finn Wolfhart and especially Millie Bobby Brown wanting to just get out of that. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, so yeah, you just so, know the way to my heart. So theater. so let's let's go to the last one. <laughs> okay, uh, this is a request of Chris, so I could talk about Elden Ring. Uh, 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 yeah. So we're getting a James Cameron's Avatar video game next year. And it's going to be out before the second movie. <laughs> Just make the fucking second movie. Why are you making a video game? <laughs> no, is here's the my video thing. game for here's the first thing. movie? The plot twist. Plot twist. What if this is the second movie? Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. Actually, I'd be impressed. Yeah, <laughs> right? If James Cameron came down and was like, all right, here's the deal. It, it's a game. And um, <laughs> we have it's peaked. the greatest game we of have all peaked time. With and I'd be like. And, and then all of a sudden, he just took out his dick and slammed it on the table. And I'd be like, yeah. I mean, we every have, time he so said this, suck, literally, every time like, he said this thing is the biggest thing ever, it was the biggest thing ever. He's done it three times. So. No, here's, I mean, the, I mean, here's my thing. No, here's the, my the thing. Only, the only impressed. reason I'm, I'm not inclined to believe Chris on this one, I want to live with the meme, though, is that the studio they're getting to make this is Ubisoft, which is not the company I would trust to do that with. No, okay. You're very no, no, no. soft. Here's They're my thing. Well, it's in their these name. are the people who make Assassin's Creed. So. Here's my thing. So You're very ubi concerned about that. Like before Disney bought Lucasfilm, yeah, and LucasArts, yeah. Episode seven was going to be a video game. That's hilarious. Oh. Like I mean, it was going to be a video game. So what's this? What's this video game based on? Which you know what? Movie? That should have uh, been the way out they went. I given how know things went real life. Trailer didn't look. No. Like much of anything, they would have needed to wait five more years, and they really would have hit gamers, and the ga- game would have looked really well. That N sixty four era in nineteen ninety nine. That wasn't it. 
was that GameCube? No, dude. Is that before Disney bought? Like, that right? was like 2011, my it dude. Never, anything before 2000 video game-wise would not have been worth it for the next No, dude, not before. then. Well... I'm talking like in 2010. So, 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 Alex, to yeah, give you to give you a brief about, yeah. to give you a brief insight. I forgot about when, when it was sold. When when <laughs> Disney when <laughs> Disney bought Lucas Arts and when Disney bought Lucas Arts and Lucas Film, they were working on a game called Star Wars 1313, which was it looked amazing and it was probably gonna be amazing. Sounds lucky. And then they gutted gutted it and like all the storyline that they ended up taking from that ended up becoming it's gonna it ended up becoming the basis <laughs> of both. The Bad Batch and uh, Mandalorian, so the basis of what they were planning to do with that became those two shows. But anything like, if those, anything, it's mostly Bad Batch. But, but here's here's where I was going with that. It was like, what if James Cameron just actually came out and was like, you know what, guys, we have peaked with the visual with every visual aspect of cinema. It's time to move on to video. It's time to move on to video games. He would never say that. <laughs> he would never say that. <laughs> well, it's, but I, lo- it's I, so I love that your idea, though. I think it's a key going. <laughs> like we, we need to move on to the new, like better version of visual storytelling that is video games. <laughs> so that he comes out and says, "So plot twist: the next three Avatar movies are in this one video game, <laughs> and you all got to fucking play it's, it in a it's movie." It's a standalone, theater. so it doesn't involve. My guess is it'll be like when uh, Matrix movies came out and they yeah. made the video games and they were just side missions that yeah. involved yeah. the plot of the movie. Yeah, those characters, characters ended, yeah. Into ended the up becoming characters. Those 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 characters ended up making it over to the movie. Though. That's what I'm saying. I think that'll be yeah. the case here. They just but you don't need yeah, if he to fucking play gets the, to the second one. You don't need to play the games to uh, understand. To yeah, yeah, watch yeah. the movies okay. exactly. Sixty-six percent. Are these people freaking nuts? We're gonna get into this. We're, we're, we're gonna, gonna get into so this. It, is it like an open yeah, world I, thing? Yeah. Is it? I don't know. I, Explore living. It's in Ubisoft, w- so there's about a ninety-eight percent chance it's an open world. <laughs> it is first person though. I don't actually know yeah, what it is. So it'd be I like a Far Cry. I, mean, I don't know much about gaming, I, but there's going to be like new... Well, it could be third person. They do Assassin's Creed. There'd be like new creatures and, and aliens and shit. Yeah, it looks cool. cool. I'm like excited. Like me, I'm new blue flash. people. New I'm, blue I was people. supposed to be the game. Um, so yeah, it, it looks cool. I'm, I'm excited. Um, it would be really funny if it was the, if it was yeah, the next movie. Um, it looks really awesome. Yeah, actually. it looks cool. I'm, I was very shocked and impressed by what I saw on it. Guys, it's, screw it. I'm done with, mo- I'm done with video games. Oh, no, I'm done with movies. Here's the story to this game. I'm going to go screw Linda Hamilton now. Hey, Chris, James? just remember, we're getting a Fast and Furious video Hamilton game anymore. next year. James, are you okay? You are not married to Linda Hamilton. James, what? you're divorced. I can do whatever I want. I have a submarine. Chris, just does remember, a, does we're getting a, a Fast and Furious video game. He has a submarine. This motherfucker's got James a submarine. James is back. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the James we know and love. Oh, my God. Uh, I am pro-Avatar. I've been pro-Avatar. I'm excited. I don't salute okay. that. It, I will see. <laughs> uh, Ubisoft has a has has a sometimes questionable history on stuff like this. They do. So, Gross. uh, their two best known franchises are Assassin's Creed and Fall Far Cry. And let's not forget that that's where they put all their time and effort into. <laughs> really, on these days, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, well, I guess Rabbits too. Rabbit. They're tr- they tried with Watch Dogs. I don't think they yeah, really took well, off. Well, Watch Dogs Legion's really good, but that's. <laughs> A whole nother story. Um, that is actually a video game series I want to see become a movie series because I think it would fit. It'd be oh, way we, better. Do we want to talk about video game series in the movies right now? No. Or in the series right no, now? No, I'm going to move on from that. But I, you want. I, I will say this. Back to the Future did eventually make a game no. that Bob Gale, the writer, did write. No. And it blew? 
Um, <sighs> no, people think think it's okay. Oh, okay. it wasn't a huge hit, and they've never made sequels. It wasn't it. like Home Improvement, Tim Allen fighting dinosaurs, right? No, but it, it also wasn't like Cat in the Hat either. No, it, it has some merits to it. Okay. The, a lot of the original cast comes back, stuff like that. Yeah. I'm gonna get the into Home the, Improvement. I, I'm gonna get into the EU of the series later. Yeah. <laughs> look at me. So the Home uh, Improvement so licensed video game for shit. like what was it? SNES. That had Tim Allen. You've seen Home Improvement, right? Yes. Wait, w- they Who had him fighting dinosaurs with a staple gun. No way. I do remember that, yeah. So that's amazing. It was absurd. It sounds absurd. Oh my god. Um, so so do we want to talk about what Better we watched this show. week? Let's talk about what we watched. Who's going first? Zach's go going first. I'll go first. Go first. So and then take up an I, hour. I unfortunately beyond just like watching Back to the Future only watched a couple things this week. But uh one of them is really good and one of them is very questionable. And talking about villains played by Neil Patrick Harris, I watched Megamind. <laughs> Mega Mega Mind. Mind. I remember that movie. I love uh, that movie. Was it Brad Pitt? No. Yeah. That was Jonah Hill. Yeah. Jonah Both. Hill played the villain. Both. <laughs> no, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt played the guy the who was the hero. Yeah. Superman, Elvis, and then Superman. He, exactly. Yeah. Metro Man. Who yeah, is Metro. now memed into Markiplier. Yeah. Um, he is Markiplier. He is Markiplier. Um, and then Jonah Hill played the redhead who became strong. And then and who Will, played Will, Megamind? Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. Oh. Yeah. Um. I'm very. I, it's way better than I thought it, 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 it is. It's it, a good it's movie. Some, I, I love it. I've come to terms that I really love that movie. So that's um, good. The Welcome. other show that I Overlook watched Gem. is, and I watched all of it, and I'm up to date, and I'm super excited for season three. It's the boys. <laughs> the, the boys. The boys. Now we are not talking boys. about the TBS show about the girl who has five friends that are guys. Yeah, we're talking about that. I'm talking one about the, the fucked guys. up superhero Alex, show. Alex, sorry, I like Alex, that show. Alex, it's called New show. Girl. That's called New Girl. No, uh, well, you know what? It. W- I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. Oh. Shut up! Shut up! Shut oh. up! No, don't you do this with me. I'm not wrong. <laughs> I'm They're not wrong. Both good, but I like the boys more. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got through maybe like ninety, no, eighty percent of New Girl, and I kind of just. I, uh, New yeah. Girl is solid if yeah. you if you. I just never, it. I just never got yeah. around. You just it. if you get to season three, it gets solid if you've got a cold and you don't want to go anywhere. But uh, the boys is way more realistic and laid back. You have to like. You have to be into it, and if you are, it's pretty rewarding. You're talking about the one I'm talking about, right? No, 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 the actual one from TBS. Oh. I forgot a lot of people who were in it. American Flag is a cape. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, no, this is a good show. Okay, so, uh, yeah, uh, Chris, this is a show one day I hope you, you sit down and watch. It's it's kind of nihilistic at times, but it... Kind of? Well, it's super nihilistic, but, 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 but... They drive but, a boat into but, a... But but, but 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 there's some but, there's but, some good but, stuff in it though with the with the main character and his love interest. They drive a boat into a beached whale. That's all yeah. I know. But I like to I like to add my own little lore thing. It's the same beached whale from Surfer. Oh, I right. would love that. <laughs> it's it, all connected. It would make so much sense if this movie was in, if that movie was filmed and set in the same world that w- of the boys. That would make so much fucking sense. It's Hold it's on. it's very nihilistic, but. The main character in his love interest is, is genuinely great. There, there's an abrasive, a real abrasive test to the audience in the pilot. Yes. A real, Hell like, yeah. you have to, you, you're you either into what this show is going to give you, or you are triggered and you can't. Yeah. Um, and that's what I'll say about that show. And I'm not talking about the initial 
first shocking. No, moment. I know, I know what you mean. The first shocking moment is just like wow. if you don't like that, and if you're not cool with that, then sure, I get it. But like, yeah. that's the heart of the show, and that's why I love it. Yeah. But there's another scene in the middle of the show. It's pretty triggering, and if that—that's the real like depth of what that show can do. And if you're not depth? okay with that, deep of its nihilism. The um, yeah. you talking about the deep? Thing? I mean, I—I I think my first. We're like, talking about the nihilism so, specifically. Uh, so, Alex, you and I have seen it, and Chris and Pierre, you haven't seen it, right? I've seen it. You've seen all of it. Yep. So, so uh, you thanks know for asking. What, you know what I'm talking so about in the fir- in the pilot episode, right? That's what I was trying to ask you. Okay. Um, well, when the girl shows up for the, the first day, oh, yeah. you yeah. said there's depth to it, and I said the deep oh, depth, okay, gotcha. the deep. Yeah. Gotcha. Yes. It's been a while since I've yeah. watched. Sorry. I've seen it. Uh, so I, I think honestly, like one of the the most it's eff- like last week, one of the like really effed up things no that like kind of really got me, well, was also like really dope from that first season was the plane scene. Yeah. Also extremely fucked up. Yeah, like super fucked up. Yeah, like, the show's, you know, fucked up. Yeah, well, yeah. In every aspect. The the, so. the ending of that second season. Honestly, it that this show is really easy for people to genuinely get triggered to and yeah. that have serious trauma. Like, sh- sh- probably shouldn't watch the show. Like, well, I mean, if people with those powers, this is what they could do with them. Yeah. So it takes it to that extreme, really yeah. serious, uh, violent stuff. level. Yeah. There's yeah. there's some stuff that um, I already know they're not doing it in season three. Uh, there's some stuff uh, that happens in, in uh, that's that happened in the comics because I really dove deep into the comics after like watching it. That uh, is part of the storyline that will be season three that they're not doing. There's there's some real fucked up shit I read they, about. They could or well, they said they're not. She no, they've outright said they they're could. not doing it. They could or gee, maybe they could. Ah. Uh, you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm I'm really excited for Jensen Ackles as Soldier Boy. It's yes. he uh, love that song. He um <laughs> he really uh, he's been posting a lot of pictures of like him bulking up and like with the beard and everything. I'm like this oh, dude yeah. looks dope, and I'm so excited to see the boys' universes attempt to Captain America, and it's gonna be America. Ah. I've, said yeah. few, I've said this a few times. I know uh, because the boys is a comic. Yeah, there are. Th- it's like um, Attack on Titan or like um, Game of Thrones. There's stuff that I know about from there that's very Red Wedding-ish yeah. that I, the show hasn't gotten to yet. And the day it does, I can't wait for the world to just freak out. It's going to be great. And that's one of the things that I like about taking my time with the show Yeah, uh, is because I, now that I know that stuff, I'm like, oh, well, well you're like three episodes from the end of second season, right? Or yeah. 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 So like and the we third season's not starting for like three weeks, isn't it? I have no idea. I don't what, know. It's coming up soon. What? What did you say? The third season is coming up pretty quick here now. Really? So, real quick, tangent. Alex, uh, Surfer's still not available anywhere. God bless it. I just want <laughs> to see this movie. The summer. It's a summer movie. It is a summer uh, movie. It is, it is to us. It is to us. And surfing uh, and soda. The guy vomits egg. It's amazing. Egg? So, ink. Like octopus ink, and they just starts vomiting like squid ink. uh, It was Peter. Beautiful film. Awesome. (laughs) You will never be the same. Your life will change. There is no. There is no. We've hyped this up too much. (laughs) No. You. We are not. We cannot. We cannot hype this enough. Yeah, I'm, I'm so excited. He filmed the scene with his child at the age of nine, and then finished the movie when he was sixteen. Yeah, you remember so, that. So and he's to watch it. And he's also we can't. We can't. We can't. It's, not, it's not out anywhere. 
So so God bless it. So <laughs> so uh, past the boys. Uh, I watched Loki season one, my first episode of season one. Yeah. We'll gonna, talk about that after. We're gonna well, well briefly. Maybe. We're gonna save that. Save it because I, Chris is not I don't have a day episode. to myself until so maybe, so like, next. Fine, I'm not gonna spoil anything, but I will say the one thing I do want to say on the podcast. Um, on I do, solo dies. It's uh, no. It, I think it's the strongest opening of the three Marvel shows. Just all right. I, I, I think it is definitively the strongest. It's. Very, <laughs> very good. Sorry. It's okay. Um, it's very good. Uh, and I can't wait to see where they go from here. Uh, I really like it, too. Um, I think it's on par with WandaVision. Um, they're, do- they're doing two different things, yeah. but it is, r- it is super good. It is right out the gate very impressive. Um, I feel bad for Winter Soldier. It should have been first. Uh, I feel like it doesn't fit well in between the other two. Yeah. I feel like going from Winter Soldier a to... A grounded, very grounded show. Yeah, very grounded show to WandaVision that has a relatable um, iconography that we all see every day in our homes, but gets weirder over time and then gets more emotional relatable as the, as the real world comes into that show. This... Right off the bat, you're not. There are no normal rules of our world. You are somewhere else, and they throw you into it, and it looks spectacular, and it's very well done, and everyone in it is really great. I have a certain feelings about it um, that I find interesting. Other people voice them too, but at the same time, I am very excited about what this show can do and where it could go with it. Yeah, very excited. I'm just excited to see Tom Hiddleston like lead something in the Marvel universe, like not just be the villain or anything, but genuinely like be the straight lead. And Owen Wilson's great. He is the executive producer. Yeah, which is awesome. he he is the executive producer. A lot he's of the control lead actor. of what he gets to do. Yeah, he he looks like he's having a lot of fun. Uh, it looks. Uh, I'm just excited to see this very her- like I, I'm going to use the term in quotations heroic Loki type thing. Heroki. Heroki. <laughs> You want to go? You guys want to go out and see some Hiroki? Yeah. <laughs> that the new hyperpop? Yeah. <laughs> oh, s- we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm gonna pass. Break. I'm gonna pass the mic to. Whoever. Who's next? Okay, I'll go. Oh, I wanted there to be more silence. Uh, that would have been funny. I'll go. I'll get. I'm, it. I don't have the cricket. cricket I'll get it out of the way. Um, Come on. I watched. Um, <laughs> so I watched uh, Mitchell's vs. the Machines with my father. Ah, uh, oh, dang it! Oh, I gotta get to that. I watched it. It was my second time watching. It was really good. I love that. Um, movie. We took a lot of breaks, talked about a lot of things, but by the end of it, uh, it got him right. And uh, is he okay? No. Yeah. And <laughs> that's how he would say that. I guarantee you. <laughs> um, and uh, it was a lot of fun. We had a good time. Watched a murder mystery with my mom. Um, Who did it? Uh. <laughs> out of was, context. Was it was it, was it, was it t- Colonel Mustard with the with the it arm? It was one of the prostitutes' clients. Damn it! Whoops. One of the madam's clients got. Oh, never to trust them. Him. Can't. So one wasn't Colonel Mustard with the knife in the? I mean, they could have the played lobby. Clue before. He was it the her. dude in Heat? It was who <laughs> killed that prostitute? Oh. <laughs> was it Wayne Grow? Sorry, sex worker. Was it Wayne Grow? It looked like him. I'll tell you that much. Hell yeah. <laughs> 
Any motherfucker that looks I'm like Wingro. I'm the devil. Huh? You don't no. understand what's going on here, girl. I'm you don't the understand devil. what's going on here, girl. Now, now, could you please, before Remember I do, me from tell the me I was good in bed, I would really appreciate it if you retracted that earlier statement. Here's a card. Could you fill that out? Dead. Bah, bah. No, I, I like to strangle. I like to feel it. I'm more personal. I'm better than other killers, I promise. Could you say something on Yelp? Wingro being really whiny. And you're shot dead in the middle yeah. of the movie. Uh, so, um, Towards the end. Sorry. Uh, we, uh, I watched... Um, it's okay. Let it out. I, l- I did not follow through on Gangs of London. I didn't follow through it's on okay. Attack on Titan. I'm still halfway through season three. And, uh, but I am rewatching Bebop again. I'm at the halfway point of that season. Season uh, episode three. Uh, I'm sorry. Episode 14 is next for me. So I'm literally halfway through my rewatch of Bebop. Um, I watched one Space Dandy. Um, I was going to watch two. And uh, the same thing happened. I was like, this is. It's too good. It's what did too you good. What did you like about the undies versus the 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 coats? Well, um, uh, it started going, and I was like, "This is a pretty good episode." And then they started fighting, and um, it was just like, "Oh, you know, politics, race, wars." They did this on Star Trek. Right. The the race that's white on one side, black on the other, but the other race is black on one side and white on the other. Uh, and they've done this before. Uh, and I they've done this on Futurama, and I was like, "Okay, this is." funny and whatever but also i i just kind of liked that dandy and cat were fighting with it too and just kind of going with it yeah uh and it was silly and it was fine and then they get to the ending where they were gonna have a peace treaty and i was like oh this is great they're gonna have a peace treaty cool Uh, and then one throws the rock and it escalates more and i'm like this is escalating quickly Uh and they pick up the rocks and i'm like so the rocks are nukes then they kill each other i was like cool i was shocked i was like cool all right cool they're going to stop fighting or whatever. And then the planet starts to explode again. And I'm like, oh, Danny and a planet exploding. And this time the robot gets out. That's cute. Whatever. And then he's like, not not again. And I went, what uh-huh. did you just say? <laughs> and then by the time I could process that, he's surfing the explosion of the planet. And it's fucking gorgeous. And yeah. I was like, no, I'm not going to the next one. And it says <laughs> to be continued. And it's never said that before on any of them. And I was like, no, I'm not. Fuck you. I've got 20 of these left, too. I now know stuff about. I'm watching you next week, motherfucker. It keeps like there's OK. As I'm watching Bebop, I still love the vibe of Bebop. Yeah. Just that I want to be a member of the Bebop. The very best. So, I, I just feel that narrative. The, I love the noir of it. So, oh, sorry to interrupt. When you just mo- mentioned the to be continued that you never say, I didn't even think about that till like you mentioned it. I never noticed that one. Not yeah, it's another word. They've mentioned that, that something will come of that. And to be honest, the reason they mentioned it is because the show that I used to watch years ago, they got canceled, that pulled that reference, also starts doing it. They yeah. remember when they die, and they remember when they come back. And when it happened here, that's why I noticed it, because I've seen it in another show and won it from other shows. So when he said it, I was like, excuse Use me, and then it got awesome, and I was like, "Great!" And then when it said to be continued, I was like, "Yeah, like Back to the Fucking Future," and also because of Bebop, it says, "See you later, cowboy." 
Like you get used to those things on the yeah. bottom when something else I, happens. I just actually right. take note. That's why I'm not swallowing these up like a motherfucker. You have to take notice of this shit. Yeah. Like now it's all that's running through my head. I'm like, okay, all right. I'm excited. Even if it gets spoiled for me, how are they going to pull this off? Yeah. So I'm very that. Uh, but then I think of other things that have been told about me, but I, the, there is a vibe to bebop that I really, I, I, don't know if I've found that yet. I'm sorry, Alex. In Space Dandy, but I still uh, Space Dandy with each episode. And again, I've only seen six. Is getting better and better. It's reminded me of one of my favorite books, The Things They Carry by Tim O'Brien, a Minnesota man who went to Vietnam and then came back, was a writer, and then wrote a book about his platoon in Vietnam. But the book is of a book of short stories. And the book is nonlinear. Oh and God, some yeah, of the stories are lies. And then he comes back and corrects himself. And then in the scope of things, you get the entire In the book history. he comes back and corrects himself? Or is it... Uh, yeah, oh, absolutely. Okay. He'll okay. Say, uh, uh, he constantly retells the story of the f- only man he ever shot in Vietnam from his perspective, from the man who got shot, from other people's. He didn't kill the guy. He saved the guy. The guy was bad. And then at the end of the book, he goes back to Vietnam with his son to visit the family of the man that he murdered. And whether this is true or not, each story has a truth to it that is resonant. And someone asked him years later about one of those stories, like, did that happen? He's like, fuck no. That's what was happening in my head. And this is the truth of what I felt in a story. That's the point of storytelling. Exactly. And that's what I'm getting out of every anthology. And what I'm getting out of is it's the juiciness of those uh, short stories that I got out of that. There is a whole mosaic picture, I know, and it is unfolding with each one. But yeah. still, on its own, on my own, I will pick up that book, pick any chapter randomly, and just read it. And the reading it opens the world back up yeah. to me again. I, I, yeah, I, I'm excited for you to see more. Obviously, uh, I'm not. I'm not watching anymore. I've decided to stop. <laughs> It's well, you're an good. idiot. Um, I'm gonna go it's binge it again. Good. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it's too good. I uh, sorry. I I am happy that. Yeah, I know you. So just keep it to yourself. I I'm happy. I'm gonna do that when you watch Twin Peaks, Mother Trucker, because I did it to them. There's only. I was gonna way. say. I'm I, I'm it's happy awesome. that it. this is the one I ended up choosing for you after like getting through Twin Peaks, because I had two others I was thinking about. The other the uh the the other two that I was thinking about. Was the the Fate series, which I do hope at some point you go you go to, um, but the other one is Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, which has a really Pete's very up on real. That too. Have you you watched it all, right? Yeah, that is a you go on a journey with that one. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good, Alex. Like once you're through like Attack on Titan and Space Dandy and all that, like take your time, go through Full Metal Alchemist. I think it's actually better to binge it. Truthfully, I've gone to turns. Um, it's 64 episodes, and I've I was recently the other day I was thinking about like how do you break that down to like a movie, and, and I think I figured you out. Don't. No, you can, and I, and I know how you do it. You watch the first 20 episodes, and you you got like all the useless crap that doesn't matter, and then the next 27 you do another movie, and then the last major arc of uh, Promise Day stuff is all one thing. 
It's all kind of. That's all one movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm figuring out episodes just by. Looking I don't know. At it. No, no, that's know. it. Because listen, they all have their own like conclusive like <laughs> they end at points where it would feel natural for a movie. Stop spoiling things with your laugh. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, Alex. I'm only going to say with today's standee. There's only one episode I'm looking forward to you seeing. Oh, I, I know which one. Mm-hmm. I've already told Zach which one it they is. They have yeah. all said separate things. All of you have said I can't. There's wait. only well, one. Said, no, Alex. There's only one. Okay, so, maybe two, but the, like so, there's only so, two I so, want you to really see. So Chris, Chris, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So this is I'm I'm gonna use the anecdote of what Ian Sinclair has always said at cons is that people's favorite episode of Space Dandy says a lot about the person. <laughs> You've told me that. Yeah. yeah, and and so everyone finds one usually that they just fall in love with for for one reason or another or. You know, either it's a story reason, or they love the concept, or they love the design, or they love the still music. Still number one for me. Still, still yeah, pilot yeah, yeah. episode so, for me so, so far. Uh, and he always wants to hear what everyone's favorite episode is, because it really tells him, gives him an idea of what kind of person you are. I um, have a real strong connection to the concept of a character dying and coming back, yeah. and especially remembering it. So this episode and that ending, have having that connection to that first episode, yeah. again, makes that pilot episode even stronger for me. Yeah. And I know that there's so many other episodes with better moments and stronger things to them, but that pilot spoke to that very personal uh, approach um, for you. A war next door show from USA. Yeah, it had the concept and it did it well. And I and I wondered why an, uh, another show never ever did it again. So um, St- Dandy doing it yeah. with comedy uh, is what I'm the most happy about because they added a comedy element to the war next door. But I, this is a full fledged. I comedy. really want you to like go to a con one day and just like sit down and talk to Ian Sinclair because I'm feel, over here, Chris. I feel like you would really <laughs> like him. <laughs> He's just—he's just a big old nerd. He, he's staying, talking about all kinds they, of stuff. Uh, I, ever, I have tempted myself by going to YouTube to watch and, and going uh, uh, space dandy analysis. Oh and God! I see all don't these do videos it! And I'm like, don't I do wait, it, man. I want to do it so bad. Don't there's, do it. There's one. Not there's yet. not there's yet. So much. Of course not. Of there's course so not. Especially much. after watching. Six. There's so <laughs> many spoilery things. There's I'm one. I'm sitting next to one right now. Yeah. There's <laughs> there's one group. Or, or one account on, on YouTube that's really good, they just go through episode to episode, so they don't spoil anything in the future. They'll just talk about things that they, you know, all the episodes leading to the one that they're watching, and then they, like, talk about it, talk about theories. So that I would recommend them, actually. They've been pr- pretty cool. I watched them a couple times, and they never spoiled anything in the future. Um, but, yeah, I... After I watched the whole series, then I watched, like, some video... Like, f- like series essays and stuff like that? No, I watched a con video a video oh, of Zane Sinclair talking was like it the one with just him answering questions uh, like fan questions all day long well before I ever get to anything like that I have to watch the dubs yeah that's true yeah I'm still watching subs. but yeah. yeah don't don't watch that shit because it's just real people and real, real people are wild cards so I watched this after I watched the show and they were like so what's your what what episode do you like without spoiling anything and you'd be like oh episode 5 because you know the wackiness of this and doesn't really spoil anything and then some fucking jackass came out and said something about the last episode and he's like oh my god really like some people here haven't watched the whole thing was that was that the like hour long like q and a he did or wow, it was a, it was sucks. clearly it was a q and a it was at a con i don't know yeah. what else about it damn yeah and he was good for him uh, he was like yeah, why why would you say that? That's awful. <laughs> but like good for him. Damn. And I was like, I'm glad I watched this after I watched the whole show because I mean, that I was I like it was at that point it was like, yeah, Darth Vader, you know, like his father. 
It's like what? Yeah, I get the I get the idea. I haven't watched like the other movies yet at all. I I can see where the other guy's coming from. It's a con about space dandy, but like the whole point of conventions is that you could walk into any room, you could be there with anybody and get a ticket into something and just see this and be like, I liked that. The Q and A. I'm gonna watch that show now. So like, yeah, yeah that's you don't do that. No. I agree. That sucks. It's, it's pretty, I like yeah. it. Yeah. Clear for it. Yeah. But again, I'm enjoying. The very fact that I know everyone loves the dubs and I, I'm just enjoying the subs. What what I'm really trying to do by rewatching episodes more and more is the visuals of it. And like Definitely. just watching it again after yeah. staying, staying away from it for so long, watching it, I was like, these credits are awesome. Yeah. Just everything happening in the behind the scenes of these credits are so every right. frame is so exactly. especially and I'll get to this in a second. They're at the intros and outros are actually entertaining. The songs are great, but yeah. I, I I've been interested in, in art lately, and looking I, I at interesting art. I can't remember the Japanese. Oh, I meant like the actual Japanese song they do, like once you hit like episode one. I don't know, that's racist. Uh, but still, I I do enjoy it. So it's really good. I I I agree with you. I I really love the opening and the ending on that show, uh, the Japanese one. Um, I um. I've also, Alex, been very careful not to tell you anything about season two for various reasons. Unless one of those episodes you've already mentioned. None of the episodes I've mentioned have been from season two. Two. No. What? You've only mentioned two. Yeah, and they're both from season one. Okay. They better be. They better be. Here, I have not said anything about season two, have I? I, I don't know. I don't want you yeah, to. I, have I don't want to clarify. I have not said Peter there. I have not said anything about season two. Yet. Sexy and we'll keep it that way. Yeah. Well, that uh, that's my intention. So Alex, Peter's jelly. I have never said anything. You said you enjoy s- uh, y- your favorite episodes are in season two. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. When uh, I'm just kidding. But I will be honest. Yes, when he, it felt like a very good episode. I was enjoying it. I liked it a lot. And yeah. and the thing is, on Hulu, they show a picture of it and they give you the plot synopsis. I hate that. And it was like it, it talked that. about what it was. And it was like undies and vests and stuff. I'm like, this can't be that that crazy. This seems like just sort <laughs> of. Like, don't like don't well, say that. Honest, Alex, but to be honest, well, it blow your mind. It's the same thing as the Star Trek episode. It, it's in the a Futurama simple one. story, but big it, things it happen. It still I looks guess. beautiful. Yeah. There's still yeah. some solid jokes in it. Right. I really did like a lot of elements to it. A lot of the fighting. There's a great synth song in it before yeah. that surf scene even happens. Great soundtrack song to it. I was like, yeah, this episode is solid. Not all of them can be amazing. And then he says that. And I was like, are are, are Am I just my head like a dog? And then the beauty of that ending yeah. of him surfing, and I was like, the surfing! Oh my god! Holy shit! And I was like, oh my god! And it was so beautiful. I was like, I don't fucking care. This is amazing. I'm gonna think about this for another week. Yeah, I'm not I'm, watching another one. I am. And I saw it to be to continue. I, I am. Like, oh, I, great. I I will say this, Alex, because you're taking your time on it. You actually get to experience it quite a bit, like how I got to experience it, which I, I watch it week to week in dub, um, as it was released. So you're you're kind of getting that treat where you watch it one or two. Sometimes they play two, sometimes they play one. Um, but you're kind of getting that max. Like I have to think about this for a whole week before watching more of it. Yeah, I had a really busy week, and I caught it right before, uh, right when I woke up in the middle of the night last night. I woke up and I was like, I got time to maybe watch like a episode. couple of things. So I put on a couple other things, what I'm going to talk about next. And then um, I was like, I have enough for a dandy and to eat. 
So I ate, and then I was like, I can't fall asleep right after I eat. Uh, so I'm just gonna sit and watch this. Danny. How come? Because I, uh, I get distracted. Oh, okay. I I stand when I eat. Do you, and I do you, do you have do you, do you have okay. do you have weird cheese dreams? No. Oh, okay. What? I don't I don't remember my dreams. Cheese dreams? Yeah. So when you eat cheese right before bed, and then you have weird nightmares and shit. If you eat any like if you a, eat like anything an old wives fried tale? or yeah. bad for you before you go to bed, you're usually gonna have bad dreams. But I don't remember my dreams That's because I get high all the time. Smart man. Yeah, when when they get yeah. High. I'm serious. The, the when marijuana I stopped, when I stopped for six weeks. Yeah, yeah, for six months. I Can yeah. Fuck your up I remembered yeah. a couple of things. Yeah, the only dreams, dreams I've ever remembered when I was uh, sober. No, stoned ha- are like three very particular, specific ones, and ne- not other ones. My whole family has uh, night terrors in our blood, but I'm the only one that does not. I don't talk <laughs> in my sleep. I don't do anything. Uh, I just sleep like a rock and then wake up. It's crazy. What so what else did you watch? <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, let's see. Um, uh, I, I'm going to say uh, last week I didn't mention this. I watched uh, a French film by a guy named Jacques Tati, uh, named Mr. Hulot's uh, Holiday. Um, it's really good. It's basically a Mr. Bean, Charlie Chaplin uh, pantomime Oh, film. yeah, you were talking about this. Off well, off, off Donkey, air. video game Donkey, for some reason out of the blue, made a movie review about one of the sequels to Mr. Hulo, uh, Mr. Hulo's Holiday called Playtime, which looks amazing. I want to get to it, but I want to watch the other ones first. And it was such a good uh, analytical video, and I was like, of course, his video game analysis are actually pretty solid. And I was like, did this guy, What? What? where did he go to school? I was just shocked that Video Game Donkey had actually made a solid five-minute analysis of a foreign French film from the 60s that he claims to have seen multiple times and had to have for the argument that he makes in it, and now I really want to see the rest of these films. How weird is that? And I'm going to bring this up later. So many things throughout this week are just, like, happening. I feel like I'm seeing the fabric of the universe and I just like uh, yes, exactly. Alex and I were talking about it off air it's too. It's so weird. Like, You're how could alone. I watch that film? And be like, oh, I'm maybe. And I d- there was no reason why I watched it. I was just like, Dad, let's watch this movie. And then the next week, it pops into my feed from a video game. Thank you. Oh, the light flickered. Thank you, light flickered. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> Holy shit! Holy shit! It flickered again. What the? F- <laughs> That is amazing. These guys are Your house all, is alive. These guys are all fucking shocked right now. Your house is alive, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, my God. Power of Price Capels. Thank you, Ghost. Thank you, Ghost. You're the best hype man I ever had. The power so, of Price Capels. <laughs> uh, and so I really want to watch Playtime. We're not really doing the podcast here ever again. <laughs> I, that was, I, have two, I have two lights in my room. They blink every now and then. The TV shuts off every now and then. This is okay it's with this. It's bad wiring. So, so, so how do you like oh sleep after watching like Twin Peaks or shit like that happening? This is what Brian does when he doesn't manifest. I uh, I, 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 I'm I, sorry, Brian. I killed you. I Deal ta- with it. Dude, the ghost is a roommate, man. You just have to have good terms with your roommates, man. Whenever I'm watching something and the lights <laughs> flicker, I assume it's a reaction to what I'm watching. I assume that. I talk to like it's cool, man. That's why I back me up. At least I hope so. Ghost, you're my man. When November comes around, please don't give Brian a hard time. 
What up? Anyway. Watch it flicker now. <laughs> it won't, because you said that. I'm dead serious. There are a lot of things. My mom My mom said that there was an account of Deja Vu with me. There's a lot of things. Peter's gone through a couple things. Um, but the biggest one, and I'm going to bring this up when we talk about the movie tonight, but uh, I'll say it now. We r- roulette wheeled Back to the Future, correct? Yep. Today, today is the second week on mm-hmm. Sunday, right? Yep. Of the three weeks it would take to watch those movies. Yes. <clears throat> Wednesday, dead center of the three weeks mm-hmm. was Marty McFly and Michael J. Fox's birthday. It was also the debut of the time travel show, Loki. Chris is getting up. He is he's entangled in wires. You're probably going to get cut off here because of his, this is up. Oh, oh, he's. And, oh, Ooh. see. You ooh, okay see? there, Chris? Woo, let him get it. He's, he's walking, walking away. He's going to go outside. And he's freaking out. He is freaking out. Chris, you okay? Chris, Pretty Chris, fucking no, crazy, no, right? yeah. Chris, Chris, there's a freaking fireman behind you. Oh, my gosh. Or a woodsman, whatever it's called. A woodsman. A <laughs> a woodsman. I was like, a fireman. Is there no, a fire? 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 No, 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 oh, the fire, well, the fireman was a good. giant. The fireman was a good guy. The fireman was a good guy. Oh, I got the Doritos. All right. Chris, got the loud chips Chris, I just want to confirm. Chris, did a frog... Lizard g- bug thing go in your mouth. He does not know what that means. But I know he doesn't know what that means. But I just want to confirm. Chris, nothing went in your mouth. And you're not prepubescent girl from the 50s, Isn't right? Isn't that fucking crazy? Yeah, that's crazy. Isn't Dude, that the fucking wheels are crazy? Alive, man. You know what also happened? There was a solar eclipse. Was there? I didn't know. This week? I'm talking about this week. It's seems not. <laughs> seems weird. Yeah, it, this isn't even movie related anymore. Like I've had many occurrences just in this just in this last week that have made made me reevaluate my spirituality <laughs> and honest to God what I believe in. Pun intended. Because there's just weird shit, weird occurrences all fucking week. I don't. And I'm not alone. Clearly, it's. Crazy. Have you guys had shit happen? No. I haven't. So noticed. it's just Alex and me and several his parents. Several times. Several times. It's happened several times. I have definitely had like weeks. We where, all had like, this Back to the Future thing. I was gonna say I I've had other weeks where we've done recordings or something where something like that has happened. This seems very specifically yeah. crazy for the wheel. No, like yes. the wheel does no. crazy stuff, but like this is real. This is cr- that's <laughs> crazy to land on that day. That is that we're, we're, we hit Back to the Future too, and Loki come out. No, Marty McFly also, also and Michael, Michael J. J. Fox's Fox birthday. Dead center of Wednesday, of the three weeks, and Loki. Loki's the cherry on top of yeah. the time travel show. Yeah, that's insane. It is Wednesday, my dudes. Can, it is can Wednesday, I? Can my I? Dudes. Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I? Ah! <laughs> Not fine. So, um. This would be the thing that I got into it. Um, there, uh, I wanted to pick certain actors to talk about with these movies because uh, there's a lot about them that they bring to the table that make them so amazing. And you want to talk about Tom Wilson this week? Do you want to spoil things some more? Yes. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, <laughs> God. Uh, so this I th- is why I kept them in the closet for so long. <laughs> this is why I kept them in the closet for so long. And I definitely haunted your closet. closet. Um, You're gonna start cheering stuff. You're stuck in the closet. You know what? It's it just it took us a while to get him out to. I showed you guys out. Tom Wilson stuff before we did this. Whatever. That's why I don't <laughs> care. So uh, <laughs> the guy who plays Biff is Tom F. Wilson. He is, in my opinion, the MVP of this movie in yeah. particular. Uh, in 
effort to do research to see what he was doing in the conventions, I found that he was playing this question song, a song about questions he gets constantly asked about Back to the Future. He's been doing it since the 90s. I looked into his work, and he has been doing stand-up for years. He's been in Sits shows. Down too. He does voice work. He writes songs. He paints paintings. He makes YouTube videos. He had a podcast for years. He does movies. Uh, and he's a father. His son, his daughter, his daughters are in music. Uh, his son is a Chocolate. professional baseball player. He is a constant joy, a positive energy. When they do the conventions, he is like Robin Williams, but just like dialed to maybe eight. It's insane. He's incredibly funny, incredibly generous of his co-stars. Like my, the first time I started watching it with my dad, my dad does this amazing thing where he tries to read people, but he makes his first theory is usually the way it is an assumption, as I like to call him. Uh, so he's watching it and he's like, he's, everyone else is just thinking he's talking too much. And I'm like, no, dad, you need to keep watching. And as you keep watching every single convention video is him like Christopher Lloyd. Watch his performance. Leah Thompson. She's amazing. Michael J. Fox. You need to applaud this man. Clap louder. All he does is give people more spotlight. It's insane. He became this week my my just go-to place for joy. When I was frustrated, I watched one of his vlogs. And his YouTube vlogs, I watched all of them. They're amazing. He's got a puppet in there. His family's in there. His paintings are in there. He shows behind the scenes of sets, his jobs. The very last video was six months ago. He was in the middle of the quarantine. And it's sad. And he's talking about how he doesn't have a lot of jobs, how uh, he had to quit stand-up because people are getting drunk and fighting him and the cops keep calling on it, get, getting called oh on him. Oh, my God. Because he doesn't do the podcast anymore. I'm hoping more vlogs will come because he's making stuff. But it was a very sort of down Aww. moment. And I was like, dude, I fucking love this guy. He is amazing. And as I've gone back to watch the movies, I've really appreciated what he's brought to the table, particularly his scene with himself in the car. Um so that I've watched a lot of I watched all of his YouTube videos. I watched a lot of convention stuff with him, and um, I'm gonna get into Crispin Glover and Leah Thompson when we work into the movie because they are a little bit more intricate in the film. But I watched. I suggest people search out his YouTube videos if you just want like wholesome, nice, family, creative stuff. He does choke a guy out, so I don't know if it's family. <laughs> uh, he deserved it. He lied about the puppetry. He did. He lied and about he, his and he was genuinely worried in that video. But he's a boomer too. That's the great thing. So he'll he's do a boomer. He, he'll do well. He's old. He's a boomer. So he'll do things he so that good. go a little too far. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. He comes out of a screening of Akira, and he's like, um, "I didn't like it," and he was being kind of nice about it. And then when he gets further away from the theater, he's like, "Oh, that was one of the worst things I've ever seen." It was such a dad way <laughs> to respond to this movie that I was like. I love you, man. Uh, I love you. Tom I was great. Like, of course, he's going to be a little off sometimes. He's just an older man. Yeah. Uh, genuinely loved this stuff. I could I'm not. It was potato chip stuff. So just loved it. Loved so, so usually when I watch celebrities vlogs and stuff like that, uh, the three, the the two that I have been watching as of late were Jack Black's. And, great. And I love great. watching Jack Black stuff. And then Brie Larson. Hers have been pretty great. Genuinely too. fun. I love yeah. Katie Sackhoff. She's great. Katie Sackhoff. Has a really good one too, but um, the one that I've really been loving as of late has been um, this voice actress who plays Aerith in Final Fantasy VII, and she's she uh, she's been doing vlogs, but she also is doing a playthrough of Final Fantasy VII, and it's always so funny because every time her character comes on screen, she just starts bawling her eyes out and tells like stories from the production and everything, just like 
oh, I was totally sick that day. And then she's like gushing about like the lead actor and everything. And she start crying. I'm like, I love watching this because you're, you're just like so emotionally charged watching this. <laughs> but it's so fun because you're having a great time doing it, too. But I have particularly loved Brie Larson's stuff. I, I'm going to get into the story about Tom Wilson and his convention history, which is also if you watch his YouTube videos, you watch from what the moment where he's like, I've never been to convention. I don't know what these are like to what he does now, which is basically become the star of when they do the Back to the Future questions. And he goes to them very consistently since until the quarantine happened. Um, and I'll get into that. I'm going to get into all the EU and I'm going to get into the legacy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to get into Christopher Lloyd and Michael J. Fox next week because uh, that's the more prominent uh, yeah. Christopher Lloyd movie. It's also more prominent about their relationship. And then I'll also get into Fox's Parkinson and post-career. Uh, that's pretty much what I watched. Tom Wilson, highly, highly recommended stuff. And we finished the the hyperpop thing. Oh, my, I was going to leave that to you. Well, you can do it. You do it. Uh. So oh, we talked about we'll this last week. Yeah. Okay, so we talked about this last we week. We talked about this. Are we doing it together? We, uh, uh, er, er, we talked about, about this, this last, last week, week and, and we watched, watched episode, episode three. Th- three last week, four for this week. week. And we're done, right and you take that. over? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so. Um, did we it finally flicker again? No, it, it constantly is going to a screensaver. Oh. Um, uh, we watched episode four of the documentary we talked about last week about uh, Hyperpop, and um, they they start out pretty strong, talking about uh, how it's a young genre and is also involves heavily in the internet. So th- there are easy, easy paths for people to take advantage of underage people and, and to take advantage of working with them and those relationships. Right. I really loved that. Um, very few talking heads around that time, so maybe kind of worried. Uh, and then, and then um, <laughs> the second part was about <laughs> Chris. It's really true. Uh, too. It and weird. then the second part was about um, the people who are in this documentary who were there for the birth of this genre before it became extremely popular and involved in the mainstream being okay with the fact that they are being left out of the discussion and the history and the conversation of this genre as it becomes more popular and mainstream. Uh, They described it as when you talk about, let's say, uh, grunge, for example, you're going to talk about Pearl Jam and you're going to talk about Nirvana and you're going to talk about uh, Alice in Chains. But there's so many bands that you're not going to talk about who were there for the birth of it and that get lost in the wayside. And I, it just – yes, that's what genres do. That's what happens in music. That's the way it is. And they're like, we have to deal with that. And w- some of us are okay with it and some of us aren't. And we wonder how we deal with it. And uh, <laughs> there's a mini adventure going on on how to put the chips away. Not t- – Really, really, come on! Just it's going to make more noise. He just doesn't know how to. Now it's worse. I'll demonstrate. I'll demonstrate how to do it. I can't speak, but I'll demonstrate. Don't speak when you're rolling up the chip bag. You better do that real fast, cause I'm telling a story about 
a hop a pop documentary baby when you take that bag when you're done you better give it to chris son and that's oh, how you build a car do it himself now what are you doing are you putting he's, chips in your he's pants putting his dick in the oh my bag. god oh my god oh, oh he's my peeing god. in it oh now it's pee flavor chris great pantomime really appreciated that you should you get into it, it more. You did actually technically put your crotch against that chip. Those are yours now. <laughs> <laughs> How could this happen to me? <laughs> I've made my mistake. <laughs> Nowhere no, to follow run. the wires. To follow the wires. Life I'm goes I'm on. Kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Do not die. Do not no, die. No, oh, shit. No. Oh, okay, oh, gosh. All right. all right. Okay. He's good. I he's going to laugh by for, himself. For the listeners Why out there. Why did this happen? Anyway. <laughs> This is my, as Chris laughs on the floor like an idiot to, to that, which, by the way, I did. We're find not even lying about this. I, fa- I found the pantomime very funny, Chris, and I was joking. We're all still going to eat the chips out of that bag, of course. Uh, he's laughing on the floor. Folks. I'm not key. So this documentary is oh, basically now he's grinding. Oh, everyone who's wondering about this hyperpop documentary. Uh, it's basically just the decline of Western civilization yep. where everyone involved is like, you know what? We're basically pumped. And we're wondering why we weren't mentioned, and we asked you about that, and you gave us a, co- a chance to come up here and say we're punk. You're the fucking decline of Western civilization. That's literally what that is. Yeah. It's a documentary set in the punk music about people who are both over and believing that the movement of punk is beginning. That It was insane to watch that. Because the the filmmaker deserved to make that movie yep. and stumble into it as a good storyteller, but the people that he talked to did not deserve to force that on him, and then just sort of stupidly realize they did that to themselves. Yeah. Uh, but I do, I recommend this guy's page. We don't know what it is because we just remembered to watch it right before tonight. Yeah. Uh, but it's about hyper pop. It's a four Noah piece. Simon. Noah Simon. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, two first names. <laughs> and so I just wanted to get that out while Chris laughed it off. He's still, you still okay there, just Chris? dealing with the fact that he just wiped Chris, his crotch all out? over that bag of chips. Did you, did you, did you black out like Peter did two weeks ago? You're a terrible <laughs> host. You're a t- I just imagine going to Chris's house and he's like, hey guys, would you like some chips? Rub on crotch. I'm gonna shove my dick in it. There you go. I used to live in a fry house. <laughs> <laughs> you want my dickeritos? That is, <laughs> a, that is a genuine fret house phrase. It yeah. is genuine. Dickeritos? Exa- I, don't I think feel you like I was there. I feel like I was there. I have a way this week. I've had a really weird week. That's absolutely <laughs> what they would say. Holy. Chris, did you black out? Oh, that was amazing. Chris, did you black out? <laughs> no, I didn't black out. Chris, okay, that was good. great. Um, I, I have a much stronger mental fortitude. <laughs> he has a much stronger mental fortitude. Did Peter? <laughs> oh, God. Well, if you can find words like that to say in this so, moment, So, Chris, you are, you, are you saying that you're, you're, it you're Peter? It takes a strong man, baby. <laughs> I will kiss away the you pain. <laughs> I am in tears right now. I will rub that chips on my crotch. You will take my chips away. My chips away. Just fo- yeah, my fold it prop. We'll still eat them. I don't care. You think I had any Dickeritos before? I've had plenty of Dickeritos in my life. <laughs> 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 it did it again. There Oops, you go. I <laughs> did it again. I made you laugh with my Dickeritos. I did it again. Alex, let him get up and breathe. I can't. 
This is how we murder Chris. With laughter. <laughs> Slaughter is the best medicine. What would have been funny is if like you didn't actually get these for the podcast. So the <laughs> oh, do you I think I, I'm key, I'm key, oh that would have been great. Yeah, that would have been amazing. I would have allowed you because of your response to the Marty McFly thing. Marty! It's Sharky. Marty! Yeah, you do you do way better, hey, Doc. Hey. Marty! Hey, Morty. What, Doc? Morty. What? Quick adventure. In the Doc, night. In the what? Night. What's wrong, Doc? Oh, you can't do it. Do what, Doc? It's about your kids. My kids? You can't oh, do geez. your kids. Doc, I'm in high school. Oh, jeez. That's right. Oh, jeez. You've oh, my puberty, God. haven't you? Well, are you saying that I'm going to... You're going to put it in anything. I'm going to I'm gonna be a puberty. In high school? Alex, I'm going to have to drop out? I think you're about to murder Chris. Doc, are you saying that I'm a teen dad? Chris, is that what Chris, this movie Chris. is, Doc? You're going to be on the TV, Marty. You're going to be on the TV. Five seasons. No, no, he wouldn't say MTV. He'd say you're on a show about. No, MTV existed in 1985. Didn't it? Yes. Oh, okay. Thank you. It's at a time where they don't play music videos anymore. Marty. What, Doc? What? I just told you. Aren't you excited? No. Oh. I want to get through high school, Doc. Oh, I can calm down then. I want to get through high school. Oh man. Marty, you know that chicken in you know that chicken in uh, Rocky? That's you. <laughs> You're hard to catch, yeah, Marty. Just, just remember. <laughs> just remember. What? Szechuan sauce. McDonald's Szechuan sauce. Uh, that's Rick and Morty. Don't yeah, well, also Rick and Morty. Cowboy Bebop. Don't leave me in the fridge. Hey everybody, I'm I'm not dead despite Alex's best efforts. Woo! I think I now know how how <laughs> Brian. I think I now know how. <laughs> I think I now how, know. I now I know having. I. <laughs> 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 was it my Will Smith woo? Was it my Will Smith woo? <laughs> Chris, calm down. Oh my God! Chris, wake up. <laughs> what was that English? <laughs> what the fuck was that? I Do you ever have a dream that that when you when you when when never happened to you? <laughs> oh my God! It's the thing. You you want you want to do you so much you could do anything? Yay! Get it out, let it out, Chris. Like the kid. Breathe, breathe, breathe. Woo! I forgot what I was Breathe, breathe, breathe. I forgot what I was even talking about. So Chris, you're telling me you blacked out. No, I did not black out. Are you sure? You you were responding to the Marty McFly thing as I talked about the documentary. And that Something means it's happens. it's Peter's turn to talk about what he is watched. It? it is. What yeah. time is it, guys? I don't uh, know. Uh, it's it's ten o'clock. Uh, I'll, I'll s I can skip. I can skip because we got this whole movie to review here. No, we go. don't have to watch the whole movie as we do it. Go. We're not, yeah. Go. He's so out. He's like on another fucking Peter, go. Right now. Go, just go, Peter. Just go. If you if you wanna if you wanna do the spark notes version, I'm it's sure amazing. that no one would complain. Oh. That was amazing. <laughs> okay, okay. Started okay. from your great joke, buddy. Jesus <laughs> Christ. 
we need to play this back one more time. Your your sexual based food food prop humor is classic. Can't be can't be beat. You mean Dick Arena? That was his turn of phrase. It was his actual prop comedy. That was amazing. Life goes on. All right, Peter, what'd you watch? Peter, what, the, what in the fuck did you watch? <laughs> did he just say the F word? He says it. Hold on. What am, what am I holding on to? This I'm not holding on to the sharp <laughs> thing. <laughs> don't make me do it. I don't know if I've already broken this, but um, I've decided I'm going to partake, partake in my own game of life. Every time I swear, I have to do 10 push-ups. Oh my! Uh, d- wait, in the moment. Oh, hey, dude, good. He's yeah. doing it in the moment. Hey, He's doing it right get, now. You, you don't have to stronger. take your clothes off if it's you how want. How you get stronger, man? One, Chris? two, three, four, five, six. Seven. He's dealing with eight, a lot of spa- nine, very small space ten. here. So he's, he's good man. Got out pretty quickly. You need to work on your form a little bit more. Or well, you, no, yeah. he, had, he didn't have a lot of or, he's, he's just, he's just Or he didn't let me finish. Or he has a I bubble. I can't go lower than that. You no, know. no, no, you're fine. You just need to put your butt down a little bit. I can't bit. go lower than that, Peter. No, I, th- I mean, <laughs> where is he going to put that thing? Uh, you just got to straighten your butt down, Chris. No, no, I don't. No, what I'm saying is, I think you just got to. Great ass. And you got a great ass. Marty, Marty. And you got your head all the way up it. <laughs> Marty. Gotta love heat. What, Doc? What? Your head's all the way up it. My ass? Oh, Lord. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm going to be honest. I don't think I'm going to make it to this night. Okay. So, so, Peter, what did you, you want? No, Chris, you have to tell us what you thought about the movie. <laughs> I know, but, like, Peter, you got to tell us what you watched. <laughs> all right, fine. Give him a second. Right. One. Okay, so... I what finished. Is it? <laughs> it's how could this? How could this happen to how me? How could this happen? Not why did this? Uh, why did this happen to me? It's how could this happen? Oh, I'm burping now. <laughs> Peter, you better hurry up before I I'm explode. going, man. You keep telling me to go, I'll go. <coughs> but I won't. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I, I, uh, I finished the latest episode of Adventure Time: Distant Lands, uh, the together again one with Finn and Jake. Uh huh. So it's been, I don't even know, has it, I think it might have been four weeks, because Celery was over, we watched half of it, and that's been a while. So it's been a long time since I, uh, just, it's just one episode, it's like 50 minutes, and for some reason I just never got around to it, except uh, this week I was like, alright, I got, not get this over with, but, you know, in a, in a way, because it, it involves, like I said before, some of my favorite cartoon characters of all time, together again, in the literal sense, uh-huh. after you know years of this show being uh, not off air, but just no 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 new episodes, uh. so uh, it's what I expected. I don't. Th- it's it's hard to dis- to s- describe it because it it wasn't what I expected, and that's not what was bad. There's nothing bad from it. It was just uh, it's just sad. You know, it's it. What I expected was to be punched in the heart, and I was punched in the heart. I pulled all the strings. It was like a, it was like a harp. Do you have I a harp, see. harp uh, sound? No, sound I do not. You don't have a harp sound? Nope. Can, you, can you do your best to replicate one? You just did it. No, you do it, though. You want me to do it? Yeah. Okay, okay, thank you. Um, yeah, all, all around really, really sweet episode. And it pulled a space dandy, and it was not like to be continued, but it was like Finn and Jake will be together again at oh. the end of the episode. And I was like, what? 
what kind of thing. Just let and them have sex. Yeah. I mean, they're... Br- not only are they step bros, but they are not even the same species. So <laughs> uh, what kind of kink that is, bestiality and Why also... Why can't Finn be into bestiality? Because he's a human and that's wrong. You know what? I... I, re- I redact that because these animals are sentient. They have cognitive thought. So I don't know where you draw the line in this. Computer, redact the statement. Yeah, we'll cut this part out. We'll the computer will. We'll, we'll cut this part out. Okay. But cool. that's like a 50-50 chance. I don't know if it'll actually do it. Those are the best odds I've had in years. <laughs> Interstellar. <coughs> yeah. It's love, Tars. Uh, that's what love, that, Tars. You know what? That's what that episode was. It's love, Tars. It transcends time and space. It's the... C- it really was. It was that. It was that. Like halfway through, it was Love Tars. Um, highly recommend it. There's a fourth one coming out, and I don't know when it's coming out. No one said anything about it, but I'm super excited. Uh, allegedly, it's something to do with Ice King, and that'd be fun. But yeah, I I, I ripped the bandaid off and mm-hmm. I watched it. Um, other than that, I watched a lot of Bebop. Let me find it without. I want to get to the exact. I'm on episode 20. I haven't watched episode 20. Uh, it's the one that that's um, okay, three, that is two, up next. One, let's jam. Uh, so I got to everyone. You've seen you've seen Bebop. Bebop? Uh, very few and far Because I just don't want to like. I just don't want to spoil. Don't just go for it. Okay. So there. I've seen essays. I Alex is out of the room right now, so I don't remember the exact episode. But there was the one with the church, and w- was we watched it together, and with Vicious in it. Um, I don't know what episode that was. Episode four or five. I don't. I haven't gotten to anything uh, like to that style of animation, like the story I've gotten to it. But cr- Chris, y- are you? Uh, you feel it coming? I can feel a little bit. Uh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know you. Had I, d- I didn't have to mention it, but I I'm, uh, I have to puff my inhaler. <laughs> like my what? airways are tight. I just saw something where they had to puff an inhaler. What was that from? Oh my god, this is gonna bug me. Brett. Oh my god, I forgot about this movie. Holy shit! Brett. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about Bebop. I'm gonna talk. Ab- I will talk about Bebop. I'm gonna talk about Guns of Kimbo. Oh my god, Guns of Kimbo is amazing. Uh, there. Uh, that's what the inhaler was. If it, Chris, if it weren't for you having asthma, <laughs> I would have no. I I know what to call it, asthma. <laughs> I would have never been able to talk about this movie because I completely forgot about it. So thank you for having asthma. Um, I had asthma. Fortunately, I grew out of it. Um, I hope you can do the same. Fortunately. Yeah. Why is that unfortunate? Unfortunately, I grew out of it because I can't bond with Chris. We have, we have no other things in common. <laughs> oh, my. Um, I don't know where to start. To sum it up, the movie was should have been two and a half hours or yeah. fucking three hours, and it was an hour and a half. Yeah. A tight the best ones are always that short. Yep. Hour and a half. That's what she said. That's what she said. Thank you, Michael. I didn't have the button ready on me. I was okay. about to press it. Like, the no, not the button. I, can't, I shouldn't have said that. Uh, I love it that. Just, they, they had really, really nice plot points and characters, but when you have so many of those in an hour and a half movie that was clearly shot to be way longer than that, those moments are not going to hit 
how they would if the movie was longer. And that's the biggest problem with that movie. You get like, I'm the father. Uh, Literally, you get a fucking Darth Vader moment and you feel nothing. You're like, okay, you're in a car and you're like, I don't care. Move on with the rest of the movie. But when that's a huge plot point, it actually should matter. And you think about it, I'm like, yeah, that really should matter. But I don't feel like it matters. And I feel like I'm just wasting my time. So it it felt like I was watching a Nerve sequel. I don't know if you ever watched Nerve. It, I, I don't know how to explain it. It's like... It oh, 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 <laughs> oh, oh. It had Machine Gun Kelly in it. And it had... Uh, fuck, it had... Uh, Emma Roberts? Yeah, the Franco brother in there. Dave Franco? Nerve. Yeah, Nerve. It was in the theater. Yeah. Yeah, I, wa- I watched Nerf. it at Willow. Oh. Um, it, it's an it, all right movie. It has the same like feel of that movie, I guess. Gotcha. So it's like, you know murderous people get together on a dark web internet show and kill each other on camera and you bet on who wins you Uh, just watch it like it's tv and yeah that's basically the extent of that it's like the condemned the steve austin so it was still running man yeah it was still super entertaining but it should not have been an hour and a half and it sucks because daniel radcliffe was fucking awesome in it so good so so good and like the third act they had um his character and another character have like a lot more chemistry together instead of versing one another and trying to kill each other. Now they're teaming up, and like they have they have little side banter, and it it just didn't fit. It felt like it, it just didn't work. I don't know how else to describe it. Mm. But if the movie was longer and you had more time with those characters together, then it would have worked. Like ev- ev- almost everything in that movie, besides the ridiculous plot, because it's just a ridiculous plot, you have sure. to you have to move past that. Right, would have worked if the movie was longer, and it just w- it just would have been better if it was longer. That's what she said. You know what? No, That's what she no, said. <laughs> no. Redact that. We'll cut this out because size okay. does not matter, and there's no no fucking excuse to body shame, Michael. Don't contrast and compare. Exactly. Somebody, well, somebody's been on Reddit. No, I just believe in no, not I body shaming. That. I strongly believe that. Yeah. And it's not because I have a say it, <sighs> say it. hashtag back to Willow. I like turtles. <laughs> Does that uh, remind you of your ex? It reminds me of the head shrinking. What? I understood anyway, that reference. Head shrinking. Anyway, um, Sweet kid, she loved it. And anyway, Guns and Kimbo. It, it was Kimbo. it was a fun it was a fun ride. <sighs> Lots of gore. He literally gets his hands bolted to fucking guns and yeah. He has uh, to like put his pants on without shooting his dick off. Like that's almost half the movie. Everyday problem. But they stick to that. They stick to that, and it's it was a runner, and then it just felt like I there I was watching a dead horse just being kicked and kicked and kicked. At a certain point, it gets funny like, again, and then they lose it, and it gets funny. It, again. it, it just <laughs> yeah. I guess you just have to watch it to know what I'm. It, the, I think about. the energy of that movie is going for the energy of Crank. And crank high and crank high voltage, but it doesn't quite nail it. You saw it? You saw the movie? Oh. He nodded silently for the for the listeners out there. Uh I, I do like it. I um I like it a lot. And the thing about Daniel Radcliffe is yeah, it doesn't matter what it is, he's always on board fully committed. It's and awesome. Because he has all the money in the world he can do whatever he wants as Harry Potter. He would just make he's fucking he Harry Potter, yeah. So yeah. he throws his name on such weird stuff like Elijah Wood. And it, he just commits. Mm-hmm. I love it. I think I think I like horns more um, than than this one. Workers. But I also like. Uh, oh shit! 
it's it was on Netflix, I think. It was another movie of his where he's a dead dude. Swiss Army Man Thank is you. my favorite oh, Daniel Radcliffe movie, period. Swiss Army Man. Swiss Army Man's amazing. Is one of the craziest, but one of the funniest movies I have ever seen. Beautiful. Beautiful. It is. Movie. It's awesome. I mean, until you watch a dude riding another Daniel. dude acting as a as a dead body as a jet ski, you have not lived. It's one of the best. Oh, and, and the jet ski's motors is farts. <laughs> it's one of the best trailers I've ever seen. Because I can <laughs> explain it to everyone else, and they still get the same, vi- they still get the same vibe that I felt when I was watching it. The extra vibe of watching it is you see how beautiful and how like committed they are to that idea. But it is it's insane. It's a, it, have you ever seen a, a trailer for that at all? Put it okay, up on Chris, put it up on the video right now. I want to just tell Chris what happens. What's left of me? Um, first of all, this movie is amazing, and it it really is an inspiration for those who want to make like. It's for practical kind of filmmaking. But uh, so Paul Dano, uh, the guy who's going to play the Riddler in the new Batman, uh, is uh, on an island, deserted island, it looks like. And he's on a cave. And he's got a long beard and long hair. And he's about to hang himself. And he's standing on it. And he's about, he's standing on a thing to kick over and, and hang himself. And as he's about to do it, he sees a body in the ocean. And he thinks it's someone, he thinks it's somebody. And it is, it's a body. So he. Jumps off the box, forgetting he's going to hang himself. It accidentally starts hanging himself. Gets out, runs to the body on shore, and he sees that it's a dead body. And then it starts farting. And then it keeps farting. And then the next shot is a smash cut to Paul Dano riding Daniel Radcliffe's dead body like a jet ski fueled by the farts of the dead body. We're talking like riding this thing like a jet ski. And it's gorgeous, and they're committed, and the movie is amazing. It's so Swiss funny. Army Man, and it's a, it's about a guy who basically fixes himself with a dead body, using it for every capacity you could ever think of, and more. And also, it can talk. I just had to say to my it's amazing to my very best friend Nolan. Thank you so much for showing me that movie. Is he dead? It was no. He's thanking him for showing him a movie. Uh, it wow. just sounds somber. Now, every time you mention a friend, I'm going to go, are they dead? <laughs> and anyone else who isn't us or whoever listens to this is not in the room with me, I'm just going to look like an asshole. That joke is going to be fantastic until the day he comes back from an actual funeral. And I'm going to go, well, look where that fucking goes. <laughs> <laughs> Your fault, asshole. Your fault, um, dick. Yeah, great movie, that awesome. movie. Anyway, yeah. uh, Peter, anything else? Yes, there is more if you would like to know. Hashtag uh, back to Willow. Yeah, back to back to you Bebop. Were watching, you were talking about Bebop, then Bebop. you went to the other thing. Yeah, and then, yeah. Uh, I'm on twenty episode twenty. I'm episode trying. I'm just trying 20. to find the fucking title to this. Uh, <coughs> episode nineteen, Wild Horses. It's when Spike pays a visit to the guy who built the swordfish. I think is the name of. It. I just saw a mouse. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's in my house. Yeah. A mouse in your house. Yeah. It's a cat in a hat. Yeah. He got canceled, by the way. The cat. We have mouse traps. We're trying. Yeah. He talked to way too many kids. It got really weird. Um, and then. Wait, where did the mouse go? What? Uh, where'd it go? Yeah, where'd it go? It went into the <laughs> kitchen. Sweet, cool. Okay. <laughs> it <laughs> if was. If I see like that mouse, it's I'm a weird freak night. Out. It's a weird night already. Every and house I saw has wrong. mice, dude. Every house. I've been in the cleanest house and I've seen mice. 
My parents live in an apartment and they have mice. A giant Maple Grove apartment. They have mice. Well, aren't you lucky? It was. It was no, they live there. I don't. I live <laughs> here with fucking mice. Aren't you lucky? A lot more lucky? mice. Yeah, Thank you, works, Peter. I guess. But it was that was the equivalent to. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Joker laugh. What the fuck? That was yeah, the. That mouse running across your floor was the equivalent to Adam Sandler in Punch Drunk Love. <laughs> oh, God, oh Chris, God. when you watch that movie, you're going to love it so much. I love that movie. Uh, uh, so, yeah, the other episode that was really, really fucking awesome. I liked Black Dog, episode 16, and then I liked episode 17 a lot, Mushroom, where they start yeah. tripping balls and they're yeah. like in a bathroom just like swimming in the air. It's so stupid and funny. Um, so far, so good. I know that there's a movie, and Alex, you got to see if I can watch the movie, if it'll spoil anything. Because I want to watch it in chronological order if I can, but it might be like a Twin Peaks thing where you probably should. Yeah, it's, it seems like it's not uh, hitting you the way it hits a lot of people, and I, I see that... Uh, that there's a lot more like, I don't know. I th- maybe it's the noirish of it. I, what do I, you mean? Like, uh, what do you mean, huh? A- asking you at this point, since you're pretty much already almost done with the show, which yeah. one do you like better, Dandy or Bebop? <sighs> to be honest, if if I got more episodes, like episode four or whatever it was, episodes mm-hmm. was it four? Yeah. Okay. I th- I would list about I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, it's it's like the the first vicious episode. Yeah. That if I got more episodes like that consecutively or just more, mm-hmm. then I would like it more than Dandy. But I, so far, still enjoy Dandy more. See, I, uh, the aesthetic of Bebop, to me, yes. is stronger than the aesthetic of uh, Dandy. Dandy is uh, goofy and vibrant, and there is mm. a lot of beauty to it. But it's without a consistent thematic tone to it it's because every episode is its own story and has something else to say bebop gets better the more you watch it as a whole the more you start to like the more you watch it the more you realize how gay affected so many people how the destruction of it did just like i I, i'm a big i'm looking at the mouse right now it just took a piece of food from the ground so whoever (laughs) i don't know what to do i'm going to pick up the dorita that i dropped Thank you, I guess. Actually, I dropped it, but um, I respect you taking the blame for that. I mean, this is where I, l- I live, folks. Sorry. I just I feel like I have to announce it. I don't know. I'm sorry. I, th- I don't know why. <laughs> I, it just, I feel like I'm, I'm the only one who can see it, so I feel like I have to say something. Do you have to say something? For me? For, uh, for, people for thi- you. No, we've c- successfully fooled people into thinking that we are in a tree right now. Wait, did I say that on there? And we're in treatment? We're in treatment? That's the other thing. You broke the we're in you treatment? broke cannon. We're in treatment right now? No, don't try to don't you try broke to de- the fourth wall. with improv. You've broken cannon and you're telling people there's mice in my house, man. Well, there's there can be mice in a fucking tree, can't there? As long as they're named Mickey. Oh, sabotage. Oh god, that, oh. that's for sure sabotage. Uh, what um, if what if uh what if Mickey Mouse sang, sang that song? The sabotage song? Yeah. He did. Listen to y'all. Sabotage song. I know you're a player. I'm gonna run you out of business. Yeah, I don't know what you guys are talking about. There, there's I do. Trees. I remember. <laughs> I'm just Crystal kidding. Crystal uh, <laughs> uh, the, the the watching. Um, there's something about noise oh. about people trying to 
carve out a life of their own in a world that will never allow it. And there is something about the people in Bebop being okay with that because they still have their souls. And also just being okay with the fact that they are allowing themselves to open up to each other without talking about it in their weird ways. This world is so cold and distant, and they feel that the most. And you just have to be in that mindset, I think. It's, it's why I like a lot of noirs. It's a, this idea that I want this thing, I need this thing, I'm willing to give up my soul to do it. But these guys aren't. They are willing to not get the money. And that's why that first episode where that guy dies with his girlfriend and she just kills him, like, Spike sees that every day. He sees bounties of people who are willing to go that extra mile. And the extra mile he's willing to go is either for something else or um, for the thrill of it because he's seen death to a certain extent. And then the other people have their own reasons. Yeah. Um, but that is a through line that is through every episode when you watch it more and more and more. That is, cannot be the case in Dandy for the entire thing. Even if something comes and I have theories that I'm not bouncing off because I don't want to see your faces. Um, I won't make any face. I, I still don't want to just test you, but there's no reason to do that. Uh, and I, even if those moments do occur in my mindset, they aren't needed to enjoy that show. You can enjoy that show the way you can a Simpsons or a Futurama to a certain extent, especially the early ones. So I, you don't have that kind of through-line thematic there. So I... It's not that I don't – I need that from Dandy to be better. It's just the thing that I love about Bebop, especially since it's film noir. So that, that vibe of, like, just people sitting in a bar with a saxophone playing, like, just – you won me. You won me over. That's all I need. I'm done. You got me. I, I will drive home for the rest of the night listening to that fucking sax. And I've done it. It's a minute-long song on the soundtrack. I've done it on repeat forever because it's great. And that's all I need sometimes, just, like – Twin Peaks Noir Jazz. I just, that's all I need to set that mindset. Speech Keller. Uh, and I do, uh, like, that's why when I look at Dandy, I can say right now, it's such a close call in six episodes about which one I like more. And it's probably going to end up being Dandy for that very reason. Um, it's already won me over in so many different ways. But also, this was a show that was made in 2014 by the same people. And then Bebop was made in 19. 19- uh, 97 by the same people. So, it, again, when I'm thinking about Bebop, I think about it in the context of what else was before it and everything that came after it. Um, and as you watch the Jupiter Jazz episodes, the two of them, it even says in the commercial breaks, like, we will create our own thing. We will create a new thing, and this new thing will create a new genre. It will be called Bebop. Their goal was to do something different with an anime, which I don't understand at all. But when I do see that, it also happens to speak in something near and dear to my heart so seeing it from your perspective where you do understand the genre a little bit and you're seeing them and you're like yeah it's cool it's pretty but like overall they're not all as good as they could be and then i look at dandy and i see six episodes and each one's a mini little movie with the quality of like a fucking uh miyazaki movie and i'm like yeah i get it but like in terms of storytelling which one am i going to respect more uh I, I, which one am I going to respect more? Many little, uh, many little stories that are half an hour, 22 minutes long, or something that's 26 minutes long 
and actually feeds you more the more you watch it as a narrative that way. Um, and I don't know yet because again, I love the plays, the uh, the things they carry by Tim O'Brien, but then I also um, I love The Godfather. I love the Marvel movies. You know, I, I respect long form storytelling. Uh, I it's so I to see it from your perspective is very interesting. If it wasn't for uh, phase couple episodes because she had one where there was uh some old flame that came back and then she had one where it was basically getting like shipped old videotapes and uh the just just her story because she was my i don't know if i don't know if i actually had a least favorite but I just I didn't like her character as much as I liked the other ones, and honestly, she kind of just pissed me off most Faye? of the time. Yeah, yeah, women like that do piss you off in, in, <laughs> in fictional storytelling. Yeah, well, I, d- I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is. That that's actually a fact. I, I, I yeah, don't know he can't even. I don't think he would like Clueless at all. It, I don't. I want to want to make it sound like out of context. Like no, I'm no, an you've asshole. spoken about. You're talking. We're talking about. Characters, not yes, real people. Yeah, yeah. If oh, we I was about to say, about, is Peter a pig? If we were no. talking about real people, would be like Karens. You fucking hate Karens. Yes. People, yeah. People you've been who a manager don't other and customer service. That, like that type of person you yeah. hate. There are fictional characters that are written by men yes. who write these women to be a certain Hor- way. Yeah. Just Horrible. Like, I just, see what you're saying. Yeah. I don't. I don't. And I'm glad we finally got a couple episodes for her. For fuck's sake. And explain her trauma and her past, and then I'm like, "Wow, I can actually sympathize with you now." And Again, you're not just when you, but that's the thing when you rewatch the show, knowing that, yeah, it's gonna now change it's your perspective. Exactly, right? So like, but it took like twenty episodes to get to that point. Mm-hmm. When I don't know, it just I just felt like maybe it could have happened sooner, and just like you start to see backstories for these characters, and like Jet visits an old flame and that there's like that whole ordeal and i love that i love aspects and tone uh, tonal choices of that but episode. you know just thinking about it out loud is what i'm doing it it, it it's a double-edged sword because i can want that but then i can see the build-up of these characters and then finally get rewarded with their pasts but honestly when i was watching the show it didn't feel like i was like being rewarded that's usually how storytelling is like you see this character they're like moody you don't know quite what's up with them they sort of talk about their past and then eventually you like you're rewarded to me it didn't feel like that in the moment but looking back i it, that's what was happening it i just i wish i i got more backstory for face specifically sooner just because like it it all makes it was, uh, yeah harder for you to even respond to that character yeah just because it, it just was like it Honestly, it was like Loki, just like repeat. I'm a bad guy. I'm gonna stab your back. Okay, bye. Okay, I'm back. Okay, I'm gonna eat your food. Okay, bye. Okay, stab your back. I'm a snake now. Ooh, I'm your dad. Ooh, bye. Oh, what? (laughs) Well, that well, that's on top of the fact that within the genre of film noir, femme fatales, and also women are usually never written well. I and uh, being 1997, yeah, Faye has not the strongest character, which brings me to the next big question, which is, uh, what do you want? from the live action series that's been announced oh, for Netflix. I, I looked everywhere. I didn't see him. So. Oh, uh, the mouse went under your, uh, I don't know, it's like a tin box. Is that like your stove or something? And then uh, it went into your trash bin, and then it just went back under your stove. As you stood up and walked over, I kid you not, 
something's messing with you. Right, right, yeah. Um, I forgot entirely what I was saying. It's gone. Bebop? Yeah, but like... Oh. Anyway. That. Um, well, at least someone right. was paying attention. Anything else? Or? Uh, I don't know where I was going with that. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, kind of like Alex, I didn't get a lot. I didn't get a lot of time, like like personal time to myself. So no, uh, again, once again, everybody, sorry. No Dark Side of the Ring recap. That's okay. Um, Zach is the only one happy about that. Um, I mean, I actually genuinely enjoy some of your stories of these. So some I do have uh, some no. of the I, I I think some of them go l- like like five minutes too long, but I think the vast majority of them are actually really interesting. I'm gonna watch them with my bro. Anyway, there is one I there is one I do wanna there's one I haven't mentioned yet that has that was like back in season one. Guys, have you ever heard of the fabulous moolah? The what? Fabulous moolah? No. no. Okay, so you didn't. So you must have missed the episode where Bubba Ray Dudley power bombed her off a stage through tables while she was in a neck brace. This seventy-year-old woman. What's that? Oh. Yes, actually, that rings a bell. Um, this giant like gargantuan white dude just like throws a w- the seventy-year-old woman in a neck brace off a, off the stage through tables. Um, so. She is the reason why women's wrestling today is as popular as it is. For better and worse. Uh Uh-oh. Okay, she was, like, one of the first prominent... Female wrestlers. Female wrestlers. Okay, I don't know why you're speeding me up and not beat her. No, Um, no, I'm just, like, helping you out. She was one of the most prominent... One of the first prominent, like, female wrestlers ever. Problem is, for the next 30 years, she was the only prominent female wrestler of, th- of her time. So, well, um, so what happened was she literally just had a chokehold on women's wrestling as it was becoming a thing. Like, she, like, was it. Um, and basically how she did it through, ver- um, she is now dead. Uh, by the way, um, so I'm just gonna throw you that out. You did that again. You just you know, no, 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 no. I'm throwing that out early, so you don't like. Well, how about never? Throw this woman it. is not. Spe- <laughs> this woman is not spectacular. Um, she didn't run out in nude in cowboy boots, no. covered in oil, and no, cocaine. she just slept around. Um, well, you know, no shame in that. Because like that's how it worked back then. Because like, so, works, so now you know this you is the around, kind. You know? Okay, so one of her students who is who who is alive today, she's like. Okay, so there was this one time Mula was like, okay. Um, so the way she would train other women's wrestlers, she brought them over to her house. They trained in her, like, garage or her, like, shack or whatever. And what happened would be that, like, they would just... Then they would live there, too. They'd work, pay rent, like, the whole shebang. So one story was um, one of them got a meeting with a promoter. Promoter wanted to sleep with this woman. Else she did not get booked. She was like, hell no, we're not doing that. What? 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 Swore. That's not a swear. Hell is a place. That's the place. That doesn't count. Okay. 
No, right. it doesn't. One, no, it doesn't. two, three, four, five, <laughs> six, seven, eight, You're nine, ten. What? Well, wait. I, no, wait. Hang on. I want to. I'm not counting you to do it. I'm counting the ones that you've already done. I wasn't speeding you up. <laughs> I was. Uh, you counted one cause before you I even uh, did one. I'm also going to say that if he's done it every time he said hell in his life, then he's... Uh, he's well, no, I'm just pro. doing I'm just starting you're starting now. You're pro. You're ahead 10. I know. You're ahead 12. Hell's not in your a, book. Hell's uh, anyway, place, man. she's like, heck no, we're not doing that. So she leaves. She doesn't get booked. She comes back to Mula's place. And she's like, Mula's like, what's wrong with you? Like why didn't you why didn't you do it? She's like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sleep with him. She's like, how do you think you're gonna get booked here? So like, she's so like, old ways, man. Right. So like, let me tell you the story of Wendy Richter. Wendy Richter was, I'm actually out of breath from those push-ups. Uh, so Wendy Richter was like this up-and-coming women's wrestler. Like she was getting popularity. She was with a oh god, uh no. Cindy Lauper? Possibly. No, the, like at WrestleMania, like they like she walked Wendy Richter to the ring. Um uh they were like doing a whole thing, like and so she, Wendy Richter actually ended up winning the championship, like Ultimate Warrior style over Hogan. Like she won the championship from Moolah. Uh, in WWF. So I, I'm telling you, every episode, I guarantee you, has a mention of Vince McMahon. He's in the background almost in every episode. Gross. He's a psychopath. He's a That's psychopath. Gross. He's king. So, for better or worse. Worse. Um, there's no better. Always worse. There's no better. <laughs> in the, in this context, I, I guarantee yes. you. In any context of Dark Side of the Ring, if Vince McMahon was not associated with it yeah, in any way, it would not yes. be bad. It would be nearly as bad as. Anyway, anyway. Vince McMahon makes everything worse. So anyway, um, so she has the belt for a while, and she was kind of like wondering, okay, like, then, then, okay, then she started have, then she started like realizing her worth, because like she was actually like getting popular, like she started recognizing her worth. She wanted more money. Vince was like, uh, you see that mouse again. I see you, Peter. You're like keeping a, like one eye on it. I'm not saying anymore because then I'd be interrupting. Vince was like, uh, and then something crazy happened after that. She was she going up against. She she's going Vince. up against a uh, mass wrestler. I forget who wh- what her name was. Um, and then she got uh, all of a sudden in the middle of this match, she got pinned and she dropped the title. The masked wrestler was Mula. She didn't. She claims not to know. Everybody on the outside commentating on it was like, "How did you not know that was Mula? How did you not know? There's no way. There's no way you didn't know it was Mula." Jeez. So, like, so the way she the, the, like she would like she would also take a cut of um. Some of the women's wrestlers' income. Oh God. Um. So she learned a lot from Vince. Apparently, and her and her uh, husband. 
Um, and Satan. Kind of. Um, <laughs> so like there was oh yeah there was a uh, there was Georgia Brown, where uh, um, Georgia Brown was a st- African American uh, women's wrestler. Um, she got into the business. Uh, she had a pretty heavy story. Um, I'm trying to remember it. Uh, it's been a while. But uh, anyway, like she probably in that episode had like the most negative impact. Like there is a chance that Mula's husband is her kid's father. Wow. Well, that was tough to process. That's some juice right there. Yeah, Say that again. There is a chance that Mula's husband was Georgia Brown's kid's father. So that's what, what we're talking here. Oh Jesus! So what happened between Georgia Brown and Mula? She just stopped wrestling. Oh. Like she just quit the business. Well, yeah, she had a kid, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, though she had two. Um, but one of them. One of them. One of them is in question. Um, so he. Okay, no, no, no. Hold on. Let me back up. So. Beep, 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 beep. beep, beep um, so, yeah. So when it came out that we were that they were that WWE was going to do a fabulous Moolah. Uh, tournament, women's tournament. Everybody was just like, no, not her. God, no. Pretty much they canceled her. <laughs> Everybody just canceled this woman. Wow. Nice. Um, so the people that they interviewed for this documentary was just like, there were people who were like defending her, like seriously defending her. Yeah, I can see that. Um, there were people who were like, yeah, she was an a-hole. Thanks, Peter. Um, <laughs> think she was literally a jerk, but she shouldn't be erased from history. And then people were just like, this woman was up to no good. Like, yeah. what do you say about that? <laughs> Pros pro sleep with guys for jobs. That's terrible. Right. And That's so, terrible. yeah, like, it's kind. Of, so it's it's literally that kind of a case. It's just like, like she was. There would be no women's wrestling without fabulous Mula. At the same time, there, there are conflicting reports she about was, how she treated people. She was a mini Vix McMahon. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. She was a female version of Vince McMahon in a world that had to call her a female version of Vince McMahon. Right. You don't have any, like, solo cups? Han Solo did die, though, so maybe not. What did he just say? No, I. it just ran back into the, into the uh, stove yeah. thingy. <laughs> As you walked past, it's like literally you're Tom and Jerry right now. <laughs> you keep talking about it. I will shut up. This is happening in the house when I, th- no one's here to mention it. So. Okay. I don't know why we, you took away the traps. We had traps. So other than that, I didn't really watch much of anything. Um, but uh, I did watch a video, Lessons from the Screenplay YouTube channel. They put out a video. Making the case that Mass Effect should be the next Game of Thrones. No. Yes. So, 
Chris. Not beat for beat where the ending was trash. No, not like that. So so it should so. be like could it should be made. He made it he made a convincing argument. I didn't even finish the video and he, he already sold me. Okay. So <laughs> What do you mean no? You're telling me you can cram the entire first game into one two-hour movie? I dare you. I, I dare you. Let me finish. I dare you. Let me finish. What That's you, what she said. What do you think he means by the That's next Game said. of Thrones? <laughs> I just don't think it should be adapted. You don't think they should ever make any any sort of thing out of Mass Effect? No. I think that the fact that the initial Mass Effect 3 ending was so widely panned and the fact that lots of the game's plot and characters who are around and stuff is so influenced by player decision through all the games genuinely affects how you could tell a cohesive story there. Uh-huh. That, I disagree. That could be considered canon. And I also think that the appeal of Mass Effect should be stayed, at, stayed as an interactive entertainment medium and not through a, uh, a visual medium. So in your mind, it could never be a... This is not adaptable. It's not adaptable because it's too much of... And I know I'm being reductive here of a choose-your-own-adventure story. Okay. I could see that argument. Disagree. Uh, That's fine, Chris. I also don't necessarily think they should have adapted Borderlands for the same reason, but they're doing that. And you're excited because you wanted to talk about it. I'm excited because I want to see more video game movies that aren't complete and utter bullshit trash fests. And we've gotten... Two good ones in the last two years, and there's there's a 50-50 chance Borderlands becomes a third. Like, obviously, I'm excited because I want to see more in that medium. By the way, they just released an extended version of the Super Mario Brothers movie, and I will be watching that the first chance I get. Okay. That sounds amazing. So 20 minutes longer. The, no, my case is amazing. My case is the Alicia Vikander Tomb Raider movie. That has nothing like the games. That's no. a good movie. Yeah. It's an okay movie. Uh, also, it, it's nothing it's like the games. They changed it everything. Yes. I also don't think those They are can change it. But honestly, the games have changed too. They're exactly. Still, it's still a woman with big boobs running around getting treasures and possibly other Vic- adventures. I necessarily falls into that, but yes. I'm talking about the games. Uh, well, well, the the one that, that they based that movie on is the, the remake trilogy where she looks just like Alicia McCann. I have s- I have seen a lot of those playthroughs. They are very. It's the good. one where she has a really gruesome like death. You can look at me like that, but that's. I'm looking at him. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. fair. Uh, um, I, I agree. I think it's a good movie. I again, ever since I saw Mortal Kombat this year, it, it's made me want to see more video game adaptations, no matter what they are. It's you an know, okay movie. I I want to see them maybe take another shot of at Assassin's Creed. I want to see them take a shot at God of War. I want to see them take. Shots. You want them to do all this other stuff, but not Mass Effect. Well, do I think they should take the shot at it? Absolutely. Do I think? Well, Universal it, has the rights. Yeah, I mean, and Henry Cavill was do, hired on the project. Do I think that, like, I mean, even The Witcher, we got we got The Witcher last year. Yeah, or another Henry ago, Cavill or, thing. Yeah, I think that. Do I think that like they should definitely, you know, shoot at target and see if they hit? Absolutely. I I would I would be mistaken to say they shouldn't try i just personally think the story is unadaptable and, disagree and i think is, as, as as in like a netflix series it, 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 i think it can be done uh probably um specifically as like a binge show yeah but i also think like the problem you can't fit that the, whole the game the problem in the i one look at movie. this and this is 
a general problem with Hollywood is Hollywood will look at a big action-y space thing like Mass Effect, and they're going to be like, we got to make a movie or a series of movies. I'm just like, no. <laughs> it, that's the truth of the matter. Like, I, I, I don't, like, I think, like, when they chose to do, like, Sonic or, like, Detective Pikachu, they, they chose to kind of go with original stories and didn't use the, or, the original stories of it. They just changed well, the canon. I'm not, I'm not making that face for that reason. I'm making the face because the very fact that they chose to do Detective Pikachu and Sonic is proof that they will... Do anything. Not anything. They will do Mass Effect. Yeah. There are certain things that you have to just fold your arms up and say that's the case. So when that is the case, yeah. you can only hope that they do it well. And their data suggests that they that like players chose Paragon more often than Renegade. So I mean that's probably true. I so mean, it would be a Paragon. It would be Paragon. Probably it probably would Paragon be Paragon. Show. I again I you know I want to see. Also that's the better story. I just want to see. I just want to see more video game content adapted into movies because I think there's a lot of really 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 great stories out there. And we're starting to get those now because we're getting Last of Us soon. We just got Mortal Kombat. We got Detective Pikachu. We have Sonic. We're, you know, I, I couldn't even begin to think. Honestly, I hope one of these days we get a Left 4 Dead movie. Because, mm. or, or like a Call of Duty Zombies movie. I think a Call of Duty Zombies movie would be like also dude, super cool. <laughs> I will only, I would only allow any kind of an adaptation to Mass Effect only if they change the, the third game's ending. Okay. Come Only. On. Come on, Chris. Only. Think about the think about that answer. I was hoping that with <laughs> the legendary edition they'd surprise us with a new ending. So delete into Mass Effect Four, but that apparently that didn't happen. Mm, maybe. Don't uh, and don't tell me. Do not tell me to think realistically. Do you know who I am? I don't think realistically. No, 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 I, try, no, no. I am trying <laughs> to think optimistically, and you at every turn ruined that. Hey, every single turn have ruined my tr- my no, attempt to be like what an optimistic thinker. This? I am trying to be optimistic about this. Like everybody knows that that original ending is garbage. They have every reason to change it, and they didn't do it for this game because they're sticking to their guns. You give that to a movie studio, they're gonna take something like that, like they do with the rise of fucking Skywalker and they're going to freaking change it. He's right. They're, they're, he's right. They're yeah. going to listen to the wrong fans. They're going to listen to the wrong fans. Well, it, how many times does a vi- just a movie based on something else get a different story? It happens all the time. They just yeah. s- switch it up so it's Chris not the same exact thing. Tonight. Yeah, Chris Yeah, is Chris, doing you're going to be so swole at the end of this. You're going pretty fast. Yeah. Um I got a couple songs to show you if you really want to burn Yeah, I I think that if they do choose to change <laughs> the ending, that it will definitely be for the better because it's very hard to not be as bad as that ending was. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I hope they do it. Let's go with that. I just also don't think it's adaptable, but that's that's a personal opinion. The only thing I disagree with with Henry Cavill being a part of it because apparently they're going to make a Mass Effect movie with Henry Cavill. It should be Femship. Yeah. Not enough. Fem- not enough female heroes. We yeah. need more. That's all I gotta say about that. Where have all those things, Chris said? How could go? this happen to me? No, I just didn't hear the word he said. <laughs> Hold on. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's uh. <sighs> and besides the movie we'd watched this week, that's all I ever watched. So we ready to talk about Back to the Future too? <sighs> Electric two. Boogaloo. Sixty-six percent. I need to have a word with these people. We're going to get into this. We're going to get into well, this. I never look at Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I don't rotten. care. 
I genuinely well, rotten. here's the thing. When it comes to an old movie, Rotten Tomatoes gives you an idea of what the critics thought at the time it came out, yeah. not what it is now. Yeah. That is what that is fans to tell you what's going on now. But those tomatoes tell you what happened at the time it premiered. People did not like Kill Cliffhangers back then. Like this movie, Empire Strikes Back wasn't reviewed very well b- no. when it first came out. I don't get it. How can the story keep going when the movie's over? I bet the I movie understand. Cliffhanger got a zero. Did very well. Because <laughs> it's, ba- it's Die Hard on a Mountain. By the way, Cliffhanger is very good. Cliffhanger. Anyway. So, okay. <laughs> I hardly know her. I hardly knew her. There's a button. You're looking for a button. Oh, thank you, Mr. Drummer. So, Drummer Boy. Alex, between. The first movie and the second movie, and b- between this movie and the, I can't talk. <laughs> between the first movie and this movie, what happened? All right. Uh, well, um, uh, you said so some. B- you said some something went down. So last week. the first movie was huge. It was the biggest movie of its year. It was a massive hit, and Zemeckis, uh, the director, and Bob Gale, the writer. Uh, we're like, great, this is fantastic. This thing we've been trying to make for years. We got it out. Awesome. Uh, we're we're going to head out and go do the next thing. And the producer, uh, a man named Scheinberg, was like, yeah, we're going to make some sequels, though. And they're like, no, no, we're movie purists. We don't make sequels. And they're like, no, 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 you don't understand. We're going to make sequels, with or without you. And they were like, really? And they, they said yes. And they said, well, f- all right, well, we'll make the sequel. But if we make the sequel, then after we're done with this story, you don't make any more sequels and we own the rights. And Scheinberg was like, fine. And in the process of telling it, Gail, well, uh, Zemeckis went on to make Who Framed Roger Rabbit after this, after Back to the Future, which pissed off Scheinberg. He wanted these movies now. But he went and go, the technical wonder that is Roger Rabbit, where he created a system that would be perfected here in this movie and later be a technical uh, staple in filmmaking nowadays. Uh, he basically created a hey, system, Biff. A system <laughs> with the camera that allowed for actors to continue to um, do several takes of their scene and do their performance differently and not have to worry about the camera because the camera is attached to a computer that tells it programmed-wise where to go. So that way they could draw Roger Rabbit to move with the camera and every take it can be different as long as the actor knows the path. That is why they perfected it called the Vistaglide camera and everyone uses it now. They perfected it in this movie and that's why there's three Michael J. Foxes in the room at one time in the family scene. He <laughs> plays the daughter, his older version, and his own son. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yes, Stop. He plays the daughter, Chris. Yes, he plays his own daughter. You didn't even notice? I didn't even notice. It it's that look good, like isn't it? He it's d- really he good. It doesn't look like him, yeah. It's really good. This good. is this is not Eddie Murphy. No, no. but that is practical <laughs> makeup, which is impressive. That uh, was really impressive. So uh, that, sh- that set and that whole thing, for example, took like weeks to do. Um, but so Zemeckis is going off and making Roger Rabbit. So Bob Gale is responsible for making making the script and doing all the pre-production in the process. It takes years to do because Roger Rabbit takes years to do. But Bob Gale's writing the script and he makes this really long story that is basically this and the next movie in one big movie. And the producer was like, we can't make all this, dude. It's too fucking much. 
And Gail was like, well, why don't we do two movies? And Scheinberg was like, absolutely. Three movies, more sequels. You can do it. Also, Kathleen Kennedy executive produced this. Yeah. Kathleen, Ke- people talk about Kathleen Kennedy today like she's the f- like the, the worst devil. person ever. Yeah, you should look at her IMDb. You her IMDb fucking is, morons. Her IMDb she's made is everything amazing, that you yeah. love with some of the best people yeah. who have also made it. So uh, Rise of Skywalker. Shut up. Uh, That's honest, one movie in a, in the later end of her career. I'm sorry, she's made some amazing stuff. I'm gonna she's, be she's honest. She's not making good stuff now. Means and she's copaling it, and uh, she just hasn't uh, spilled. Honestly, Spielberg still makes good. I'm stuff gonna be too. honest. Like <laughs> the fact that like people I fight for her later pe- career. No. Really, like the fact that people rip into her so hard right now is like so impressive because, like, when they first put her on Star Wars at Lucasfilm, everyone's like, Oh my god, her like resume is unparalleled, she's the best person to take it on. Steven Spielberg, yeah, she, she, you know, she was the best person to take on the job, blah blah blah, this, that, that. And obviously, her mentor, Steven Spielberg, whom, yeah, dude, like, I, I. Who also worked very closely I with Lucas. I get it. It was a joke I for know, the love of all it's that not is a, holy It's not directed good. towards you. It's directed towards those idiots. Anyway. Also, so the future in this movie takes place six years ago. How's that feel? So, so, uh, um, future is now, Gale, boys. Gail has written the script for both the movies. Now, the biggest problem from the last movie was, without a doubt, Crispin Glover, who played uh, George McFly. The biggest thing that he contested in the last movie, which actually changed the script of the end of the last movie, was he did not like the fact that money was such a big uh, reward for the end of the movie and George McFly changing. He wanted it to be the love between him and um, Lorraine, but it seemed to him like it was more about their uh, successful lifestyle and the lifestyle of their children. Mm. In fact, Biff was not the original guy working on their car. They had help, and he kind of oh, helped write that gotcha. out. And I think that he made very strong arguments. He didn't even like the things he was wearing, but uh, he argued to the point that they got very pissed at him. He also wasn't – he was kind of hectic and weird on set. He didn't understand how editing and stuff like that worked and how setups worked. He was annoying them to no end, and that really pushed it. These guys spent years on the script, and this man who saw it for uh, like a few months because mm-hmm. they gave it to him – just had the ending changed. That means uh, producers looked at what he said and they're like, you know what? I agree with what he said. And e- out of the two men, Gale was pissed about that more than Zemeckis because he wrote it way more than Zemeckis made it. Zemeckis Writer's was pride. More, Writer's pride. Well, Zemeckis, he just dealt with Crispin on set and that was annoying, sure. Too bad the post office isn't the He's going to keep working with actors that do that. But Gale, Gale wrote that shit. That came from him. And he really hated that. So when it came time to do the negotiations with Crispin Glover and all the new actors, who was the person doing all the negotiations with them? Why, it was Bob Gale. So Leah Thompson, who plays... uh, We're watching the movie at the same time, of course. Yeah, we are. uh, And Zach's doing commentary at the same time. Um, So... (laughs) Gail, no no worries, no worries, I do too. Um, uh, I'm just letting the audience know when we started the movie. Uh, He gets a raise for Tom Wilson and for Leah Thompson. And Crispin Glover, arguably having just as equal a part as them, wanted the same. But they offered him less than half of what they were offering the other two. And he was like, that's not cool. And not only that, 
they were writing something within the film that would have been torture on set. Remember when George McFly comes in upside down with the family? Oh, God. Yeah, imagine being on that set where they have to reshoot things over and over again because there's more than one actor. That would have been torture. It also would have hindered Crispin Glover from doing all the antics that he was doing on set. And that was... And he saw that. He was like, that's horrible. So he's like, no, I don't want that. Gale, to this day, says Crispin Glover wanted a million dollars and script approval and fought that till the end. And I love that power races are like a real thing now, by the way. Uh, Sorry. absolutely for people I'm with Parkinson's. I'm going to have to ask you to let Alex go. So, so um, Gale, uh, Crispin Glover's side of the story is that he, uh, didn't like the exploitation of that rich idea. Those arguments pissed off Gale. Gale is the main person who was part of that negotiations, and he hindered it with the with uh, his anger to it and not l- and g- offering him less. Gale has lied, and uh, to according to Crispin Glover, because Gale has never made a thing since. He has only made things since this has happened that are tied to Back to the Future. He made one movie with a few of the actors in it, but it's low budget. Nobody can find it. Maybe for free on YouTube, sure, but it does not look good. Uh, and he's oh, he's made a game. He's made a movie, a, a musical to it. Um, he is oh, he made an animated show, which he wrote a bunch of the episodes. All this stuff I'll get into next week. But he has never made anything else, and it's for either one of two reasons. Either A, he made something so big that he's just living off of that, or because he was the primary person who made the decision to do what he does next, that it blackballed him from Hollywood. And Crispin Glover argued this point because Crispin Glover said no. Because he said no, Gail was like, you're not in the movie. But you gotta have George McFly in this movie. So he's like, no worries. We have all the molds of Crispin Glover's face that we made from the last movie. We'll just put that on a different actor. And then we'll use footage and outtakes from the other movie. And we'll put that in there. And then we won't credit him. Wait, 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 wait. Yes. They carry Fishered her. Him. They carried Fishered him while he was alive, yes. And here's the thing. While he was alive. Now, now here's the thing. They, he didn't know this until he watched the movie. He didn't want to watch the movie, but he did, and realized the actor playing his part fucking sucked. And he was like, I don't want to be known as the guy who was in that movie and did that performance. That performance is shit. So he sued Bob Gale, Robert Zemeckis, and Steven Spielberg in the studio for his likeness being used without his permission and not getting credited for. He walked away with at least $800,000. That is why actors get their likenesses, own them now. That's why they had to go to Carrie Fisher's family. That's why they had to go to uh, Tarkin's family and get that shit done in the first place. And they got that money when that uh, when those performances were done in Star yeah. Wars. All because Glover did that. So you all can thank Crispin Glover for, for likeness rights. For, to this day, Glover does not like to talk about Back to the Future. But, of course, he does get talked about Back to the Future. Everyone asks him what happened. He talks about the case. He tells the side of the story, and he makes it very clear. Bob Gale is the one who is saying this stuff. He would work years later with Zemeckis again on Beowulf. And they Bob had a Gale grand or time. Or no, Chris- so Robert Zemeckis and Crispin Glover would work again in the movie Beowulf. He made Beowulf? He made the animated movie Beowulf. <sighs> And Crispin Glover is the monster. Put that and, on the and they worked very well together. It's Gale. Gale to this day because he was the main person from that court case. They settled out, which means Gale was the one who responsible for that decision. And the proof is in 
somebody so, somebody was on set the day Steven Spielberg was no no it was the actor who was playing Crispin Glover's part George McFly Steven Spielberg walked on set when he was in the makeup and he goes oh Glover looks like you got that million which means Steven Spielberg did not know that decision was made it was made by Bob Gale it was taken to court they lost $800,000 Bob Gale don't get to work in Hollywood no more Goldie will that's why that guy don't like that's why that guy don't like Crispin Glover it's Writer's pride. He had too much it's of it. It's writer's pride, and he made a poor decision, an illegal decision, and he's now known for the rest of his career for having made that. That's why he won't work. He's a guy that you can't trust. He may make an illegal decision behind the scenes if he doesn't like you. That's why Because you made a decision. Because the decision was made. Okay, no, you were not open to an actor saying, okay, like... So in college, in my school, also, they oh, go ahead. Sorry, I was just noticing right there in that window. There's a Roger Rabbit stuffed. Yeah, there's a lot thing. of Roger Rabbit in the background. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Anyway, so in at my school, they teach they teach us as like people on set. When it comes to talking to the director, absolutely, this is one of the first things they teach you, and they embed it into your head. Oh, that's my concern. No. Unsolicited advice, yep. zero. Yeah, for re- yeah, because of people like him. Yeah, yep. the director, it's the director's set. If you want a job, you do as he says. If he yep. asks you to jump, the only question that comes out of your mi- mouth is how high, not why the hell am I jumping? Well, the yep. thing, the thing is, here's the thing, Chris. Now this has been established ever since the Hitchcock later. days. What you're talking about. But Crispin Glover was a theater actor, not a film actor. Never been on a film set. This was his first big Hollywood film set where you are a tool in the cog of the machine. Sure. And here's the thing. Also, uh, Crispin, Crispin Glover was brilliant. His right. performance is – so how do you do that? You're like now you're on set with this guy who's giving you exactly what you want, but right. it's hard to handle him, and he's making decisions that other people are agreeing with. So deep down, he has to know that he is kind of right, and that right. sucks even more. Right. So like uh, uh, there's a lot of stories about people like him. That's why Zemeckis wanted to rail him in, but then years later after – Crispin Glover had worked in Hollywood for a long time. He was like, I want you to do this movie, and it's going to be mocap, so it'll be easier to rein you in. He's like, I've, I'm not that young man anymore. And he was like, oh, cool. And they had a great time. Right. So it was butting heads of egos, but at the same time, Gail, it would have been okay by now, and like I, we would have seen Crispin Glover in the conventions now, uh-huh. but Gail, made, Gail got suffered from an illegal choice he made. Right. Like, it's he's he fucked up his career. Oh that's why that's so, why Gail in the commentary is just shitting all over Glover. So literally how I, literally how you handle this is like okay, you go to the screenwriter or the director and say, "Hey, I'm, can you make can you have can you explain this to me?" Like you literally ask him like, "Okay, this yeah, is not yeah, making well, sense to me. Like, can you like can you explain this to me?" And then they explain it to you. It's like, "Okay, is it okay if I suggest something? If they say no, let's just do what's on paper now, and then maybe we'll do alternate takes later. Like, yeah, we have no idea how he approached it. We have no idea. Right. Uh, if he went up to say, "This is it. dumb." If he if he pulled the, uh, what's what's his face? Who was going to play Marty before Michael J. Fox? Eric Stoltz. If he pulled an Eric Stoltz, then yeah. 
Well, the thing about well, the thing about Eric Stoltz is that he was just wrong for the part, and he and he was seeing it differently. But also right. his performance and he wouldn't budge though. You just yeah. do the part. But even when he did the part, he also didn't fit. Even when he tried, he didn't fit. And that's why eventually he was like, "Yeah, it's just plain simple, not working out." I disagree. Okay. And even when I try, it's not working. Right. Glover felt it would be like Chris you, I'm going to make a movie you're going to be in it and you're like cool okay. and then you come on set and I'm going to be like Chris you have to act like the devil and you have to do this thing on set and you're going to be like I don't morally agree with this okay and you're like but I I paid you to be on the set you're an actor on set man you're going to be here and you're like yeah but I don't want to keep your money I'm getting out of here <laughs> he didn't want to get fired he just wanted them to understand where he was coming from sure. then the wrong people listened Uh, so. And the and the and the higher ups were listening to him on that day, so they heard him and were like, "Yeah, you know what? They shouldn't have servants." And Gail was like, "Fine, they won't have servants." But right. it, it, it's 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 uh, uh, like that's how he explains it. Like, we again don't know how he was. Everyone on set was like, "Glover was weird as shit. Yeah. He wouldn't stay in place, and he didn't care about continuity, which was really annoying everybody." Right. He didn't know how a movie swallow your worked. swallow your pride. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's Elijah. Yeah. Microphone. Sorry. So, so this kid right here is Elijah Wood. Yeah. He would go on to play Frodo in about ten years. <laughs> yeah, it's his. Bye, Frodo. It's his debut. Performance. He's going on an adventure. It's his first movie. Yeah. So, uh, like Mila Kunis in Santa with Muscles. Uh, yeah. uh So there's Elijah Wood right there. Oh, how did I miss He's that? He's so young. It's very quick. It's quick. It's blinking to miss. You were enjoying this weird ass movie. He's anyway. so young. Uh, so. They don't get Glover. Sorry. They get this other guy, and everyone else says yes, and it's smooth sailing from there. Right. But the script is getting reworked and changed, but they were building sets before it. So sure. this was like on the fly having to get this done. But uh -huh. the main thing is it had been four years since the last film had occurred. Four years. So they were like, if we're going to make one, we're going to make both. So they made both movies at the same time. Oh, this a is year, how it always a happens. Year, a year of, this is where it started. The Matrix? This is where it started. Like, what else happened? Like, what? Harry Potter. Harry Potter? Lord of the Rings. Twilight. We did not do Lord of the Rings. We did not do Twilight. Oh, uh, oh that we've done. Yeah. Oh, you just want to know, like, movies that were shot back to back. Like, like it just, it just, it just keeps happening this, like this. This is the first one that, this is the one that made it popular. They didn't shoot both movies. You just stress yourself out. Just taking the movie at a time. Well, they didn't, they didn't shoot them exactly at the same time. They shot one and then shot the other one right after. Uh, and they did their post-production, their editing, and they released the first one and separate, and then released the one next year after they shot it. Also, same thing with Endgame. Uh, Endgame yep, there you go. So, um... Everything is technically amazing about this film, but here's how they perceived it. They were like, Bob Gale and Zemeckis, they were thinking, how are we going to approach this? So they had a bunch of ideas, but Zemeckis was like, I don't – look, sequels suck. They're just the same thing. So they're like, what if we did the same thing in the first 20 minutes? But they were also locked into the ending of the first film, which means they brought Jennifer, which means they didn't know what to do with her, so they just get rid of her immediately. They didn't want to go to the future. That's why the future goes away immediately. And they just were locked into that because they put that there, and they had to write around that. So what they did is they're like, let's do the first movie in the first twenty minute, in the first 40 minutes. And they'll go through it, and they'll succeed. There'll be some shenanigans. There'll be some hijinks. They'll go back. Everything will be fine, except it's not. What happens when you make a bad sequel? 
it just makes everything worse. And that's what they did. They made everything worse. They made everything hell. They made Biff Donald Trump. And then 20 minutes go by and the real movie shows up and Zemeckis goes, why don't we just have them go back in time in the first movie and show it from different positions and different perspectives? And they're like, that's how you make a sequel. That's how you do it. And that's when they knew they had the idea. And they had to cut the third movie out and that whole section. And we'll get to that. Um, they say where we're going. But uh, did you? this is the thing. I, I sent you a note, both a text and a message, that said – when it says to be concluded... Okay, I did follow that. I followed so that. So you did not see the trailer? I did not see the trailer. Thank you. I watched it again, and I was like, oh my god, guys, they spoil a lot. Like, you may be excited for it next week, and you may watch it when you go home tonight, but Dude, like, it spoils a lot. I almost did, though. I knew. I figured you'd want to watch it right away. And, right. and, and, and here's the spoiler. It's my personal favorite. Okay. Out of all three. I think it's really <laughs> joyous. Now, we're going to get to that, and it's an interesting story on its own. So, I'm almost done here. Uh, the making is very simple. It, once they have everything going and all the motions together, it's basically the technical marvel of everything. How right. do you get these hoverboards to work? How do you get flying cars to work? How do we shoot everybody in the room? How do you have the technical workings of everyone be like all of this double screen stuff is what he learned from Roger Rabbit, and then it would continue into Forrest Gump and other things, and Zemeckis would just be all about the filmmaking techniques more than anything. Right. If the first movie's conceit of story is amazing... Hello. Then the second movie's conceits of technology is what's amazing. Now, because it had been four years, and yes, Chris, because it was a cliffhanger, this movie was not received well. People did not appreciate it. Now, they were shocked, and people loved it, but also they're like, they didn't know that a third movie was coming. They didn't know both were filmed at the same time unless you followed films. So when they say to be concluded and all that happens, they're like, oh, it was 10th that year. It was 10th that year, and uh, the next one, pretty much the same thing would happen. <laughs> He's definitely holding uh, the And then the, se- the third one would come out. It would get okay reviews. Um, better than this one. This is the least one because people consider this to be very messy. And to be honest, it is the messiest of all the films. It's just the most ambitious. And the, I think if, you, if you're willing to go for it, the most rewarding in a lot of ways, fun-wise. Uh, and people didn't get that. So when it came to cable, people forgot about this in the 90s. And it wasn't until this last decade in the resurgence of the 80s that it started to come back. And cable babies understood this for what this is. Three movie stories. So to get this as one movie four years after the first one with no ending... I can see how people would be kind of pissed. This is a three-story movie. It's not fluid like the first one. The stakes continues to change. All the future stuff, gone. All the Biff stuff, gone. All the 40 minutes, great. And then we fix it, and then, oh, shit, whole new adventure. That really was hard for people at the time, and they didn't swallow that pill. You put this on cable once a weekend for 20 fucking years as three movies every day? I think it's one of the best trilogies of all time. It this it, it it's exactly what Alex is saying is the reason why this is like my mom's favorite trilogy is Story she of Back to Future Two. She grew like uh, like in fairness, my mom is like truthfully a boomer. She was born fifty nine and and was like a teen in the seventies and eighties. So by the time this was out, my mom was well into her adulthood. They would but she responded to the fifties stuff too. Yeah, but she responded to the fifties stuff, but also, you know, she had cable and 
all that with my dad and everything. So growing up, every weekend, you know, playing and watching Back to the Future. And she'd watch Back to the Future a lot. Plus, my mom likes Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd. So that the one thing this future movie got right was the Cubs winning the World Series. The next year. Yeah. In 2016. Yeah. 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 And Donald Crazy. Trump is a pretty big one, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was that was pretty harrowing. The so, yeah, that that is the story of Back to the Future 2. They didn't want it. They were afraid to do the future stuff. They didn't think they'd predict it. And no one likes to do future stuff, Zemeckis says. Cowards. Predicting st- well, it's hard, man. No one's predicted right. Even 2001 didn't get it right, man. Like... There's not a one movie. Then don't that predict. Predicted. Just have fun with it. It's it's a fucking movie about time travel. What are you gonna do? And they wrote themselves into a corner. That's, that's the fans' fault. They didn't know that. The, what? This is the fans' fault. They predict. They're the ones that are predicting. You're just trying to have fun with the idea. No. Don't no, you? No, no, don't. No. Dude, you cannot. I'm Let sorry. Jules Verne and The Simpsons predict the future. I'm telling you right now. You also got to understand, Chris, <laughs> the amount of doctorates and the amount of like. Smart people on the Simpsons writing cast, the uh, Simpsons writing crew, is like there is no other television show in history that has that educated of a writers' room from doctorates to masters to bachelors. Like, I mean, that writing I've that writing staff is so educated, and they simply just made educated guesses. That is why they're so consistent. In terms of this, I. I I agree with you, Chris. I love the future stuff. I love the hoverboards. I love the cars. I I, I, I love the future stuff. Sci-fi. I, we love it, but they, they're talking about having to make it and trying to satisfy fans. You know when fans stopped getting satisfied? When it was 2015 and we didn't have flying cars and hoverboards. Or when the thing that came out that was called a hoverboard, not a hoverboard. We did, we did get a power laces segue in 2015, pole. though. Uh, we did get the shoes. We did get the laces. We did get power laces. Uh, uh, we also got... <laughs> A Parkinson's Michael J. Fox, so I think we lost on that one. Uh, to get the laces, so we had to get Parkinson's to Michael J. Fox. That yeah. sucks. Uh, I, I drone uh, drone camera. As I watch, oh this, yeah, drone camera. I I think for me the moment that this movie really, w- I think it's fun, but the moment it really clicks, the moment I'm super excited for what's ahead, and not just the third movie, but for what I've seen and the ending, and that is when Marty. Uh, watches him, watches George punch out Biff, and then sees himself on the other end and goes deja vu. Then I'm like, yeah, all right, yeah. Now I'm back in again, yeah. And then the chase happens, and then they go, and then he goes to the uh, the lightning, and it takes him away. And I'm just like, and then he runs back to Doc at the end, and he turns the corner, and I'm just like, yes. Do you know how many times I would watch this on TV, and it would get to that point? And I would sit there, and he would turn that corner. I'm just like, yes, for the next two hours, I'm watching a Western, baby. So so good. It gets me excited again. I don't get so excited for the first stuff, um, for the the future stuff, because it goes away right away. And also, I I grew up waiting for 2015. 2015 is now gone, and now it's pastiche. So I I don't think I remember this. I watched this last night. So did they – I can't remember. Did they ever explain what was up with the dog? In what do you this mean? in this movie, what Einstein, like Doc's dog that yeah. he has in the DeLorean, did they ever explain why? What do you mean by the deal? Like, did they ever explain how, how he lived, how he got the dog, and and like all that? I know it was, it was in the first movie, right? The dog. Are you talking about like in general? How he yeah, got the yeah, dog? yeah. What's up with the dog? He just has a dog named Einstein. You Dude, he time traveled with the dog. 
He just brings the dog along. There's no birth. There's no origin story. To wait, the dog. wait a minute. He has a point there. How did the dog get into the car if it was just Jennifer and uh, Marty? He picked up the dog. He says it was in a stasis. He had it. There you go. There's the explanation. In fact, okay. that's why Jennifer is not in the car, so he could pick up Einstein. Interesting. Okay. And actually, he was supposed to pick up Marty Jr. He does, but then Marty Jr., the juice on you the machine, up, right? yeah, yeah, it wasn't enough. So he picks up Marty and needs the room in the car. And then when he's done, he picks up Einstein. That's why when they're done and Jennifer's gone away, they the, Marty's like, hey, Einstein. And he rubs Einstein's heads. He's like, hey, how you doing? It's about to happen. That's because he just picked him up. I see. Uh, anyway, uh, Chris. What was it like seeing Back to the Future 2 for the very first time? Biff is Thanos. Biff is just great. How did I not? I told. I fucking told him the first words out of your mouth is that this movie is fucking Endgame. I get. I fucking knew it. Biff is Thanos. Straight up. Well, Thanos which, is wait, Biff. Wait, wait, wait. Real, real big question, Chris. What's the difference? Which Biff is which? One is, became. Is, is one Thanos. happened before the other. Okay. No. Well, Thanos was written before. Biff. That was no, no. Here's the thing. Like, no, not not. He didn't in the comic. No, 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 no. You're not bringing comic. In, you're not bringing yeah, comic lore into this. So, my thing is like, okay, um, Biff, old Biff, okay, is like Thanos in the shack. Except like Thanos in the shack knows that doesn't know that time travel exists, or he can't time. Or travel. I just don't think he cares. No, like and that, like he can't because the stones are gone. Yeah, he's um, a, he's a he is a the. It's so funny because the nice Biff uh, that leaves and sees the DeLorean fly away is a nice Biff, but when he gets older, right. he's smarter but still an asshole. So right. he reverted back to being an asshole, right. which I find interesting. But he is smarter and he is calmer. He right. is more reserved. Yes. So. um Overall, I actually like or really dug this. Like, I really enjoyed this. Like, yeah, it's a fun, <laughs> fun ass movie. So, no, so no, no, okay. So here's my thing. Here's my thing. Okay, so you pointed out that like they had no idea what to do. By with the, the way, future. I'm sorry. The the girlfriend who played the original girlfriend in the first movie, her mother had cancer. She had uh-huh. to leave and quit acting for a while. She came back to be in the game. This is Elizabeth Perkins. She is. She was very famous at the time. And was in. She was in Adventures of Babysitting. Uh-huh. She's been in a lot of stuff. She's great, fantastic. They just is she in the boys. Elizabeth Shue. I'm sorry, that's Elizabeth Shue. Uh, yes, she is in the boys. Okay. And she gets pushed aside in these movies. They did not know what to do with her. They just wasted her. Again, she is very good. But they, wrote, they wouldn't movies. have had her in the first place. She. They didn't. They wrote the ending of the first movie as a joke. They were forced to make a second movie. They had to put her in. It literally starts at the end of the first movie. Don't but end it on a cliffhanger. They didn't. They didn't know. They, it was a joke. Oh, there's Michael J. Fox. There's Michael J. Fox. Well, at least oh, it's not as bad he's, as he's, he is in real drag there. Chris, that's Hollywood. Let's say you make a hit movie and it's his own story. You've spent five years on it. You never thought you would ever have to make a sequel. And a guy's like, either some idiot is going to make a sequel to your masterpiece <laughs> or you have to make it. And what do you do? You t- They wrote themselves a new cutter. What did they do? They made this. Look at what they made, man. It's a one. Okay. You have brilliant. one shot. This is a okay. brilliant movie. Like okay, you know, like okay, if you don't think there's gonna be, if you don't think there's gonna be a sequel, don't end it on a freaking cliffhanger. Even well, if they do, well, even Chris, if they didn't, they a, were gonna. I do know. It. That's how Hollywood was. The it was a joke, but man. it wouldn't have bothered me. It was a joke. If it's, they did, like, it's not as bad as the Bill and third Bill and Ted movie, and the and the what 
Or the Super, Mar- the the or Super yeah. Mario Bros. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, they they completely. Well, that had that the w- the worst part of that is that it actually did have promise. They actually give you a side story yeah. that they're doing. You don't get to see it here. Like they literally are like, uh, throw her aside in the garbage. Unreal. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Or in the anyway. Closet. So, like, wait. So her mom got cancer. The original yeah. girlfriend actress, Claudia Wells. Right, so she got cancer, and she that's not the reason that she wasn't in the third movie. No, well... They just didn't know what to do with her. They just decided to continue on with Elizabeth Shue. I think Wells had stopped acting at that point for a while, and then came back years later. Oh, look at the puppy. Just embrace the jank. I love dogs. It's not, well, no, just embrace mom, the jank. Her, mo- her, her mom was sick. Literally shooting meant she would have missed her mom's passing. She the third movie? It, 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 uh, yeah, because they were filmed two years in a row. Oh. Like, they they, they started filming in 88 uh, to premiere in 89, and then right after this premi- after they were done and the post-production was done, they had a little bit of a rest, and then went on to make the next one. And you'll see why. Okay. T- there's space between them. There's a certain, let's just say, th- uh, they kept this, this is one of the most important sets of, hi- of film history from the first movie that's still around. You can still see the clock tower and everything. They had to use it for the second movie, so they made it the future one, and then they fucked it all up when it's Biff's place, and they just m- they that made it all dirty. That was the most shocking thing I may have ever seen on this show. Let's just say they had to rebuild that set all over again. God, look at Michael J. Movie. Fox and drag. Like, legit. Oh my God. Like, I was... <laughs> Literally mouth Big escape. Swirl. Where so, yeah. it was like no, we are in a hellscape. Your journey. I want to hear your journey. Okay, so I'm watching this movie. I'm like, okay, this is gonna be pretty nice. Like, I don't know how Jennifer's gonna fit into all this because like now there's a new dynamic to it. It's like that seems like a really promising thing. It was like as I was watching it, and then they just dumped her on the porch and then never saw her again, which Ace. was the meanest thing they could have. The meanest way of getting rid of her. Yeah, just dumping her on a porch. Yeah. Anything could have happened, even if it was like the nice hill down. Hey, there's like, a little Michael J. Fox. Anyway, so Gail can't write women. Apparently, not a lot of people in Hollywood can. Yeah, you just blew my mind by saying that. Like he can't write women. It I, all makes sense now. I will say this: it all makes sense with him now. I think he can write. Good, I think he can create good roles for characters for women. Like for example, Lorraine. All the different versions of Lorraine that that actress gets to play in these three films is amazing. However, she is not a lead, and she does not propel the narrative, and uh, at all the way that Marty and Doc do. Even Doc is kind of a pro, uh, an exposition character. This is mostly about Biff and Marty, and then the next movie is going to be way more about Lloyd. And even Leah Thompson will get to play something that you will see that's fairly interesting and gets to express her range a little bit more too. But I will say there are no there are no propulsive women protagonists in it. And the fact that they had an opportunity and just said fuck it anyway is telling. They had four years to write this. Bob Gale wrote the rest of Skywalker. He did not. Oh, you couldn't pizza, tell the difference. Pizza. You couldn't tell the difference though. Uh hydrate and pizza. So, so anyway, go ahead, yeah. So I was like, okay. And then um, Biff follows them. Uh, Biff, the, the wheels in old Biff start turning. He sees the young Marty. I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, so those aren't peas, Peter. 
They're yeah. peppers. Yeah, they're peppers. I, I, I saw that a yeah. while ago. Yeah. <laughs> you thought they were peas. Well, the, we had to confirm. That was the, actually I sent funny. a picture in the chat, and in the picture, it looks like peas. Yeah, but that, I, that would have been disgusting. Yes, and I was really concerned, and then I googled it again to make sure, and I'm like, okay, cool. So, I was wa- so I was watching it. I kept watching, and uh, then so Marty walks away from the DeLorean, and Biff gets in. I'm like, no, this isn't happening. Like Marty's gonna stop him. Like, so this is gonna be a whole other thing. So then I went. I then I. And then he get then he gets away in the DeLorean, and then he comes back without Mar- without Marty noticing anything, which is insane because he ran over cube trash that Wally made. Um, yep. So is that um? <laughs> you didn't think I noticed that? Um, um, so then they get back, and then Marty's like, and then they put they dump uh, Jennifer on the porch. And then Marty's like, I don't remember there bo- there being boards. And then fast cut to like L.A. N- like during the Rodney King riots, like <laughs> seriously, like that was like whoa, whoa, what is go what is going on? Rewatching it this time uh, when they drop off Jennifer, he- Marty says I don't recognize the bars on the window. But watching it this time, I was like, why is her car smashed the? Fuck in. Yeah. And then, and then why wasn't was that like, thing? Yeah, why wasn't that, that the first like, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. B- Biff's world. Biff's world. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. In Biff's world, so. compromise does not exist. Um. So then I was like, then Marty, as Marty was realizing what was going on, I was realizing what was going on, which Thank is really, like, was really weird. That was really funny. Um. So he, uh, and then just like. I was like, this is like, first off, there was an element of it that actually did feel a little too real, given what has happened in this last year in, yes. this, specific, well, they, in well, this specific area that we live in. Even then, they were like, no, it's Donald Trump. Even then, they were like, this is what it would be no, like. No, not Donald just Trump. that, but just like how, like, just like, remember, like, when they thir- burned down Third Precinct? Yeah. Just how that was before the National Guard showed up? Like, yeah. that's what I was like, that's what my mind called back to. Like, so, that's what, that's how yeah. I felt. So briefly, I, I just noticed something that so so y- at the dinner scene about like two minutes ago, uh, Marty Jr. and his daughter have the 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 glasses over them, and one of them says phone. I just thought I'm like, oh my god, they predicted iPhone. Yeah, and then the other ones, <laughs> the other ones, and Google glasses, fingerprint, fingerprint yeah. identification, fingerprint. Sure, yeah. yeah, there's well a they, bunch they of they stuff. Have that and they, they also have small them. little rectangular phones that they can carry around in their pockets. Very true. Yeah. They nailed a lot, yeah. So the, the, it's not exact, but it, people but are it, pissed about the hoverboard and car the most. Also, also like I'm like not, computer screens I'm on sides of things. Like that's a thing me. right now. Like people made small screens. Yeah, so people have automated home security systems now. Like they can they can put like mini yeah. iPads on the side and can control everything. It's crazy. Uh, We're all shitting in unison right now. I'm old. I'm, I'm old. Chris <laughs> Lloyd shows up like two uh, minutes. Literally when this happens. Okay, so anyway, I was, I was just like, this is not happening. And then like literally, Marty walks up to Biff's like tower in, in Hill Valley, and he goes up to the television, and then it shows that Biff like actually managed to like. 
get um he gets uh the Biff actually managed to uh marry Lorraine and then literally when that happened Marty shouts no I was like no yes I was like at the same time this is like no amazing yep the movie worked perfectly like did exactly what it needed to at the exact moment literally he pulled the King David. Biff did. He pulled a King David. King David, like, um, how he was dethroned was like he saw someone ba- he saw another woman bathing, and then he killed. He sent her, he sent her husband off to war where he died, and then he, they banged, and then Solomon was born, and then he was no longer king after that. Wow, that um, sounds a lot like Hamlet too. Yeah, um, that, that, that I believe was Queen Sheba. Yes. I, I believe don't know that my hi- I don't know my historical history that way. Um, but like, yeah, I was like, it's like, dude, he just pulled a King David. That dog is so freaking cute. Yeah, yeah, um, it's pretty. Anyway, it's evil. It's the Shaggy dog, Tim Allen. You know, uh, yeah, Robert Downey yeah. Jr. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I was, I was like, that was like, that's when I messaged you. I'm like, this is happening, right? I'm not watching the wrong movie. I figured that was the moment you texted me. Like, this took a hard turn. Yeah. I did not see this coming because there two, at all. I expected two texts. Eh? I didn't expect anything from the future. I figured you'd be like, yeah, this is what I thought this movie was going to be. Jaws 19, they missed the mark on that one. They did, yeah. Uh, um, I I figured you wouldn't say anything in the future scene. Right. But I figured you would respond to the Biff thing, and it would be what the what the hell just happened. But I knew that when they got to the last 40 minutes and they were in the other movie that you were going to be like, oh, my God. I knew that one was coming. So the fact that you responded so properly to the Biff stuff, which is all you need to make those last 40 minutes work so powerfully, is great. And, again, Tom Wilson is so amazing when he's playing against himself in that scene in the car. You're like, oh, my God, this could work. He's believing him. This is bad. Marty, you're locked in the garage. What are you going to do? Oh, All bad. my life, I've wanted to watch a gentleman's script, and now we're here. Real stakes, real challenges, real fun, real fun. Like, I think it's more challenging than it is. Sta- I think the first one has. I'm talking about the characters. Like, uh, well, I, I, the yeah. stakes are: this is the hell that they have created. Well, I, the, uh, this is why I think it's interesting. The first one, I think, has better stakes because it gives you a happy ending. This one has interesting stakes because it says, we fucked up that happy ending right. with our shitty sequel. Let's fix it with a better one. I didn't read that. I didn't read that as I didn't have like a meta problem with it. I don't think it's a meta this. problem. I think it's smart as hell. I think it's very interesting. The, it's just, what are the stakes more? Oh, I see what you mean, and it all means, clicks. It's all clicking now. Yeah, it's like his family. All of the it. The happy ending of the first film is more rewarding to me than him stopping Biff and him landing in manure. That's just the continued adventures of Marty and Doc stopping Biff, which, again, is what the EU would be in the cartoon and everything else. The, but it's still incredibly challenging oh, and incredibly <laughs> fun. It's it's so rewarding uh, to watch because it's a magic trick. This is the most Christopher Nolan Inception-y one that we get. The next one, way more rewarding, way more uh, slow back and pull back and reserved. And it's a thriller poster. It's a Western. We're going to get a Western. And it's great for it because this one is so insane. They threw was, everything out. Was, so yeah. Staples, Alex. Got a 66 from was that guy, was he in one of the diehards? 
The dude's like that freeze looked, sucker. That actually looked like Keith David. But yeah, he might have been one of the FBI agents. Yeah, I I feel like he he was like a background character in Die Hard. He may have been prominent in other eighty stuff. Um, anyway, I I, I, I just when that when the future sorry when they went back to crappy eighty five, that's when I was like, okay, I'm in now. That was my moment. I was like, I am in this I now. I think for the first time you watch it, that is the one. For me, it's knowing that there's more to come. And right. that other moment where he sees himself, it's like, I really love these guys and their adventures and because they succeeded. Right. Uh, where in this case, for your first time, you're like, now I see the stakes of what they could lose. And right. Yeah, that makes so much sense. I'm, I'm so imp- amazed at you watching this for the first time. This, like, I am 66%. Yeah. Should have been 69. Nice. So, um, so, so, my thing is, like, the way... Hey, it's when I was born. Um, so... We're going to give everybody some cheese. Like, <laughs> this whole... <laughs> this whole... Then the dude was a, literally about to, like, piece him out. Like... And they've seen it before in my life. You look like a slacker. <laughs> so, um, literally, this whole film was like, like, again, it was just mind blowing. And then the whole, then for the rest of the movie, I was hooked. Like from the like from the moment where Marty jumps up the building and he raises back up on the DeLorean, I was like, this is it. This is the movie. Okay. And here's the thing: when it actually pulls like a like a. To me, like if we're, we want to talk about the meta element, and they just did a drive-by. Uh, if we want to talk about the meta element, for me, like um, the whole thing was like, okay, we had a we had a sequel for the future, and it didn't, it wasn't working. So then they went back, then they changed it, and now they're trying to. Then they have to go back to the original point. Like that didn't. Nothing felt off kilter when I didn't know that. Like, I didn't know anything was off. That this felt <laughs> part of it when I first heard it. You also knew that there was another movie coming, right. too. I did. But, like, I didn't expect this. Nobody did. This, was, uh, this is absurd. Look at this. It's all just a bunch of white bikers now. Yeah, Biff's very white. Like. It's a casino. It's a nice looking one. Oh, it's not just a casino. It's an everything. It's not. It's an everything. 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 Yeah. Everything. Yeah, it's a bakery. Everything. It's Peter. A bakery. It's Target, an Walmart. It's got them all. They they make iron there. Costco. Mm. So so, everything. so are you telling? So Chris, if you're telling me it's everything, are you telling me that there is a gang it's of dudes question. on the wasteland named Lord Chung? Or was it Chungus or Humongous? They don't. Mm-hmm. What I'm gonna say is they Mungus. don't call. They don't call him Biff for nothing. <laughs> all right, God, that's all I got. It's like uh, all I know. Look at this. This is absurd. Oh, this is great. How do you? Hey, Chris. Hey, Chris. Pay attention to this. The video. amount of fun pay, that pay, these. <laughs> look at this real quick. What am I looking at? What are you looking at? The ne- villain for the next movie. Damn right you are. All, like literally, I am. Like it's absurd. <laughs> the amount of brain power on display is absurd and should be illegal. You mean to make to write this and think of this? This is too much fun. 
<laughs> Imagine being in the room coming up with this. Imagine waking up without being Bob Gale, because I do not want to be him. The, uh, no, he doesn't seem like a nice he guy. Really but like, no, I, I want I want you to, to hold on to this again and think about this. Like I, the, what the audience squandered with this. Because especially because they didn't know that another one was coming, but like, imagine it's a Saturday. You're ten, year, eleven years old. You know nothing about these. Your parents are doing whatever they want because it's you know summer. You turn on the TV and you look at the TV guide and it says for the next six to eight hours, it's nothing but the first movie, then this movie, and then another one. That's exactly what happened to me. <laughs> How do you like? And when people talk about the greatest trilogies of all time, I always hold this one in the highest regard, if not my favorite and the best, for the fact that you can watch this in one day and it feels like the greatest day of your life. Oh, I forgot about Lorraine being a freaking hoe. Oh You're the one God. who wanted me to get these. It's horrible. I don't know if she's a hoe. Oh, she's ab she's abused. Yeah, I don't she's know psychologically that abused. Yeah, makes her a hoe for though. sure. She's Not by I didn't say by choice. No, 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 no. She's a hoe. She, Not she's by a, choice. She's basically picking herself. She out looks for good money. though. I mean, what was she gonna do? He threatened her kids with with jail. Yeah, jail. Yeah, Biff is not a good man. <laughs> the funny thing is, is, if you ask the actress now, she's like, that's my favorite character to play. And if I could, I would make a whole movie with her and Tom Wilson playing these characters. So at that time, she's like, I loved it. It was so much fun. So what I'm not understanding, at least. So how so how exactly do the rules of time travel work in this movie? Because, like, from what I can tell. It's one timeline. No, I, I get that. But, like, wouldn't you think that, like, if old Biff went to the fifties, like he does, and he he gives Biff the the thing. Wouldn't that make Marty cease to exist? It would make the old Marty Biff did not cease, cease to, exist. to exist. I see what you're talking about, but yeah, yeah. Marty did would not cease to exist. George still had the kids. He was only murdered after the all of them were born, and married Lorraine afterwards. But old, gotcha. but old Biff, when he came back, shouldn't have been a thing because he was. What you're talking about is the himself. most famous th argument of Back to the Future 2, which is the Biff Tannen paradox. Yeah. If Biff went back in time with the time machine while they were in 1985 future, prime, uh -huh. 1985A prime future, Kay. and then gave himself the sports almanac, making sure that Biff would then use that almanac and change his future. That means he should not have been able to travel to uh, 1985A Prime to return the time machine. Which means that that book shouldn't have existed. Which really. means there shouldn't have been an alternate Prime. It but that would mean that he failed. No, yeah. he succeeded. No, he that he failed in being rich. Mm, yeah, no. because he would cease to exist. No, because so let me put the, oh, the okay, because the then you'd have to create another alternative timeline. Exactly. But this movie doesn't play by that. It yeah. It's only well, one timeline that keeps changing. The previous movie didn't play by this. This accidentally played there's by actually it for a, a brief moment. There's actually a deleted scene where Biff hides behind a car as they take the time machine back and then fades away. So <laughs> they just Because they just he turns into the new rich Biff. Biff. They had to stretch the rule so they could get this insane, crazy movie. Basically, the same reason that it takes... This is how I look at it. The same reason that it takes Marty a long time for his brother and sister to disappear, it takes time for each 
important action that leads to another to erase time. So Biff disappearing, the place still being there, so still going to whatever. When they travel back to uh, 1985 rather than going to 2015, and they travel back in the process of that transfer, they get to Jennifer's house, bars on the window, cars fucked up. It's now fully changed. See, what I was thinking was that he had failed in um, keeping the almanac. That's why he came back. No, because I thought it was just the filmmakers calling the shot. No, no. The series makes it very clear that if you make a decision, it takes time to happen. But also it sometimes doesn't if it's extremely concrete. For example, when he (laughs) when he stops and burns the book, the matches immediately turn. I'm not I'm here in the room with you, dude. I saw it flicker twice. See, even he agrees. Um, He's scared. It may be a she ghost. You're cool. Um, Genderless ghost. Who knows? Yeah, both. You don't know both. Uh, so, uh, the way I see it is, um, uh, I, I, personally, I don't think it's a a whole, I just think it's odd that sometimes things are instantaneous changes and sometimes they're not, but the story, the story goes on to continue to make the rules clear that nothing happens until the people involved make the decision to do it. This was heavy. Uh, this was a great performance. I love how you just used the phrase "heavy." Are you? What do you mean? What do you mean by that? You just like his performance, you know. What does this mean? What is this phrase? Uh, I, mean, I was talking about Leah Thompson. She was very top heavy. Um, no, you weren't. You were talking about the scene. You're using "heavy" <laughs> as a metaphor, Marty. <laughs> Marty. Uh, so uh, that's the oh, biggest. Geez, doc. That's the biggest kids keep thing. calling you me can, a kid, a chicken. Yourself, but that's a pretty. T- that's a tiny, hard to find hole in a pretty tight fucking script. Yeah. Honestly. Um, so wh- how did you feel when they went back to the old movie? Um, I was like, OK, I see what I see. The joke from the uh, Epic Rap Battles was about uh, where he couldn't get out of Hill Valley. Um, mm-hmm. That being said, I was like, OK, what else could they do here? You're you're jug- you're, you're you're there are a lot of plates there. You have taken this and now a lot of a lot of plates are spinning. And so how do you do this? And they're just like. And it was just like almost perfect. Mm-hmm. Just like it was just like, no, oh, I lost it. He replaced it with a porn magazine. Ooh la la. Ooh la la. Ooh la la. So, which was a baller move. That's what you do. Um, and so he, and so he's like, oh, I don't know what I'm gonna do. And then he hears, and then he hears the altercation he just wants with to Biff and when his dad, boy. when his dad like clocks him. The best boy. His dad clocks Biff. And he is like, I just figured it out. And then he walks out there and he makes sure that his mom and dad and his past future, future past self go like goes back and uh plays the band. And then then he goes back in and he's like Okay, then he goes and he gets the real book. Like the whole everything after that. It was like Everyone's like, how are they going to handle going back? How are they going to do this again but differently? And they pulled it off in spades. Beautiful. 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 66, 66%. 66%. Who wants to go next? All right. I yield the floor. So I'll talk a little bit about this. So, so we'll go back to other points. So I've seen this movie a, a considerable number of times. This is actually... Uh, the Back to the Future movie I've seen the most. Uh, I actually haven't seen one that many times, in all honesty. 
but and I've actually never seen Back to the Future three. Wow. Yeah. So so next week's gonna be a first time for me. Um. But yeah, this this movie's really fun. I I really love this movie. I love the story of it. I love everything about it. It it really is. Uh, I think it's actually better than the first one. First one's much more of a classic, but this one's really really fun. Oh man, like also I think like I feel like generally, um. This movie is probably remembered a lot more than the first one. It has some of the most famous iconography. Yet. Yeah, like the Jaws shot that, and, and the, the hoverboard. Point. Like and, and this has the most famous imagery, but the first one has all the best characters. Yes, I agree. Uh, that's why the first movie. I, I. It took me a long time to understand the argument that the first one is a better, tighter mm. script with better yeah. stakes and a better reward for its ending. However, this one is so much fun it's yeah. so smart it's not the, lazy this this is this, this is exactly another it's not lazy one, this is another one the long line of like you know like infinity war endgame like infinity war is a better movie endgame is a more fun movie this this is the more fun movie the first one is the better movie i the way um. i see it is the first one is the best the first one is the best it's a classic undisputed the second one right. is ambitious it has problems it has holes Doc isn't really a character. They totally shoo the woman across. They don't do much with it. Some of the special. I'm actually kind of upset up. by that. Actually, exactly. <laughs> did make like me mad. some of that stuff sucks, but it is a lot of fun and it's ambitious. The third movie is the underrated one, but I'm gonna make my argument for the third movie and why it affects people so much, why it's my favorite, and why it works so well. And it continues on with the Crispin Glover vibe. Because Crispin Glover could not go into the third movie, certain things could not be carried on. Hey, for more example, third, third movie iconography. I, I'm not going to show in the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, well, I, 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 <laughs> I, I, I calling the shot. Calling the shot. They're calling the shot. Stop laughing. I, Sorry. I, 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 um, I, uh, fuck. Um, the third one. I, 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 I'm going to spoil something, even though. Sp- I'm okay. You will never see a moment between Marty McFly and the father that he now has at the end of the first movie. You will never see Marty interact with cool, older, more successful. So Eric Stoltz kind of sort of had a point. It's because it's because Crispin Glover isn't there. You can't have those scenes now. You can't have him interact with that. that person he wasn't anymore. coming back because of Bob. He Gale. was never coming back. Which Gale. means, and I want you to think about this as you go into the next movie, how do you write around that? Some of them are obvious decisions for fun that you'll see, and you'll be like, "Oh, this is a problem. How do they write around oh, it? It's going to be no. fun." Now oh, you don't have, you don't have, you don't have. But no, I want no positively because again, my the third film was my favorite one of the bunch. Okay. It's very fun. It's very heartfelt. It's very simple, but also it's one of my favorite satisfying conclusions to a trilogy. Especially, again, watch them in one day. But I want you to think about that idea. If you cannot have an ending that involves the ending of the first film again, how do you successfully complete this trilogy with an emotional connection? And where does it come from and how does it work? As you watch the movie, it will become very obvious to you. And then, Chris, you'll enjoy the movie. But it's some of the, it's the thing that I've now discovered as I'm watching this. It's the thing that I love the most about the third 
and watching these movies more. It's not about necessarily the fun, and the first movie is great, but that's about that ending, which it's kind of tainted by the success, but also it's a great ending, but you need Marty to go back. Right. You need Marty to go back to that ending, and he doesn't do that here. He needs to go to the next film to do that. How does that film earn it? Does it? Spoilers, it does. <laughs> I think it very much does. But that's an interesting thing I want you to look at because as I'm looking at this now, I'm like, they had to write around another issue that is so – that people don't think about when they're watching the movie. It takes years to be like, wow, like how do you end this trilogy that's about a kid that goes home to a better family? Well, we've already had that ending. Let's really talk about what the series is about, and you'll see it when you're there. And I think they really – my, my favorite scene in the series – I think pretty much rides at home and it's in the third movie. So um, a lot of this is built up for that one. And that comes in the ending of the film when they, he has successfully burnt the book and the lightning strike happens and he goes to 1985 and that letter shows up. How did that feel? 1885, 1885. Sorry. I, Oh man, just like, yeah, yeah, I, I this movie is just so fun, and I honestly, again, Tom Williamson, how do you pronounce his last name? Tom Williams. Williams really kills Wilson, it. Sorry, Wilson. 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 For goodness' sake, you just fell in love with the man. Wilson. Yeah, I, I. Is that how you treat all your love really, interests? He really, right he really kills it in this movie, and he really is the best part about this movie overall. I like how that always works. Except on Griff. Only on Griff. The yeah. tweaked out one is the only one who learned. Well, well, He's <laughs> tweaked the fuck out. That's well, why. Always, Biff always falls for it. Biff always does. And his and and his goons. And his goons. Yeah. Because they're friends with I, Biff. I, yeah. I, I just love watching this movie. It's oh, hello. Hey, it's the ghost of Brian. The ghost of Brian has shown up. <laughs> to to meet me your killer. Oh, yeah. Apparently I killed you. I just, it, it was me. Yeah, it was me. I'm. He's just the scapegoat. <laughs> Um, so Brian is here. <laughs> Brian's here. He can give his two cents on this movie as well. Zach, you were you were talking. I'm good. I'm gonna pass it, Brian. <laughs> I'm gonna pass it back to Zach. Brian, I just want you to know that I absolutely love this movie. This is his first he time ever seeing it, dude. Yay. Yay. So, I'm actually a little scared of Zach. That's the reason I'm gonna pass it back to Mike. <laughs> you should be. <laughs> okay, here's the deal. I'm back. What did I tell you about you said, it? Wasn't said, it great? I, Brian, like, can you also tell him what you were doing in the last episode of the time that I did not catch on to? Uh, that I was uh, using acronyms, my friend. Dude, you were using huge plot points from this movie in your character in the last film. Yeah, I did that on purpose. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't catching on. Yeah. I wasn't catching on, and Chris, did, Chris would have never known. But when you go back and listen, he's basically giving huge plot points from this movie away. Right, and, I, and the reason being oh, is God. because I, I remember how poignant that moment in time was when I remember seeing when Biff went back in time to talk to his younger self. And oh, I remember moment, just being blown moment. away about being able to see a completely different aspect of the first movie 
it felt like being able to see the B sides of movie one, uh-huh. as well as enjoying a whole new aspect of right. a whole different plot line, in some essence that was always intertwined. And the crazy point is, is like I I had mentioned in the the first thing is that is that all of the, like I said every single detail down to the minute detail is taken care of in this thing and it's so right. fun to watch in every aspect but i i love seeing him watch everything he did in the first from a different pr- he's literally watching it from his own perspective in and not having to run into himself that was crazy too that was just so so fun to watch but anyways you know yeah, that's why I wanted to come back and let you know <laughs> about all of this because that you just completely just broke my mind right now. Yeah, I wanted to break your mind. How did I? And you know, I love you, and you have nothing but a beautiful destiny ahead of you, <laughs> which I've mentioned numerous times. He knows the future, but he won't tell us. Right. But I can't. Uh, so I can't go into detail. Can't say. I know what's up with Peter, though. Every time, I've again, I've got his whole life me. nailed. No, down. Yeah. yeah, no, you know, every I don't want to sp- get spoiled. Yeah. Neither do I, honestly. You're my space stand. Yeah, but uh, the whole uh, the whole thing about this entire film that I want you to understand as a as a normal person in your setting, because again, I'm a I'm I'm coming from my time. And your and your yep. time is meant for you. Yep. I want you to pay attention to every aspect of this second movie before you jump into number three, because there's so much f- from the third film in this one, which is great. I'm oh looking boy. at one right now. Yeah. <laughs> but that being said, uh, I'm excited to go. I got a guy I got. I'm supposed to haunt. Uh, I actually got on this new app. It's is it a new new app or is it no? It's a brand new app that uh, my buddy got me on. One another another friend of mine who it's also is a ghost. And uh, apparently, what they do is they hire ghosts to scare people who are kind of annoying them. Oh my god! And the frighteners starring Michael J. Fox, where it uses ghosts to haunt people. <laughs> yeah, and then so yeah, oh my god, that's I've, amazing! I, uh, I freelanced, so I'm gonna go probably take care of some of that stuff. How do I that get a hold of you? Accidental. You cannot get a hold of me because uh, I when I came back, I came back without any technology. Okay, how about how about you just crazy. like just remember that I, I need a job for it for, for you. So you always need a job. I'm always searching for a job for you, regardless of what time period. No, no, no. He but like, me. I need I need you to haunt me. me. Okay. So I don't I I don't I, if there's I no way that. to contact y'all. Just just come back later at some I can point. Do that. Uh, no, I I will. But you know what? I gotta go. I may see you soon. I may not. I don't know what I gotta do. <laughs> I don't know do what I, I gotta know do. What I, gotta do? <laughs> I don't know what I gotta do. I don't know, do you? Do you I? know what I gotta do? Damn, I thought I had him. I don't know what I gotta do. Well, what I do know is that if I was a little kid and Biff grabbed my ball, <laughs> leather jacket and the hat, and he kicked it, I'd kick him or in his. Threw it that I would be just, just excited to be around Biff. I think he's cool. I I, I think he's a wonderful he's example. He's the type of guy you want your daughter to meet. He's the type of guy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He's, Rye Rye. he's Rye the Rye. good guy in this What are you one, talking about? Right? Rye Rye. What are you yeah, you wanted him to just meet In that. real life, I think he's great, but in no, this movie, Biff person. is terrible. No Biff. I don't want no any Biff. No matter what happens. He pulled. We just timeline. talked about he this. Yeah. He pulled a King David. Yeah. He steals the. He knocks the kid's hat off. That's just beautiful. You can't. This is the most bullish 
bully movie ever. Three movies about a bully. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty Look sad. Look at old Biff. Look how high those oh, pants are. They're so good. He's that's got the mama right jeans. There. That's uh, that's Alex's and our grandfather. Look at that His orange belt, too. They don't go above the belly button. That orange they don't belt go on is at all. dope. Yeah. That it's orange belt is dope. Yeah, but... Yep. Mm. Oh, so, all right, guys. I love you. I've got to go get a couple. Uh, they're called ghost tokens. Okay. Because uh, I've been doing ghost some tokens. ghost Lord cryptocurrency drop. on. I like the, the pin particle in any game. So I'll figure it out. So, anyways, that being said, I'm going to uh, go earn some ghost tokens, <laughs> and then uh, and then I'm gonna head out of here, and maybe I'll see you sooner and later. Who knows? All right. We'll have fun. You maybe, good, I'm, right. maybe I'll be you? here the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. There yeah. was some weird flickering light business. Was that you familiar? Always, yeah. Knew it. Yeah, it's always it. me. If you think it's, if you even think it's me, it's yeah, it's probably. If me. it's yeah. you, don't flicker the light right now. Don't flicker the light. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're good. Cool. It's you. Yeah. I keep staring at that. By the way, have you guys seen my beard? I cannot find it anywhere. I mean, like, Did you shave it off? It's on your beard. ass. Wait, it's wait, 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 wait. Yeah, your we, beard yeah. is detachable. I gave it's on away your ass. my. Beard. Well, can't ghosts gone. grow back? Can't you just grow back? It's on my ass. Can't you be any Zach self you were? Stole my beard and threw it somewhere. I gotta go find it. It was. I love you guys. Head. This is such a midwestern so goodbye. So much. Okay. And I'll see you later. Bye, Brian. He kissed me on the lips. <laughs> so turned into a bird. Turned into a seagull and flew <laughs> off. Where are you from? Birdemic. <laughs> Oh, dear God. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. That was not a friendly face he gave you. Anyway. Um, brief cameo by uh, Brian. Pantomime. So, anyway. So, yeah. Biff totally is like, like Yeah, anyway. So, uh, Peter? Peter. Is yeah. it Alex? Your turn to talk about your uh, How do you feel about too? this one, Pete? Where to begin? Of course I love it. And I love the shirt that Biff is wearing right now. It's Young a dope Biff. shirt. It's the shirt's dope. in this. A nice Hawaiian shirt, but he's like wearing it buttoned up. It's I don't know art. if that's necessarily Hawaiian, but that yeah, it's a dope shirt. Yeah, it's like you'd cool. buy that in Hawaii. It's like the Aztec Maybe. version of plaid. Maybe. You know, it's really. Uh, Brian, what do you think? Is it like back? you'd wear that. In Brian's Rome? not there. What are you? Who Wait, are you talking are you to? The, yeah, you, There's nobody there. Yeah, are Brian's. You, are you asking the lamp, Zach? Yeah, I'm asking the lamp. Okay, lamp. His name's Brian. Flick, flicker if. Uh, uh, it's not gonna do anything. Uh, um, what if? What if? What if though? What, what if, if that light flickered? It did it before. I don't need. I don't need a what if, dude. It already <laughs> fucking did it. Oh my god, guys, just be nice to it. Is all I'm saying. Just be cool to the guy. I'm just fine. Go, just be I'm cool good. to the ghost, and you're good. I'm fine. I'm great. I'm fine. I'm great. I'm fine. I'm good. I'm great. <laughs> 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 Those odds go up if you just keep doing it. Right. I, I don't know. Like that shirt yeah, looks like you'd buy that and like. Oahu and you'd wear it. <laughs> so, Peter, Chris, your thoughts? Yeah. Back to the Future Part Two, directed Electric by Robert Zemeckis. Uh, I mean, of course, it's it's amazing. I I don't think it it happened exactly how Alex was describing it when, like, you know, you watch it back to back on on cable. It was just on Xfinity, and I was homesick, and I just my mom was like, "What do you want to watch?" And I'm like, "What's." What's uh, <laughs> what's Back to the Future? She's like, do you want to watch them? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, there's three. And I'm like, okay. And I just watched all three. And so I've I, I never I never watched 
these movies individually. I watched them like a TV show. Like I just watched it all in one day. So I never experienced one movie, waited for a while, never saw the other one or anything like that. It was always it's always just been boom boom boom. Honestly, this is the first time that I've watched these movies this stretched out. It, I've always been like, yeah, I gotta watch. Them. I have. I've just been fighting the urge to watch three all week. Well, we can watch tonight if you want. I am not. I'm driving you guys. <laughs> <home>. <laughs> I'm driving you guys home. I need uh, sleep. Anyway, um, I you're, driving, you're driving them both home. You're driving. Them yeah. Home. No, this is. I'll take them home. I'll talk more about it you. in the th- in the <laughs> third movie, but Chris this is by far home. one of my favorite, <laughs> most favorite is this 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 most this favorite this this this. this uh, my flub was funnier. Series of movies, like it's just, it's so good, it's so so good. But the it's so good, it's so good, it's so good. Cause you make me feel Tonight on so good. Back to the future. So good. So, so good. good. So how how have they not noticed Marty in the back seat at this point? It's Biff. He's a fucking. It's, idiot. it's called the magic of yeah, filmmaking. but even the smart, bi- the the older He's Biff. Old I'm gonna I'm gonna top that. How does he not hear him? In the walk, use the walkie-talkie and talking to Doc. That in the back that's the that's yeah. my biggest one. That's the, the that's the stretchiest of the stretchiest of my everything. I mean, I mean, everything that Marty I'm, says I'm is in a vacuum. Like, I'm just going to justify music like loudly, sure, but like it's just not everything. I, it's the closest it, that I get to breaking. I was going to say I'm just going to justify like movie magic, but heavy but. metal car. <laughs> Whoa, where'd you get that one, Alex? Where'd you get that? Uh, out my ass. I, I literally pulled a card out my ass. It Ugh. literally it just felt like some again. somebody just like wrote on a piece of paper and then stuck it right in your face. I feel like this is gonna happen consistently and match very well with the jokes that we told last week about me pooping uh, and smearing it on the walls, guys. I feel another one coming and then by the justice I ask you talking, it's the only way I keep these muscles going please is don't. he just pushes his face oh, right out my butt. Smell it. In the meantime, I actually So did he do this a lot on the buttercast? Huh? Did you do this a lot on the Buttercast? Just straight up. In fact, I, I don't think it's ever going to come either. out now. I think I'm just going to have to eat it on the inside. <laughs> breathe, dude, breathe. Anyway, I, can't, um, I, can't, I can't believe you hired him as your projector then. Peter, like, the could, like, I don't know how you did that. Uh, I am going ahead. Okay. Uh, I forgot where I was, though. Biscuits uh, and great. Uh-oh. I believe an ethereal message coming through the planes. Up <laughs> my ass. <laughs> what's what's the message? Can you he- can you hear him saying? No, just hold it up. Just hold it up. Let me see it. No, I, w- I want cr- I want Zach to say this. <laughs> say it. Say what? Say it. In the mic. Say it into the mic. Weighs a lot. Head to feel. I can't read the last three words. <laughs> Were you can supposed you, to? Can you interpret the last three words? Like Maybe. I don't know. He's your brother. Uh, weighs a lot. Hard to feel. Some. <laughs> yeah, you're like trying to interpret it, right? Some nuns ands. Yeah, you said it. I don't know. Is this ghost into nuns? I no, don't this, know. this ghost does not write. Who writes in cursive anymore <laughs> with a magic marker? It's too fat for a cursive. Thick. Magic thick. marker. It's too thick the for big Christa. one. How many Seas are we talking about? You gotta print that shit. I don't care how piece the pi- how big the piece of paper needs to come out my butt. You don't cry cursive with the I literally can't marker. read these last like three. Hold words. on. Hold on. My uh my uh my team lead. My team lead at work has very bad handwriting. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, uh, here, here. Peter, 
I need you to be the in-between. Get up, you lazy fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. He's on a couch stretched out like a mofo. You got, you got Way more Doritos, work for Peter, Peter to get out. Yeah. I mean, it's not like I don't like to see him get up. You know what I'm saying? Oop. Weighs a lot hard. Can't read the last few Yeah, I know. Weighs a lot hard. I know that's an R. I can see that's an R. I wasn't made to feel. Is that what <laughs> I'm gonna summon Beautiful. the ghost spirit. Beautiful. Of um, Zach, why is it? Zach just started shaking violently? Like, the, oh as, God, he's like he started to foam. He's, he's foaming at the mouth. Himself, he's peeing himself. Oh man. Oh my gosh! Like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay, he's back. Okay, okay. so he, I think he just got it another message. Like the message came in more clearly. <laughs> yeah, the ghost. More the, uh, the ghost has, has communed with me. <laughs> Heavy car that weighs a lot. Hard to feel Marty moving around because it's a heavy fucking car. <laughs> well, okay, I'm not down in the moving around thing. It's it's the fact that he's speaking into a walkie-talkie and a walkie-talkie is speaking back to him. That's the that's where I get pushed in credulousness. Ghost. Bri Bri Rai. Bri Rai. Bri Rai Ghost. Bri Bri. Bri Rai Ghost. Is it Rai Red though? Uh, um, Red's really good. Okay, like so anyway. Oh, he's coming back. I'll tell you that much. Uh. <laughs> I can feel it just. I, I can feel it gestating in my colon. And, and oh, I can hear it. Too. I'm feeling a noise coming from the poster above Peter's head. Uh, in the meantime, Peter, your experience with the film. I don't know where I was. I'm gonna I'm gonna wait till this next message pulls through your ass. Uh, oh, oh no, Alex ass. is shaking. No. Uh, it's put a okay, wallet in his um, mouth. Fucking wind, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Can't hear walkie. It's not even just that. It's no, no. It's not oh the wind. The scene doesn't describe that. That's not even the text oh of the film. That's not even the text. That's not even the text of the film. There's a there is an actual music going on, and he's playing around with the radio, and he's actually turning it up. Whenever Marty uses the walkie-talkie, it interferes with the radio. So that's what's actually distracting Biff. He's wondering why his radio is going weird, and it's because of the walkie-talkie in the background. Get your fucking facts straight, you fucking fuck. Got a bunch of push-ups to do. <laughs> that's uh, only for me, though. It's still, but the fact that the walkie with the radio and it warps, it actually turns the radio off in that process, oh, Alex, which means he would actually like... hear him even more. Right. So I've got problems. Anyway, anyway, let's give Peter a moment as he yawns. Thank you, I'm good. Are you sure? No. Okay. Uh, but I need to retrace my steps. What was I talking about? <sighs> you were talking about... Um, Right, uh, you were just ended the story about um, your mom letting you watch when you were sick. Great. Uh, so, I. Uh, the <laughs> Peter just started shaking. Peter, stop shaking. Put a wallet in his mouth now. <coughs> no. I gotta fish it out. I gotta fish <coughs> it out. Oh, it's a <coughs> note. It says, "Ghosts don't do push-ups. We do push-downs." <laughs> <laughs> Why did that come out of my mouth? Don't put it back in my mouth. I don't want that back. Oh, oh, there it goes. Yep, yep. You got to eat your words, Peter. You got to eat your words. Oh, really fibrous, actually. Yeah, I know, yeah. Ah, it hurts going down. Oh, it's paper. Oh, just oh the paper guts. Everyone yep, just wait till it comes out. Food. Wait till it comes out. Ah, I'm over it. So, so your really, mom. I, your mom. That's what I fucking thought. Um, wow. 
I really don't know where I was. You again, you had just finished the story out? about your mom uh, watching mom. the films with him. Uh, yeah, so um, I guess I remember where I was. I didn't remember where I was going. Uh, ah. Story of my life. Um, <laughs> Funny. So the f- from the first movie to this one, when I watched it like back to back, and watching i don't i don't know i mean other movies do like multiple the multiples of the same actor in the same shot before but this was the movie that i like really noticed it in and being able to like pick it apart and seeing like okay this is where the seam line is like when the young biff and the old crusty bitch biff are in the car bitch biff bitch biff and <laughs> there's like just the one line going down the windshield of the car like it's clearly two parts and then you see the two docks and then there's the l- the lamp post that's clearly split in between I or the ladder when he's doing the music yeah and the ladder yeah exactly and this was like the first uh series like movie series i guess and uh, honestly just the, f- the first couple movies where i started actually picking things apart and understanding and like you know this is around the same time i've i've been watching um, you know, Labyrinth and Dark Crystal and, like, wanting to understand, like, the behind the scenes and how things are made more and more and more. And this just piqued my interest on a, on a level not just related to, like, makeup. It's just m- different movie effects. Like, there was more to it than just, like, puppets and makeup. And, like, there's a craftsmanship to creating a movie that's just on screen than just like the makeup and that shit involved. So it just it piqued my interest more and then watching it over and over and over again I see those those little things and I'm like god, I could fucking do that. Like pe- if people really wanted to do it, they could fucking do it. You could just take it apart, learn from it and that's Peter, okay y- you understand you can't make a flux capacitor. You can't go back in time. Right. That you know of. Only ghosts do that. Brian knows your future. He does. Oh wow. Maybe I do too. But I also maybe agree. I came back in time. That's another thing. When there's a, there's a uh, interview that Zemeckis does, and this woman's doing an interview, and she's like, "Back to the Future had a lot of special effects." He's like, "Well, I mean, uh, for the storm, sure, but it's actually a lot of it's a lot of practical stuff." I think he took that to heart in this film. They do a lot of actual practical stuff as much as they can. Oh dear God! Are they shaking <laughs> again? <laughs> Peter. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Um, I can't keep using my wallet, dude. I got a new new message that I picked out of Peter's throat. It says, uh, don't flux with me T-shirts coming soon. (laughs) Why out of my mouth again? (laughs) Eat your words. Eat your words. We got to make sure no one steals that I didn't even eat my words. We need to get on that immediately. Alex, you're telling me I have to invent a time-traveling DeLorean, go back to the 1950s, make that shirt, make a millionaire, and become Donald Trump. I don't uh, like the last part, do but not sure. become Donald Trump. I, I mean, don't want to become Donald Trump. No one, <laughs> and getting crushed no one should become Donald Trump. We, we can take that idea, but I don't want to be Donald Trump after that. Well, I don't really want to be Donald Trump either, but let's be honest. That's what's going to happen. Power, what? Absolute power corrupts absolutely. That's He's true. right. Absolute power corrupts absolute possibility. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> And then, yeah, just being able to to go back to the first movie from the second movie and then just ooh-la-la all over again. Ooh-la-la, number 29. 
I'll have I'll have a lot more to say in the third movie because like this, for me when I watched it as a kid, and then comparing it to now, this movie has always been the median. It's been the middle movie, in, in of course in a literal sense. Okay, don't come at me and cancel me, everyone. But the story wise, it just I was like I when I watched the second one, I'm like ah, I just can't wait for the third one. Yeah, it's because when he looks at himself and he says deja vu. The first movie was literally yesterday for him. Yeah. It was yesterday. The story is not over. (laughs) Yes, he did. He slept right after the first one. Woke up to the ending of his first. I was like, oh, he slept, so maybe that's it. I was like, no, no, no. He gets the ending of his first movie when he wakes up, finds the car, and then he immediately goes on another adventure. Yeah. This was yesterday. And the next film carries on immediately after Lords. He's like. He immediately has to hunt down old Doc again. Exactly. It's n- it just doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. As a satisfying conclusion, what you get is so much fun because it's not about uh, – this movie is about every f- ten minutes or so you are given some crazy thing. They're pushing themselves. The third movie, everyone on set just wanted to make a Western. That's it. Everyone was like, let's, let's just fucking make a Western, and they did. And it's great. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Alex, someone already did it. Damn it. Someone made this shirt. Let's yeah. go back and kill I think it was Donald Trump. So Donald oh. Trump is the Donald Trump. Damn it. Didn't uh. the projectionist and Mr. Theater already go back and do that with pop, with the uh, mm. popcorn kernel? Uh it was uh it was a time machine they made, but it is still in question whether they actually made a time machine. Oh, oh. Peter, Peter. What? Peter, your your feet are shaking. What about my feet? The, that that ah! out. No, <laughs> that the, the, the <laughs> Okay, is that going to be your wallet? You <laughs> 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 put it in his mouth. <laughs> oh, I got it out. What's it say? Your mic! Your mic! Calm down, Peter. You're still, you're still spitting this up. It's only from the 80s, no longer in print. Bring oh, it back. Okay, all I'm right. I'm so yeah. glad. That so that person must be dead. Indiegogo. Yeah, maybe that we killed them in the future. <laughs> but the copyright's got to be gone. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> all right. Now, anyway. if we killed them, we would have we would have just like you know, punched. <laughs> 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 okay, you are n- you, you're laughing because they said that, but I'm actually laughing where that's from, uh, and it's funny. <laughs> I will. I know. I will show them maybe someday. I know Peter's seen so it. So. I, I'll grade it. Uh, you want to grade it? Yeah. All right, let's so go grade it. I think we all just want to go ahead and watch the third one. Yeah. No, I really want to go to bed. I just <laughs> don't I'm, I'm so probably going to watch the third one tomorrow. I'm going to give it an A. I think it's fantastic. A? A from Peter. Zach? A. Um, uh, I, I, I am more in... I thought I would not be as impressed watching it now. I am impressed by it. I don't think this is the one I look forward to watching to the most. I do have the most fun. I do have a lot of fun watching it, but I look forward to the first one and the third one more. I I always love starting this story, and um, I always love ending it. This is just a lot of fun, but it is a very – in terms of making a sequel to a movie – it's one of the smartest conceits of an idea of how to present the sequel ever. 
And for that reason alone, I'm going to give it an A. I was thinking A-, minus, but I'm going to give it an A. Though I do think it's shitty what they did to Crispin Glover. And I do think some of the special effects are a little showy uh, for no reason sometimes. But everything is smart. Everything is smart. When we were watching it last time, we were like, how does um, how does the uh, DeLorean end up going to 1980, uh, to 1885? Uh, there, there was no scene that we had seen. It turns out there's two things. Mm-hmm. There's a quick moment where Doc uh, explains yep, that, it's twi- that it's glitching, and then we yep. see the glitch happen. But everything is there. You just have to pay attention while you're watching it. Right. And it's really hard because this movie is giving you a lot, a lot at all times. Uh, a. A for me. I'm going to make this uh, nice and loud for the uh, ghost. F minus. Oh, no. You know it is suddenly. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I actually, this was, okay, so I, I, I figured, like, usually how trilogies go, it's kind of like, okay, <clears throat> it either goes in two directions. One, first movie is like, oh, so it, this would either be, like, Star Wars, where it's like Star Wars, argue, then, it, depending on who you ask, Empire that. Strikes Back, and then Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Or it'll be like The Matrix, whereas first one is a revolutionary achievement and then it's a step down and it just keeps it keeps declining i was expect i was like okay this movie is actually kind of great on its own mm-hmm. 66% i was like you got to be kidding me that's it's absurd than 66% absurd for sure. it's better than barely passing yes like for rotten tomatoes yes um, they didn't know what they were doing they didn't know what they were doing 60 40 30 Six percent of people didn't know what they were talking about, uh, or saw the wrong movie. Um, I, I guess I got to go A too. Like I, I really enjoyed watching this. This was a this was a blast. Um, also, if I have to see the scene where he awkwardly plays metal in a jazz band, I'm going to. You already did it. He's not playing metal in a <laughs> jazz band. He's playing metal in a '50s era rock band, baby. If I have to see That's that, a doo-wop group. <laughs> where he awkwardly does that. I was like, ah, I hate Here's awkward Here's the scenes. thing, though. He d- everyone says this. He looks bad playing guitar. He knows how to play guitar well. He's playing it bad because he's a high schooler. And that's why he's l- acting like he looks bad. But also, it does suck that a white man created rock and roll in this world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Stole a. it. Stole it. So, gentlemen, that concludes Back to the Future Part that 2. That concludes Back to the Future Part 2. Baby. Back to the Future. Actually, I, it does beg one last question. Okay. What are you What are you expecting? What are your is anticipations? I got nothing. I got nothing. I got nothing. You have no no idea. Oh, you know they go to the old. You know I, that's all I know. You have no. What do you want to see? What is the thing that you want to see? I better see Jennifer again. You see, I'm sorry? I better see Jennifer again. Okay. Anything Otherwise, else? someone's going to get their butt kicked. Anything else? I got nothing. I've you have no... After this movie, you don't what can you expect? It's not about expectations. What do you want? Oh, what I want. Yeah. I, I mean, expectations is the thing that gets you in trouble. I'm asking you, what do you want for these characters that you like? What What do you hope? What, what I you hope want to see Brian get a body again. It's never going to happen. I, I want Brian to be a real away. boy again. No, I he I burned the doll that he was <laughs> supposed to go in, and I buried him very deep. He's only allowed to do TikTok dances behind me as a ghost. That's it. So, okay, but, like, seriously, what I... Uh, 
I don't really don't know what I want. Really. Just like conclusion to this. Um I don't like again, I don't know what to, I don't know what to expect. I don't know what to, what's going to happen. But like with these kinds of movies like I don't really like I don't really ask for anything other than take me on this journey, especially after la- after how Last Jedi was like a rude awakening for me. I was just like managing expectations and just like managing what I want out of a movie, you know, like I sh- when before Rise before uh, Last Jedi, you were like, dude, why? Like what? Like, why would you why do you want Ray to be a Kenobi? I was like, that, like, that was the right answer. That was the right question to ask. And so, after that, I was just like, okay, like, what am I really, what do I really, like, want in a movie? It's like, I, sh- I should not hold the movie to my wants of it, you know? Well, okay, I do I do understand that, yes, that can get so, you like, it's So, like, it's kind of hard for me to say what I want, because, like, I really don't know. Especially when you're really enjoying oh, what you're watching. Oh, say what I want, what I really, really um, want. I'll tell you what you want, what you really, really want. It's a faulty bridge, and you you have to be careful when you walk across it. Right. I do get that. Um, uh, and it's hard because when I watched it, e- the next movie was immediately right after. Right. And, and of course, we when you and here's the biggest problem, to to um, make sure audiences knew they were getting a third movie that a third movie was in the can and was coming the next year, they put a trailer, right after to be concluded for the next movie. Right. And it is, it shows a lot. But it it um as a kid when you're watching it on TV, you're like. This is next. Woo! And then you turn it right on. You're ready to go, right. and it and just you're back to the races again. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I'm. I really, I really don't. I really can't answer what I want, but all I know is like, it, or what even I expect. After the, when it comes to expectations with this movie, I am just like, well, you did anything is you, on anything's on the table. You did say one, and that is you wish to see Jennifer again. Yeah, yeah. like you can't just th- like come on, you can't just throw her on a porch and say. Good riddance. I, I will say the this. The woman can't be next to the male lead, at least. I'm going to say this. This is what I suggest. Before you watch the third movie, watch the second movie again. Okay. With understanding that it was made as set up for... Brian's right. As set up for the next movie. So there are... Like, for example, do you remember what... Do you remember what Marty's mom is talking about? When she is giving, when she's walking around, being old lady, and and his dad's floating upside down, she's giving exposition. So if you don't remember it now, that's fine. I won't yep. say it. Yep. Watch it again. Stuff like that will help you understand uh, interesting aspects of the next movie. Not just as things that you can like predict, but that you need to understand to watch the next movie. Gotcha. Like they, are, they they do need to be honest to get some sort of satisfaction. Oh, uh, now it's coming out of your throat, Alex. I, uh, Oh, God, it's so wet. Here, Zach, take this. You read it. All right. Alex is right. Watch the second again. Listen plus water. Watch. <laughs> Listen and watch. Wow, You had the, the ball song, and you dropped it. The song it. Water by the Sugar Cubes yeah. is good. Everyone should. Anyway, all right. Listen and watch. But here's something. Give <laughs> another message. Ghost review. I give it an A plus. It leaves me wanting more. Well, duh. That's what you're saying. This is more. Hold on. 
I literally can't read this ghost. I spit on some of it. Sorry. For, uh, I got two turntables and a microphone. <laughs> Fail. Fail. Ghost shit. Fail, Fail Suckerman. Nothing, nothing is funnier than when a ghost rips out of the dimension to say, that's what she said. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh my. So, gentlemen, not only are we doing Back to the Future Part 3. Uh, we are spinning the Curiosity Wheel next week. Curiosity Wheel next week. Yay. Oh God, yeah. Bring a movie you have not seen in ages or have never seen at all that you actually Whoa. would like to review on the show. Woo. I'm excited. It's going to be fun. going to be good. <laughs> we will do. I have. <laughs> I have. <laughs> I, what is it? So plan is. So. Oh, he's going to kill him. Also, the, the, the manure joke is great. Uh, every time. So. Every time. The plan. Every time. The. The uh, the plan is uh, we'll do the cycle again. Curiosity, bad, then good. Yep. And then we'll go to another series. Ooh. Okay. Mm. So, there you go. Mm. There we'll you go. be back mm. next week. Thanks. For the conclusion of Back to the Future with Back to the Future Part 3. Part 3. And, can't um. Wait. Can't wait. I have, to turn, I have to turn the board back on. So, with that, we will see you next week. Say goodbye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. I know we couldn't Skype tonight, but that's all right. Okay, thanks. Good night, girl. I'll see you tomorrow. I, I identify as this guy. <clears throat> Doc is gone, guys. Doc is oh, gone. Doc. He's in 1885. 1885? Oh, Doc. Hashtag release the Crispin Glover cut. Yes, I knew it. Yes.